2: podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
3: evan roberts
4: tiki barber it's evan and tiki on wfan the fan 1019 fm and always live on the free odyssey app On the eve of our big pickleball showdown, beard versus power, Evan versus Sean. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to your final day in January. There is a lot, a lot to discuss today. The New York Jets took a month off from being a joke, and they announced today, we're back. You can make fun of us again. The Yankees lost a key bullpen arm, and we'll discuss all of that a little bit later on. But today is a very, very important day. Today is graduation day. Today is the day where we all can get together and declare ourselves. Because for the last few weeks, we have witnessed brilliant basketball at Madison Square Garden. We have watched the New York Knicks take apart team after team after team. Good teams like the Denver Nuggets crappy teams like the Charlotte Hornets on the road the other night. Teams trying to refine their identity like Miami on Saturday. And I have nothing bad to say about the Knicks over the last month. If you tried to say something bad about the Knicks over the last month, you're a hater. You're a liar and you're a troll. And I've got nothing bad to say. They're without Julius Randle, they're without OG Ananobi. no problem. Precious a play in the four, no problem. Dante DeEvan no problem. They have been awesome. And I agree, they've been great and they're fun and they're back. That's already been declared. We know that they're back. We know that they're good. We got it. It's exciting. They sucked 10 years ago. They sucked five years ago. They don't suck anymore. We got it. We all know. So today, and I want all of you guys to grow a pair. All of you gals, same thing. Are you a title contender or not? No more of this we're back, we're happy, we're having fun, we're going to do damn it. No, 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 no. We get it. The Knicks are damn good. You're hearing it from me. But now we all need to make that decision. And I get it. Card subject to change over the next eight days. How seriously hurt is Julius Randle? What kind of trade are they going to make before February 8th? But you know who this team is. You know who Jalen Brunson is. So are they a title contender or not? Because the days of being happy that you're good and happy that you're relevant and happy that you're back, that was a fun shtick. It's over. Are you a real title contender? Do you mind if I go first? Like, do you mind if I kick this off? Well, you've already gone first, so go. Oh, thank you. You're not. Like, you're good, but you're not. Are you beating the Denver Nuggets in an NBA Finals? No. Are you beating the Boston Celtics in a best-of-seven series? No. No. Even though Doc Rivers took over in Milwaukee, are you coming back from 3-1 down against the Bucs? No, you're not. So you're good, and you're fun. And by the way, I don't say that to be a hater. I say that to have a real basketball discussion with everybody out there, with every Knicks fan out there. You're a title contender. You believe you can raise that trophy come June? Do you believe you can win a championship? I don't think you can. I don't think you're good enough. I don't think your best player is good enough. So... Loogie, you got a bunch of dogs on your team. Let's crow a pair. Title contender now.
0: The Knicks are a title contender because they have a superstar player, top 15 player in the NBA, Jalen Brunson, casually dropping 30 points a night. They have a top 30 player in Julius Randle. They have one of, if not the best, wing defenders in the league in OG Ananobi. They have depth. They have dudes. They have dogs. Dante DiVincenzo has leveled up. Stop at the top, because you said something right at the top,
4: and you went right into my reason, a fair reason, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to be a jerk today, a Mm -hmm. fair reason. He said Jalen Brunson is a superstar. That's a very popular thing to say over the last few weeks and months, because he's had a brilliant season. Top 15 in the league. Top 15 in the league, perfect. I was going to ask you that, because my follow-up to that is, I think he's about between 10 and 15. I think that's a very fair assessment. Can you name me the last time an NBA champion's best player was between that 10 and 15 spot and not top five, not top seven. Can you name me that last NBA champion? I'll sit here,
0: I'll put my feet up, and I'll wait for the answer. Jimmy Butler is in that range, well, and he's got the heat did, to the finals. Did they, did they win an NBA championship? got NBA championship contender is Final Four championship with a shot to win the title. Did that top 15 player have a top 30 player, which Julius Randle is? Did he have that guy with him? Yeah, so Bonobai when you have a top 15 good. and a top 30 player, Dante DiVincenzo, who's starting to level up, OG Ananobi, his no, no, ability no, no. to play defense. I get the rest of your
4: roster. It's a good roster, but let's go through this. Let's be fair now. They're the Miami Heat did not win an NBA championship. They did get to two NBA finals, one in a bubble, one last year. I remember they beat your team in the second and round And you would of the agree
0: that Jimmy Butler's in that range of Jalen Brunson as far as a, a top 15 player?
4: I would agree with yes. that, yes. Okay, so last year, who won the NBA title? The Denver Nuggets, correct? Would you agree Nikola Jokic is a top five player? He's probably the best he, player in the
0: league. is the best player in the NBA.
4: Very good. Okay, year before that, the team that won the NBA title were the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, where is he? Top five. Okay, cool. This is fun. I'm having a really good time. And then we had uh, before that the Milwaukee Bucks won an NBA title. Giannis,
0: Giannis is top
4: five. Top five. Okay, <laughs> this is
0: fun. This is an easy game.
4: Then the year before that, we were in that bubble. I know we don't think it's real, but that guy named LeBron James. Top. Three LeBron
0: tomorrow? James is
4: top two all time. Okay. Year before that, the Toronto Raptors won an NBA title. Kawhi when he feels like playing, top ten. No, no. when Kawhi feels like playing. He's top five. And in that moment, he absolutely was top five. Before that,
0: we had the Warrior Dynasty. They had two top yeah, yeah, five yeah, I players. get all that. Jalen Brunson is getting better day in, day out. You know, He's top 15 now. Maybe he is top five in a month. I love Jalen Brunson. He's not top five. He's not. You know that. But he wasn't top 15 last year. He was probably top 25, so he's already improved to top 15. So another month or two, he could be playing at a top he's five not, level. He's not top
4: five. And by the I way, lie, Gen- come on. Don't, don't do that.
0: Butler don't do is probably top 15, top 20, but when the lights get brighter, he becomes a top Hold 10 on. player. You keep using a guy that <laughs> didn't win a damn thing. You keep using a guy he that He got lost. to an NBA championship. You said, an do an they NBA? have a shot to win a title? The Knicks have a shot to win the title. Uh, did they win the NBA championship? The Miami Heat did not win the NBA championship. Do they have a shot to win the title with Jimmy Butler? Yes. By the, the Knicks way, have a shot with Brunson.
4: Yes, we've now gone back a full decade. We could keep going though, so now we've got the Spurs. Now I agree in that Holy moment.
0: Oh, it's funny that you skipped over a team that used to kick the Nets' ass, the Detroit Pistons, who had the Detroit good B- players top to bottom, First but of no all,
4: top five. Excuse me, I didn't skip over them. That was uh, ten years earlier. Okay, but I'm still I'm in 2000.
0: 2000- I'm curious if we're going to get to that. I am. Now. I'm in 2014. Oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Just got sure.
4: Uh, I. I, I well, we're going in order. Okay. Well, you want me to go back to 1975? I want to make All sure you, you don't done. skip the order. Go ahead. I didn't skip it. So All we right. got the Spurs with Kawhi Leonard, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan. Three all-time greats. Though I'd argue at that moment, maybe none of them were top five. Though Kawhi was getting there. But you'd agree, special occasion, three all-time great players, right?
0: Then I don't know about Tony Parker as far as all-time great, but very, very good, obviously. Hall of Famer. Hall of famer yeah. then oh, you, the NBA Hall of Then fans. you got the Heatles. Then you got Dallas with Dirk Nowitzki. Then you got Kobe Bryant.
4: I mean, do you see what I'm saying here? And I know you want to bring up the Pistons. It's always a nice talking point. The Detroit Pistons, who got to back-to-back NBA Finals, with the exception... Like, we have to just admit that. They were the exception of a team that won a title without a top five player. Like, all I'm saying to you, and I know it comes across
0: like, ah, such a hater.
4: No, I'm just telling you reality. Like, we're playing a game.
0: When's the last time a team won a title without having a top-five player? Well, it'd be the Pistons, and they showed they could do that, and I think the Knicks mirror that team because of their depth, their ability to play defense, and I would argue Jalen Brunson is better than any player on that Pistons team. They did not have a top-15 player. No disrespect to Sheed or Rip Hamilton or anybody like that, Chauncey Billups. So they didn't even have a top-15 player. By the way, the Knicks have a damn good head coach. They are running their organization very, very well. They are going to add other pieces, and again, with the combination of a top top 15, and a top 30 player. The record shows it. You could look it up. They are the best team in the NBA right now. And since OG Ananobi, they have been the best team in the NBA. You, so why can't I believe going forward they will be the best you, team in the NBA? you said a
4: lot of positive things about the Knicks that I agree with, right? Like Tom Thibodeau's done a fantastic job. They were the best team in the sport in the month of January. That's all true. Like, I'm not going to argue that. But ultimately, my question to you and my question to every Knicks fan out there is, that's all great, and that's all fantastic. Are you a title contender? Yes. And the evidence of the last 20 years says that you're not. Like, that's just the evidence of the last 20 years. Like, what the Pistons did was the
0: exception to the rule. I have great respect for what they accomplished, But that's the exception that was 2004. So the Miami Heat, I'll bring them up again, got to the finals twice. So they couldn't win the NBA finals in both appearances? Yeah, they ran into Joker. If you run into the best player in the league, you might have some trouble. But we don't know Denver's going back. It's hard to go back-to-back. So, yeah, when you run into the top player and you don't have a top five, maybe you'd be in a little bit of trouble here. But you can't discredit the fact that Miami went to the finals twice with a guy like Jimmy Butler who's in the league of Jalen Brunson.
5: Evan, you're wrong. Am I wrong? You're wrong. Because it's very easy to say a lot of these things in hindsight. And you're right. The top you know, five player winning an NBA title. That Warriors first title in 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that heading into the playoffs, as great as we thought Steph Curry was, we really
4: truly considered him a top five player in the game yet? I don't know if we fully knew. I think with Steph, it was always about if he can stay healthy, he's electric and amazing. The question is, can he ever fully stay healthy and be that guy?
5: Okay. Now. When playing in the NBA and being a superstar, obviously you could be a triple-double machine. You could be a rebound machine. Would you not argue that Steph Curry's biggest strength is shooting, scoring, and that's what catapults him in? Steph Curry in 2015 averaged 23.8 points per game. Jalen Brunson averages more points per game this year than Steph Curry did on that first title year. Mm -hmm. The point being, I hate to side with Loogie. Time to throw him the flowers. We could get to the point where the Knicks are a true title contender and people around the league and in New York – can start understanding. Maybe Jalen Brunson is on the verge of becoming a top you five player. You think
4: he could be a top five player? I do. Joel Embiid is better. Nikola Jokic is better. Giannis Different is better. Luka's better. That. No, I'm going through the whole list, though. Devin Booker's better. Kawhi Leonard, when he plays, is better. So you, know, you can't put Kawhi Shane in there. Gildas, when he plays. Alexander's better. You know that. SGA is better. Jason Tatum's
5: better. But but Steph Curry's think, better. Don't you think if Jalen Brunson goes on a three round tear to get mm-hmm. to the team to the finals and he's the one making all the money shots, you're going to look back at that list and go, is he really better than SGA? Is, is he, he
4: right now better? than those guys I just said. Like, you're predicting the future. You're telling me, hey, I think he can get to that I level. I think he's closer to At, some of those guys, including Devin Booker, than you're giving him credit I, for No, him. I think he's close. Dude, I, I, I give Am him I, all the I, flowers in the world. He's I, a top 15 player in the sport right now. But, but all those names it, I mentioned, those guys are more accomplished and they're better. And by the way, Jalen Brunson's not 22 years old. He's 27 years old. But if the Knicks do get to an NBA Finals
5: with Jalen Brunson, everybody, including you, is going to look back and go, hey, me he might be the fifth, sixth best player in the league. He has that potential now. It's time to stop denying it. This Nick team's won 14 games in January for the first time since 93-94. They are legit. It feels like no, no, but, but you
4: did something that I think is irrelevant. Like I want to make this very clear to Nick fans. You should be thrilled with what this team is doing. I'm not trying to pour like cold water on what they've accomplished. Like I said at the top, I got nothing bad to say about what they've done over the last month. But enough of comparing yourself to the last 30 years. It doesn't mean anything. Like, the Knicks are back. We get it. They're about to make the playoffs for the third time in four years. They were in the second round of the playoffs last year. They are back. They are good. They're going to be good every year. Like, I fully embrace that and accept that. But you can't sit here and say, this is the best month they had since 94. Who gives a crap? That just tells you how crappy they've been for 30 years. What are they now and are they good enough to go into Boston and beat the Celtics in a best-of-seven series? Are they good enough to go into Milwaukee and beat the Bucs in a best-of-seven series? And by the way, I'm purposely leaving a team out. I'm leaving those frauds in Philly out because you know what will happen if the Knicks play the Sixers? Joel Embiid
0: will get hurt. And then, yeah, you guys will smoke them. Yeah, I'll you know give what? You that. I'm glad you brought up somebody <laughs> getting hurt because there's a guy on the Celtics that have brought the Celtics because they were soft choke artists last year. Missoula stinks as a coach. KP. You think Porzingis is going to be there when the Celtics need him the most? He will not be. He will get hurt. He will not be there. He will be in his pajamas in a street You're Talking clothes about the third best player? Who's no, the best player
4: on the Boston Celtics? Jason Tatum. Is he
0: better than Jalen Brunson? No. No, because I've seen Jason Tatum completely disappear when it matters the most. What do we do? Jason Tatum is not a big time clutch player. (laughs) You heard it here first. When the lights get bright, Tatum has not gotten it done, just like Embiid. Uh, And by the way, Giannis is like that, too, because Giannis' inability to hit free throws makes him a liability late in games. Jalen Brunson doesn't have to come off the floor like Giannis. So now you're going to attack the guys that are better than Jalen as a way to convince yourself. I am building the road for the Knicks to win a title, and I already gave you Denver coming off a championship, hard to go back-to-back. Do we believe in the T-Wolves? No shot. Any team of Carl Anthony Towns, give me a break. the Thunder ready to win a title? Don't think so. Do the Kings scare you? They're Absolutely not. The Warriors better. are down, All the Lakers are Hold down. down. Well, I don't get why people do this. Because you don't watch them every day, you dismiss them? I didn't I, say I did I'm not dismissing them. I'm just saying they don't strike fear is in my SGA heart. Is SGA a better player than Jalen? I am not willing to say that. No. What, what the hell? What? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's not an insult. If you by look the at way. the numbers, if you look at oh, they've done know, the done the league. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at their numbers. No, no, look. No, great. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from him. And you're trying to make me throw shade yeah, on no, him. No, I'm no, not no. going to. But, but guys, guys, I'm not
4: throwing shade at Jalen Brunson by saying SGA is better. Do you think I am? Do you think I'm throwing shade at Jalen Brunson by saying SGA is a better player? You tell me. But the problem is—is is that shade worthy? It's not shade-worthy, but you're missing the point.
5: Even if he is a better player, it's not a wide enough gap that you wouldn't look at Randall and then OG and go, this is why they're a title contender and a team led by SGA. And by the way, why 94 does matter, even if it's ancient, is for the exact reason you just laid out. Who's around the Knicks? Jordan was gone that year. It gave you this opening. You have Doc Rivers coaching potentially the best team. You're staring at chokers with the Boston Celtics. Unfortunately, or fortunately, however you stand on whether you're a Nick hater or a lover, the East is a clear path right now where they a have clear- a trio. Path. A clear enough like, path where like, they have a good enough trio that they can absolutely get through. And, Evan, to steal your words from every other sport, to be a title contender, just get me there. Do I think they're better than the Denver Nuggets? No. But when you're there, anything can happen. Do you think the Toronto Raptors thought they were going to beat the Golden State Warriors that year in the finals man-to-man? No. But guess what happened? A couple big injuries for the Warriors. I know. Finished
4: but that's, that's my strategy as a fan. Get me in as the eighth seed so, oh, that's so, there's so three that be- so the three best players can get hurt and I can win this <laughs> thing. <laughs> the East is wide open.
0: And every single spot here where this team, where it looked like, yeah, this is going to be the night. We thought that against the Heat last week. We thought last night against Utah. They've answered the bell. Shorthanded, full strength. Guys step up. Precious stepped up last night. Dante's been stepping up. Next man up mentality. Two top 30 players. An elite defender. Dudes. Guys that get after it every single night. Don't take nights off. This that is, is championship DNA. This
4: is becoming a graduation moment for Nick fans. For the last couple of years, it's mostly about being relevant and being good and being back. And you are. And there's no question. Now it's taking that next step as a fan and believing that this team, this team you're watching, who's kicking ass, by the way, and they've been great over the last month, can win an NBA championship. You guys really believe that? You got believe? You guys believe this team can win a title? I don't. And I don't mean it to be a hater. I mean it because I watch enough NBA to know... Unfortunately, and this sucks, this sucks what I'm about to say, this is not the case in baseball. It's not even the case in football, but it's the case in the NBA. If you don't have one of the tippy-top guys, you don't win. And history has shown us that. And that's why today, on the final day of January, the greatest month in the history of New York Knicks basketball for the last 25 years, I look at your team, and I say they're good, and you're having fun, and you're back, and go New York, go New York, go. Damage. But you know damn well you ain't winning in June. 877-337-6666. That's the toll-free number. Enough of the we're good and we're back. Say it if you believe it. Say it if you believe this is a title contender. We'll hear from you next at 877-337-6666. And we got to ask some questions about Julius Randle. Because these questions need to be asked, and they need to be asked immediately. Are the Knicks hiding something from you? We'll get to that coming up live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. We are the, New York oh, New the Knicks
0: are back. <laughs> are the the <laughs> Knicks are going to do damage. Extremely.
4: But here's what I love about today. today. Today is graduation today. Today is the day where we declare ourselves. Today is the day where if you're a Nick fan or you're an IBO like me, an independent basketball observer, okay, you can lower it now. We're done with those. <laughs> you can declare, hey, this is a title contender. Or, hey, we're good, we're plucky, but I know deep down we're not winning a championship. And I don't know if the majority of Nick fans are literally thinking they're title contenders. I honestly think what I said in the open about why they're not, I think I represent most Nick fans. I think as the IBO that I am, I'm also the voice of the voiceless. I think most Nick fans know what's going on. They're having a great time. They are back. They're having fun. They're whipping ass every single night. But winning a championship in this particular sport, don't I know full well, is the most difficult thing to do in all of sports. Like I really believe that winning an NBA yeah. title is so much more difficult than winning a Super Bowl or a World Series or a Stanley Cup because you need to have the great of the great to win a championship. And that's not the case in the other sports.
5: I'm also assuming, without counting, that all of us in our lifetime, by far the least amount of different champions we've seen in any of the four major sports is the NBA. It does. You, of all the dynasties.
4: Yeah, it's funny. We've seen a lot of dynasties, but over recent time, like if you think back to Denver and... And I know it was a second Golden State and Milwaukee and L.A. and Toronto. We've actually been on a run in this new century. But we do have a lot of different teams winning
5: titles. We still see the Warriors and Lakers, you know, again and again and again. By the way, the absolute worst part about not being a Knicks fan when they're good. Go New York, go New York, go! Is actually an awesome song.
4: Yeah, no, it's a very—I actually I admit that it's a very, very good song. And it sucks to not be able to enjoy it. <laughs> now I will get to some major questions we all need to ask about Julius Randall. But let's hear from the people. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's go to Pat and Bell Rose. What's up, Pat?
6: Hi, how are you, fellas? Good. Here's the reason why I disagree with you, Evan. Go ahead. Use the word contender. Yeah. All right. If the I believe the Knicks can get to the Eastern Finals, man. That's what makes me. Do I think they're the top three teams in the NBA? No, but they now they have three or four guys who can take all those two or three games, and the play when you get to the final four, anything can happen. So you're I'm going with the adage. So the adage. So here's where you're going with the adage:
4: just get me close. I'm just responding Will to you. Um, I'm, I've heard of Will Chamberlain. Yes, I'm just <laughs> responding right, to Will you. Came- Thank you. Now I'm gonna let you go. That's Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It took wilt a while to win an NBA title. Is that your point? I didn't want to hear the rest of your point. But you're agreeing with me. You're basically agreeing with me, but throwing a caveat in there, which is, well, you never know. Once you get to that Final Four, crazy crap can happen. Maybe the Achilles will blow of the best player of the other team. That's literally what you're saying. It could? Of course. Could end too. I mean, jeez, a lot lot of crap could Put that on me. (laughs) Let's go to Raphael and Yonkers. How are you, Raphael?
6: Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, man. What's up? All right. So... I think this Knicks team is really fun to watch, and it reminds me of that Knicks team where Carmelo and that whole Knicks team used to beat Miami and LeBron in the regular season, and all Knicks fans would go, oh, wait till the playoffs, wait till the playoffs, and then the playoffs would come, and then the Knicks would get smoked, completely right. smoked, nah. and Lugie,
3: I, I love you, I love
6: the show, Lugie, I love the show, I love you, but... To say Jason Tatum, I mean, Jalen Brunson is better than Jason Tatum is insane. No, I, it really it's isn't. It really
0: isn't. I think both their games are comparable. I think Brunson <laughs> has been more. Because hold on. Jason Tatum in the big spots has not got it done, and the Celtics have been a flop and a choke and, a, and choke artist, and Jason Tatum's the best player on the team. Until Jalen Brunson gets to the where J- uh, Jason Tatum has got to and he fails, then we can have that conversation. Here's the problem you
4: run into. When you're in this Eastern Conference – and you're playing a best-of-seven series against the Boston Celtics, the best player on the floor plays for the Boston Celtics. When you play a best-of-seven series against the Milwaukee Bucks, the best player not only plays for the Bucks, you can make a strong argument that the second-best player plays for the Bucks too based on the history and the track record of what Damian Lillard has accomplished. But the next three best players probably play for the Knicks. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't know if I go that far. I don't know if I go
5: that far. You go Middleton
4: before, I would even take OG at that point. I need to see Julius Randle do something in the postseason. Like, if it's regular season Julius, Ah, fine, it's a different discussion. And he played well in the in-season tournament. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it with that. (laughs) Don't games matter. And I'll throw another one at you. If you play Philadelphia, and I know the skepticism about the health of Joel Embiid, and I have it, by the way. Like, he's banged up right now, and I think we all hope for the best. Like, we all hope for the best for Julius. We don't root for injuries. But what Joel Embiid has done in his NBA playoff career is prove he's unreliable. He misses a playoff game in every season he's been in the postseason. So I totally understand the skepticism of Joel. But if you're playing the Sixers, the best player on the
0: floor is... Oh, I think that's the guy that when the Knicks went down to Philly and whooped their ass. Stop that. It, stop team? It, stop. 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 Oh, Don't 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 okay. do it! Don't okay. don't cite, don't cite games in January ass. and December.
4: Don't do that! Oh no! Don't, don't, do
0: don't, don't do that! Don't do that! Come, come on! Okay. Come on. Right. Oh, so let's not play the regular season then. They went down to Philadelphia, do you think that the new look Knicks, and kicked it. It. their ass. No, it's not. Stop it! See, Lugie, this is
4: graduation. No, day, because remember? if they got their <laughs> ass kicked, no. then it would be oh they're not okay. as good. No, no. So the win
0: doesn't count.
4: I never said it didn't count. You just did. No, I want to explain. A part of graduation day, and this isn't new because it's been a while is we graduate from thinking a regular season game is the end-all, be-all. It's I, not. I am judging Okay, it. Do you know how many regular season games I saw of certain teams kicking the ass of another team? Wait. It means nothing. Which, by the way, Lugie...
5: Not for nothing. If you're going to use that argument, you, why didn't you hammer home that you beat the Nuggets last week? Why are you waiting because for
0: Because Evan's going to pull the—it was a long road trip. They were in New York no, City. They no, visited no. all the steakhouses. No, all no. the excuses and goalposts moving right here. I'm not moving goalposts. Those are good wins. Great
4: wins. And they count in the regular season. I'm not saying they don't count. Yeah. I'm saying to cite them as why you're going to beat them in
0: a best-of-seven okay. series is misguided. All right, let me cite— It's okay. a little
4: misguided.
0: And has got a lot to prove. Doc Rivers has a lot to prove. And frankly, so does Giannis. I'm sorry, he does. Okay, and so the Knicks don't have guys who have a lot to prove. They certainly do, but it's not like they're going up against the Bulls in the '90s or those Rocket teams that beat them in the finals. A lot of teams in the the Celtics have a lot to prove. Okay, and you they're wanna... not running into a team that's won three state titles in the East. And by the way, you
4: want to talk state about titles? Sure. <laughs> you want to talk about coaches and their <laughs> resumes because you want to keep a doc, uh, attacking Glenn Doc Rivers? Okay, we could play that game. Rightfully so. Attack Glenn Rivers? Has he won a championship? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's keep going, then. Has he blown 3-1 lead
0: series a couple times? W- what was that? Has he blown series leads? Okay, some
4: of to the question? 3-1 series leads, by the way, were on bad teams. Like, when Orlando blew a 3-1 series lead, we're going to blame Glenn Doc Rivers for that one? Like, that one is totally
0: his fault. That the Cooper team, team was bad? No, no. The, the name Ma- Kawhi Leonard, that top five NBA player that I just, you talked about? I
4: was oh. talking about the Magic. Gotcha. When they blew the 3-1 lead. Okay. Okay. okay, here's the other thing. What's Tom Thibodeau one? Not won anything
0: yet, I'm but sorry, when no, no, went, not yet. when he, he won three or four titles in, in a couple years. Did he coach
4: the Chicago Bulls and have home court advantage yes. against the Miami Heat and the Eastern Conference Yes, Finals? he did. Did he? Yes, he did. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What? Did he
0: have a top 15 player, though, at the time? Yeah, he did. Derrick Rose, he was a top 15 well, He
5: was yeah, no, in the, 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 the lead. League. Derrick Rose was in his prime was way better than Jalen Brown. No, Look. I wouldn't go that far either. Here's brother. the
4: problem with some of your arguments, and I respect you as a Nick fan. I do. And I respect all you guys out there. They're going to come fight. The problem is when you try to attack others, I can just put it right back on you. You want to attack coaching and what have you won? This head coach hasn't won a damn thing.
0: I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. I am presenting the road to the NBA Finals for the Knicks, and I'm pointing out the deficiencies of the other teams. I propped up the Knicks enough. Two top 30 players. I've gone over the roster. So I'm giving you both sides why I'm optimistic that the Knicks are a legit and you title contender. Tom Thibodeau's
4: failures in the postseason. Like, that doesn't count, right? We don't talk about that. We talk about Glenn Rivers' struggles. We talk about him. We'll talk about Joe Mazzula, but we're not going to bring up Glenn i we're not going to bring up Tom. When I see Glenn. the box, Doc doesn't even call himself Glenn
0: anymore. I was going to say, when's the last time he ever referenced himself as Glenn? It's
4: a great point. I want to answer that for you, and Lugie will like this, and he'll start using it. He lost his doctorate. You keep losing, you lose the doctorate. You're no longer Doc. I do
0: like that shtick, by the way.
5: <laughs> All right. I was going to start calling right. Glenn. All right, by the way, I've never seen a Knicks season ticket holder this disgruntled
4: about their title. Con- old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
2: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
7: Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great... Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
8: Leading ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, and L King.
4: I'm not disgruntled. I'm in a good place. I'm giving you, we're talking you would hoop. You think a paying
5: customer, seeing them play this good of basketball in January, would have the pom-poms out.
4: We are talking hoop. We're having a nice discussion. Talking I'm
0: ball, as they say.
5: We're
4: talking ball. Yeah. I'm being intellectually honest with this discussion. I'm not being a hater. We're having a good time. Let's go to Steve and Tom's River, right, Steve? We're having fun. What's up?
6: Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. So listen, I, I disagree with the analysis, Evan. Just let, let me explain. Hear me out. I All think right. we're looking at it wrong. Go ahead. Okay? It's not about ranking Brunson and, and Julius against uh, Giannis or Lillard. It, it's about having dogs to get into the fight <laughs> and, and contend. The Knicks have top dogs on their team now that can contend with those players. It's not Dude, about ranking dog. them. Match. When, when they match up, when they match up in, in these games – Brunton's going to do his thing. Giannis is going to do his thing. And the Knicks have a chance to win a championship with the players and the team
3: they have.
4: No, no, I'm I'm proud of you guys. Like, yeah, we can win a title. You're hearing me wrong, okay? This is not about Giannis versus Jalen. It's about something that exists in the NBA that sucks, which is teams don't win championships unless they're led by a top-five player. That's the reality. And by the way, I don't say that with a smile. I don't say that because I love it. That sucks, but that's real. Dispute it. That's what I would say. Dispute it. Because Lukey tried, and where he failed was he kept saying stuff that wasn't true. Like, he kept saying, well, Jalen Brunson's better than Jason Tatum. Well, Jalen Brunson's better than SGA. He's not. the
5: The argument is titles can make top five players. And that we could go back in five years and look at suddenly Jalen Brunson taken off, the Knicks had won a title, dare I say, too. And you, oh, of course, they had a top by the five way, player.
4: I have to admit this. I have to admit this because when you have a good discussion, you have to sometimes take a time out and give someone credit. It's a freaking great point. Like I want to acknowledge that what Thank what you. you're saying of, hey Evan, you're right about where he is now. But isn't it possible that by the middle of June, we're talking about him as number four? Don't shake your head, Luigi. You didn't say that. I certainly
0: did that. in the open go back to the tape. I said Jalen Brunson was probably a top 25 last year. He's a top 15. Why can't he be a top oh, five in a maybe, month or maybe two? you did say that. I <laughs> did say no, that. In
5: between the shrieks, the shrills, the dogs, whatever. He didn't present a good night. <laughs>
0: way. I, I appreciate you backing me up, my it's dude. It's a
4: fair point. It's just very difficult in this moment when we're talking today about what they are. And that's why this is an emotionally healthy discussion I have. Like, enough of them having fun. Enough of this is great. Enough of, oh, this is amazing. No, no. Are they that good? Can they win it all? Because ultimately, as fans, I said this to Sean when we were talking about the Jets, and we'll get into the Jets a little bit later on. Oh, yes, we will. When I said to you, look, sometimes you got to crawl before you can run. Yeah. Sometimes you got to walk before you can sprint. So as a Jet fan coming into this year with Aaron Rodgers, my thought was, hey, I just want to be in the playoffs. I want to be relevant. I want to make a run. And then, yeah, maybe in year two we win it all. You wanted to crawl. Yeah, we got to crawl first. Now, obviously, that didn't happen. We got shot in the leg and, you know, urinated all over ourselves. Technically, Aaron Rodgers' only form of movement for a while was crawling. That is very, very true. I think the New York Knicks in this era of basketball, and we can call it the Julius Randle era. We could call it the Tom Thibodeau era. You could call it the Leon Rose era. The only reason I don't say Jalen is because he wasn't a part of that first year. Yeah. You guys have crawled, and I give you credit for that. Like, you made the playoffs in 2021 and at home court advantage. Like, that happened. That's real. That's tangible. You deserve credit for that. And then after a crappy season, you fought back last year and did something that I admit I didn't think you were going to do. You got to the second round of the postseason. You beat up those frauds in Cleveland. So the Knicks are doing that thing where you slowly get up like the caveman, right? And now you're starting to walk. But now we're in year three, like the third time you're going to get to the postseason. I don't know about you, because I am a diehard fan of the teams I root for. I'm done crawling. I'm done walking
0: backwards. It's win time. And, well, he, and here's the other thing what Leon Rose did. They got rid of Obi, They got D- Dante DiVincenzo upgrade. Yeah. They got rid of RJIQ, got OG out upgrade. Deadline's coming up. I trust this organization to continue to find the right winning well, players, the Villanova Knicks, the DNA, to keep where, upgrading. Where Evan
5: is right is last year losing to the Miami Heat, fine, acceptable. That's not acceptable when you have home court advantage in the second round that no. you
4: losing that series. No, and I think everyone knows that. I think the bar has certainly changed. I mean, look, if we're having a discussion today on them being a title contender, then getting knocked out in the second round when you had home court advantage is obviously not enough. TJ's in Sandy Hook. How are you, TJ?
9: Hey, I'm doing all right. Just chiming in on this uh, conversation here.
6: Yeah. You know, I mean, you're talking about when we're going to be uh, graduating in June. I mean, whether it's this June or next June, to the boys' points, I mean, this team is building. I mean, this team is built right, unlike the, you know, the higher mercenaries that, for our other respective teams. I see what you're
4: yeah, doing. I see what you're doing. Uh, you, what you're know, doing. Yeah.
6: We're, you know, we're built to be able to go. Five first-round picks coming. I agree. Not even gotten past the deadline. But, I TJ, did, TJ, TJ, you know,
4: uh, I have no issue with what they're doing and their future moving forward. I agree with you. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about this upcoming season because we ain't getting any younger. Can they win a title this year, TJ?
6: Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're gonna put me on the spot and say, "Is it a yes, no?" And I put you on the spot. We've been
4: talking about it for the last forty minutes. (laughs) The tone of yes says it all, too. Uh, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's a hesitant. No, I think he represents that you're not sure. And by the way, I respect that you're not sure. I haven't said a bad word about how the Knicks are built moving forward because he's right. Like they are set up to have great flexibility. They are set up with numerous capital to make a big trade, 100%. Like, that all exists. I'm not denying that. I didn't say you can't win a title in 2026. But what are we? are we breaking down 2026 right now? Like, uh, did I miss the memo? We're talking about right now. We're talking about this team, this moment, this season, the one that is causing great excitement. And then the other small thing that you have in the back of your mind, and I heard him say it this morning, so I know it's filtering some Nick fans' brains. I heard G say it. He knows the deal. He knows deep down that this, you losers, and losers lose. <laughs> and you know that. And I know that. Like, trust me, I'm not saying that as a negative to just you. I'm a loser. I root for loser teams. But at the end of the day, when you root for a loser team, in the back of your mind, you're wondering, how is this all going to yeah. end so painfully, like it did for Detroit, like it did for the Jets, like it has for the Mets, like it did for the Nets, you know. And... I know that's in the back of your mind, because, dude, it's in the back of my mind. It's not if, it's how. Correct. You know that, right, Luke? You're a Met fan. Back of your mind. How's this going to end
0: badly? I'm going to quote, and I don't think he's going to mind me stealing this because he's a diehard Nick fan. I'm going to quote Mr. Brandon Tierney. Hit it, Connor. Stop walking around work! Like a loser! That's right. Positive (laughs) vibes. They're the best team in the NBA. They're a title contender. Jalen Brunson is a superstar. They are not going to lose. They are not the same old Knicks. They are the new look Bing bong! All right. Thank you for that speech. Charlie is in Staten Island. Hey, Charlie.
6: Hey, Louie, you smell that? Marich, you smell that over there? That's fear in Evan's head. He is so scared that that the Knicks are going to come out and win a championship. All right. Before his net. Wow, and he is just shaking <laughs> in his boots. That's where this all comes from. But then, and you are a loser, Evan. You do it with the Yankees every year. You say, "Oh, the Yankees aren't going to do this. The Yankees aren't going to do that." But you are so scared that you're going to have to Charlie, sit there. I'm going to hand you, you
4: something, parade. Charlie. Charlie. Yep. yep. You're right about something. <laughs> no, no. I, I, uh, I know. I. Am. I want to admit. <laughs> I want to admit this. While I don't think you're a title contender and you're not winning an NBA title, I want you to hear me when I say this. This is the most scared I've been that I could be wrong and it could happen Ooh. in 25 years. And what I mean by that is you're not a contender. You're not winning an NBA championship. But I do believe that 2013, when you guys won 54 games, and you got, oh, you were, you're were talking about unbearable. I mean, oh, my God, unbearable. Let's go next. I'm more scared of this team than I was that team. I am. I think that this team is better. Why? Number one. Why? Why are scared? I think you have a deeper roster. I Mm. think that you were relying on relics that year. I think you forget how much you relied on Jason Kidd that year. Oh, I don't and how much you no, you did look, Carmelo was their best player. We all know that. And I have great respect for Melo. It was more not about Melo, it was about who was around him. Like seriously, think about what was on that roster around him and compare it to what's around Jalen. It's not even close. I
5: think also, Evan, this comes back to your philosophy about losers lose. Player-wise, deep down, as great a score as he was, Melo was a loser It was NBA, it, and Brunson
4: may not be. It wasn't necessarily that. There was something else, though, and it's something that you've sort of alluded to. While I don't think you're as good as Boston, and I don't think you're as good as Milwaukee, and I think the Eastern Conference today is deeper than it was in 2013, think about the other teams that were around you there was one behemoth around you, and that was the Heatles. And I knew and you knew without any shadow of a doubt that they were going to crush you if you got to them. Now, you didn't because Roy Hibbert blocked away Carmelo Anthony and you lost that brutal game one in the series with Indiana. But I knew I had an insurance policy that year. In the back of my mind, I had the Heatles. And I trusted them more than I trust Giannis and more than I trust the Celtics. And Glenn Rivers. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. But you're still not a contender. I mean, you're just not. But am I more scared today than I was in 2013? I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. But the yeah. Knicks have winners. Yeah. You could laugh it off. Jalen won in college. Josh won in college. Dante's won in the NBA. They have players with championship DNA on this roster. We're doing that. We're doing the college thing. Oh, so you're just going to discredit that? And I'm I understand just... Mello won a Cuse as well, and I I'm a Mello defender, but you I can't don't count college. Wins. You can't count being a winning player and having the ability to win games on any level. Uh, we're just going to discredit that. That means nothing. I'm sorry. And Dante DiVincenzo won a title with the Warriors. I understand he's not Steph Curry, but my point is he has brought that winning mentality to this team. The Villanova Knicks, if you are, and I hate Villanova, but they have a winning DNA.
5: Yeah. Let's go. Tua has a winning DNA. He's complete cheeks in the big moment in
4: the NFL. Okay. <laughs> cheeks. I like the way you use that. Christian is in Newport Beach. What's
6: up, Christian? Not much. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. What's up? So, Evan, I need your definition of a title contender.
4: A team that can win an NBA championship, legitimately. Like, I can see them having the parade. I can see them raising the O'Brien. I can see them winning.
6: Okay, that's fair enough. I actually do think the Knicks are a title contender.
4: Really? You can see that parade in New York City. You can see Jalen Brunson as a finals MVP. You can see all that? Yeah.
6: Yeah, 100%. Since the trade, the Knicks are the best team in the NBA, correct? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I'm pa- correct. All right. I give oh, Of course, Knicks-
4: they're they do. They they've been awesome since the trade. I won't deny that. Yeah.
6: Okay. The Knicks have probably the best defensive team since the trade as well. Correct.
4: They have been awesome defensively, and yes, yeah, since that trade, they're the best defensive team in the league. They they basically never give up. They give up low 100s when they allow a team to cross the century mark, which in this modern NBA is
6: crazy. Yes. Yeah, it's absolutely unheard of. Yeah. Also, the Knicks are probably the, the deepest team in the NBA.
4: I disagree with that. that. They're not the deepest team in the NBA. They they have to make moves before next Thursday to refix their depthness, if you will. I like the way Precious Achew has played recently at the four, but they're not a deep team. It's why Tom Thibodeau is forced to play huge minutes. But I want to get back to your initial point. Since the OG trade, they're the best team in the league, and they have wins against Minnesota, and they have wins against uh, Philadelphia, and a win against Denver, and a win against Miami, and... Man, if you're making that resume together, it's a damn good resume. You're talking about January. And I lead I remind you that in the Tom Thibodeau era, every year you've made the playoffs, you've had a nine-game winning streak. Did you guys know that? 2021, you had a nine-game winning streak. Do you remember that? Uh, last year, you had a nine-game winning streak. I mean, it happens. Like, they're playing great basketball. But that doesn't mean that come May, they're beating Giannis in a best-of-seven series. By the way, how does anybody watch the Knicks and come away thinking they're
5: one of the deepest teams in the NBA? They stick to a nine-man rotation, and that's it.
4: They're not a deep team right well,
5: now.
0: Well, if they get Mitch back, Julius comes back, that adds to their depth. They were certainly more deep when they had IQ, absolutely. They had. They have to add what depth. What they, no they need to it.
4: do before next Thursday is add depth. I got Jordan Clarkson's the perfect guy. You guys saw him last night. Jordan Clarkson, Malcolm Brogdon, you add a piece like add that, it. you're still not a title contender, but you're a little closer. Two it's things there. Number one, defense, flat.
0: I always heard, wins championships. That's number one. Number two, I don't want to hear about last year i just told you they're better now with dante di vincenzo they're better without rj they're better without iq this is a different team you can't compare them to the last couple of years this is a different team and the numbers back it up it does this is, you cannot compare them to other winning streaks. It's this team, this roster, and this one is as good as any team in the NBA. Over the
4: last 14 games. That's all you
0: could yes. go by because oh, they I, traded for OG Ananobi. So a different roster. So that means if a
4: team has a great 14-game stretch, that's it? Ignore everything else? When like, you really? make a
0: major change like that, absolutely. Because OG plays perfectly with Jalen and Julius because he could camp in the corner, hit threes, his ability to but, play but, but, defense, but, Lugi, which they couldn't do. If they
4: have a five-game losing streak, and they won't, Because they have a a nice home schedule coming up that's weird. It's bookended with these Indiana Uh games coming up. Two games against the Pacers, a team you may see in the first round. But let's say they lost five in a row. Sure. Would that automatically make you say, "Ah, they
0: suck"? Not a title no. contender. I'm wrong. No, but to but so, so further their guys, I, I want to further my other point here because prior to OG Ananobi, so you don't want to answer Knicks, what I just? I said. I will answer it in one second. <laughs> I want to finish my point because I want to make sure you don't go to break before I get to it. I'm not going to break prior to the OG Ananobi <laughs> trade. <laughs> yeah. What did we hear about the Knicks? What was all the? Oh, they can't beat the big time teams. Why? Because they couldn't defend. Since they've got OG Ananobi, they're the best defensive team in the NBA. And all of a sudden they start winning games, they smoke the Nuggets, they spoke, smoke the Sixers, and they beat the T wolves No, but we
4: all get how so well I'm they've
0: played since the trade. Like I but it changes that. But that's my my point is is now now they're a big-time defensive team with a superstar, with another top 30 player. It's a totally different ball game. That's why they're a title contender. But I'm merely asking
4: you if they go through a little bit of a rut, which is possible, especially with these injuries. In the NBA,
0: it happens, absolutely. Oh, sure, Although they don't take with, nights off. They don't take nights off the Knicks.
5: That's the thing, especially with the minutes they play,
0: too. So it's a concern that. Minutes they're logging, I-, I will give you that. But then you wouldn't do a backflip.
4: So mm. why are you letting fourteen games tell you they're better than Philly? They're better than Boston. They're better than Milwaukee. And dare I say they're better than Denver? Why? It's a four. It's
0: it's a nice stretch. That's enough in January regular season NBA. Because Beca- they recognize their biggest weakness. No disrespect to R.J. Barrett. It didn't work with Jalen and Julius. We OG agree. Fits like a glove. I agree. So I mean, that's a missing piece. Aww. That's a massive. That thing. doesn't
4: make you make the. Jump to—they're uh, the who, best team in the NBA. Uh, they're, they're fourteen and two, so they're, they're in they didn't last sixteen games. Uh, he's not listening to what I'm saying. Uh, I, between both years, let's acknowledge
5: something. But we have been at the precipice of hell in terms of sports in this town. Uh, so now, now we're going to measure it. It's going to be the to hap, 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 happiest no, no, Christmas. No, no, but. Go ahead. The Knicks and their fan base have not actually seen a true title contender since Patrick Ewing walked out. The yes. Band. Okay. They are clearly beating and mowing down some of the NBA's best teams, not just the Utah Jazz like last night. They've had an incredible month. They have, as Lou Gow reported, out, since picking up OG, checked off an enormous defensive box. You look around, and I just think it's okay for a fan base in this town to realize everything has sucked for too long, and now I'm looking at a team, and I'm looking at a league that suddenly feels more winnable than it ever has before, and I'm going to dream a little bit. But that's, And I think that's okay. But
4: Sean, Sean, you hit on my point. If we're going to play the game, and Nick fans have been doing this for way too long, that's why today to me is graduation day. We move past this crap of comparing yourself and this team to the past – then yeah, you're going to think this is the greatest team you've ever seen because it is. They've been bad for two decades. We all know that. And what they've turned around and the consistency they now have, you damn well should be proud of. You have an executive that knows what he's doing, even though he doesn't talk to the media. You have a very good head coach. And you got players. Like, I'm not arguing yet. What I'm simply asking you is stop comparing yourself to the last 20 years and ask yourself the important question, the one that matters. Can this Team win an NBA championship. Yes, and you know deep down the answer is no, right, Cody in
6: Jersey City?
4: How are you? How are you, Cody?
6: Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing today? What's up, man? Hey, I'm a Boston Celtics fan, so I want to bring everything back down a little bit here for the Knicks fans, if you don't mind. Yeah, of let me course. ask you guys a question: Do you guys know the stats for Isaiah Thomas? Back in the 2016 and 2017 that.
4: That's a dirty move by you, but they were what? massively what? amazing.
6: No, I, I like it, but I know They're what you It's The doing. same player, <laughs> the same player. Please tell me how Jalen Brunson is better than Isaiah
3: Thomas.
6: Uh, and what happened?
4: Nah, he's out of the crazy league. Crazy. Is what happened? They traded up. Yeah, they traded him for Kyrie Irving. How the hell that work out?
6: Exactly, it was terrible. And honestly, I thought it was terrible at the time. But you can't sit there and say that the Knicks are going to win a championship with a player that small. Because when a player that small gets into the playoffs and faces a defense that's going to be dominant, he can't score as well.
4: Well, in fairness, though, Cody, I love you, and I'm glad you finished the story on that one, but Isaiah Thomas was 5'9". Right. Like, I just want to be fair about that. And that amazing season he had for Boston, which was amazing, I don't know, I think we all kind of knew career season, he's 5'9". And then the biggest problem with Isaiah is he didn't stay healthy. Like, I don't want to crap on Isaiah Thomas at all. And we're obviously
0: talking about... Yeah, not Zeke. We're talking about (laughs) the modern Isaiah Thomas.
4: Boston Isaiah Thomas, who got traded for Kyrie Irving and Uh then became a journeyman. I don't think, to be fair to Jalen Brunson, that that is a fair comparison.
0: I will give the Nick, whatever, haters a bone here. What I worry about with Jalen, it's not his offense, it's his defense. He can't he can't cover a Christmas tree. I mean, he's not good defensively, and OG Ananobi is. That's why I love the addition. Jalen, his defense in the playoffs would scare me more than his offense. I think he could cook at any night, give you 30, but his defense is obviously not great.
4: Today is a very, very busy day. The Jets decided, hey, wouldn't it be cool if a story came out that made us look like clowns? We'll get to that coming up. <laughs> we'll come back with more of your calls at 877-337-6666. And seriously... We all need to start asking questions about Julius Randle, real ones. Ask
5: the right questions.
4: Ask the right questions, and I'm about to ask them when we come back. All right, guys, 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 I got to start asking questions. All right? And these questions come, how are you, by the way, Evan and Tiki? Tiki's off, he's back tomorrow. Sean here, Lugie here, Connor here. How are we all doing? Sometimes you just got to ask questions when things don't add up.
5: Detective Danvers would say, ask the right questions.
4: Okay, now you tell me if I'm asking the right questions. I'm very skeptical about what's happening right now with Julius Randle's injury. I'm skeptical because Julius Randle got hurt on Saturday. And we all saw it. It was late in the Miami game. He falls down. He's clearly hurt. Doesn't take the free throws. Comes out of the game. He's got a shoulder issue. We get no update. Nick fans are freaking out during Championship Sunday because they want an update on Julius Randle. And they all become doctors. We all become doctors. We're on social media. We're doing our research. Okay, if it's just a dislocated shoulder, it could take about a month. Nothing crazy. Get him back. But if he needs surgery, he could potentially miss the entire season. We get no update. No update. No update Sunday. Finally, on Monday, we get Adrian Wojnarowski, Sham Sharnia, and Ian Begley All pretty much saying the same thing. Now, I want you to listen to these words carefully. As testing continues on Nick's forward, Julius Randall's dislocated right shoulder, there's optimism that his timeline for a return will be measured in weeks and not months, sources tell ESPN. Randall underwent an MRI on Saturday night, and although the evaluation isn't fully completed, there's hope that Randall can avoid a surgical procedure and return after missing several weeks. So I think we all hear that and say, "Oh, that's great." You know? And and I and all jokes aside, I want Julius Randle to be damn healthy. All right? I may be uh, you know, the president of the coalition of Nick haters. I jokes is I would never root for something like this. I want this man back. I want him back and I want him playing. All right? And I hope you believe me cuz I'm not that kind of person. No, I, be- I believe you want the Knicks to go down with the full team swinging. Correct. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. That report when you first hear it is soothing, right, Luigi? Like you heard that and said, "Oh, I feel better." 100%. It has now been three days. We've heard nothing from this franchise. We've heard no further update on it. And so every day that's gone by, I've wondered, what's happening? Does it take that long to really examine the shoulder issue? Is it that complicated? Or is there a reason they're not saying anything? And is that reason a week from tomorrow's the trade deadline? And if the news on Julius Randle maybe wasn't good, why would you announce it? Why would you tell the world, hey, uh, uh, you know, our second best player, top 30 player, according to Lugie, he's out. So that's like writing a sign on your head that says, please take advantage of me and ask for the moon in trades. And I know this because I saw the Mets do it. I know some of you guys are Mets fans, too. Remember 2021 with Jacob DeGrom, that trade deadline? We got nothing on Jake. What's going on with Jake? Nothing, 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 nothing. They trade for Javi Baez. They, they, and right after the deadline, we find out, yeah, he's probably more hurt than we realized. It's like, what the hell is going on? And I don't blame the strategy of it. Like, I want to make this clear. If that's what the Knicks are doing, I get it, and I respect it. What I'm asking is, don't we agree this doesn't make sense? We got an update on Monday that basically said, Testing continues. They're optimistic. They didn't say he's fine. Well, the they Knicks, didn't say he's back in a few
5: weeks. And the Knicks themselves not saying anything. Where at least we had OG himself the other night tell everybody, hey, this is what's happened. It's happened in my career. The Knicks silence and only relying on reporters would worry me. The only thing I would push back on the trade deadline part of this, Ev, would be I hate to utter these words, but if Julius Randle is like done for the year mm-hmm. or is gonna miss the postseason or anything. Is there really any trade the Knicks could swing that gets them back to feeling like they would be the title contender we've argued here?
4: I would argue yes. Uh, Not title contender. I don't think they are. But there are significant deals they can make. And by the way, we're going to get into it. Because if we don't get further updates, the more this goes, the more we're – I think more people are going to pick up on this and say, hey, are we getting this guy back? Right. So – but you ask a good question that I'm not ready to fully discuss yet because it's pure speculation, which right. is, hey, if Julius is out for the year, what do you do at the deadline? It's a great question. I'm not there yet. I'm merely asking, hey, guys, do not find this curious. Hey, Lugie, do you not find this curious?
0: I would like to analyze a little bit what Tom Thibodeau said about it last night. He said the Knicks are still gathering information on the best steps forward regarding his being Julius's dislocated shoulder Thibodeau suggested there would be a definitive decision timeline within the next few days. That was last night. Next few days. Okay, let's see it. So in theory, perhaps, they're not rushing to something because if they tell the public, much like with Mitchell Robinson, they were like, well, he's out for a few months, then he's out for the year, now we're hopefully he can come back, and we're in a yo-yo as fans. Maybe they just want to get the right, they're going through all the steps, they want to get the right prognosis, and then they will tell us in a couple days. Maybe a week from the injury. That's not bad. Look, we all want Julius back quickly. We all hope he's okay. So I want the exact, correct, accurate diagnosis. Of course. Not rushing it out there and then being wrong.
4: I get it. It's just most of the time with injuries, we get an update. We get an answer to this. Like, I'm used to this as a DeGrom guy. Remember how many times Jacob DeGrom had some kind of elbow soreness, and then we'd wait, bated breath, and usually in a couple of days, there'd be an answer, and we are now sitting on, how many days has it been? Five days? But
0: Woj gave you an answer on Monday, and you know where that came from. It came from the Knicks, of course, and so that's the Knicks telling Belugi. you. But Loogie, they do it through Wodes, just but, like they always but do. All the teams cool. go through. Woj. But think about what they said a couple weeks. As testing continues, yeah.
4: there's optimism. His timeline for return will be measured in weeks. But that they- mirrors what they said
0: on Saturday night when he got hurt. No, but they didn't say
4: he's going to be back in a few weeks. They said there's optimism, and the testing's
5: continuing. They haven't told but, us anything. And by the way, in weeks 52 is still a number of weeks. Uh, you're right.
0: Oh, I get that. But, I mean, I think they mean under a month.
4: I don't know that. what's going to happen with Julius Renner. I'm telling you right now. I'm just asking the questions that I'm surprised more people aren't asking. Like, it's Wednesday. The injury was Saturday. They gave you the little nugget on Monday. And, again, I defend the Knicks if they know more and they don't want to tell people because of the trade deadline. I get it. It's strategy. I totally understand that.
5: It's also now, what, we're going on five days? I mean, let's be honest, it's a, it was supposed to be a dislocated shoulder. You're supposed to have the best doctors in the world around the Nixon in New York City. He doesn't have a boil on his ass. How long does it take to gather information? So
4: you're agreeing with me? I, I do think it's a little
0: interesting. I'm very intrigued that I'd be a little worried. I'd be a little worried. Well, of course, you're a little worried until you get a clear cut diagnosis, that 100%. It's weeks, and not surgery and out for the thank year. Thank you, 100%. For, thank you for saying so, that because that's what that's about. That's about the fact
4: that I have watched as a fan many guys be hurt, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Jacob yes. Degrom, and I've lived what you guys have lived in terms of updates. And usually, there's an answer. Like think about Aaron Rodgers. We had a few hours that night of what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? And then we were put out of our misery. We just put out of our misery. And sometimes it's well, it's a hamstring. It's going to take a few weeks, and you almost have to kind of wait on a timeline. You know what? We, we
5: haven't gotten that yet. We do have a recent example of this. I just don't go ahead. Here. This does feel a lot like Aaron Judge last year.
4: That that took a while too. You are right? And what it happened?
5: Forever. And we, what happened? He eventually came back, but really wasn't the same. Wasn't it, it? Was it wasn't a
6: Dodger injury? Wasn't it? The yes,
5: Dodger? it was the Dodger. But remember, we, he missed two months. He missed two months. But we also never found out what the actual injury was until he finally spoke, like a month and a half later.
4: You're right that that took a while. And I remember asking the same question. We had
5: discussions on the air. Is he even going to be back this year? Yeah, because they gave us nothing. Yeah. They gave you nothing. That's. But he did eventually come back. But also, baseball season a lot longer than the NBA season. And, obviously, a different guy. He could swing a bat. He couldn't play the field. I've said
4: this the other day about his injury. If you can get him back in a month and a half, Uh March 15th, I think you're fine. I think you will get whatever you get out of Julius in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, it won't be a guy that's impacted by the injury. You give him enough time to recover, come back kind of reestablish chemistry with this roster. I think if it's later than that, you worry about that. Those are the things you would worry about.
0: No, absolutely. And I, and I just want to like a little sidebar here. I'm glad that the Knicks went on this run with Julius healthy because had they gone on a run once he got hurt, everyone would have said, "See, they're better off without Julius." And I'm so glad for that because I'm a Julius supporter. I get you. So I'm happy that for that case. But yeah, it's one of those things where they're playing so well, but there's that little dark cloud of What's going on with Julius? What's going on with Julius? What's going on with Julius? And as fans, we are impatient. We just want to know, especially with injuries, because if it's surgery's out for the year, and I don't want to go there, I don't want to throw names By out there the way, yet, because he's not, we don't know yet.
5: And I know that this is Thibodeau's nature, and you brought up why you don't blame him for the Julius injury and the starter still being out there. Last night too, you're up by 19 with the Jazz at two and a half. I, I got to see Hartenstein hitting the deck like that. Too. Well, the Jalen thing, Jalen in, in his yeah. face. Yeah,
4: that one, you know what? Because I mentioned the other day, I defended Thibodeau on that. Where as long as their starters are in, on playing. I think at that point, it was ex- it was definitely over. It was excessive.
0: And when Jalen took that little poke in the eye, it was
4: like, Ugh.
0: right. Take Jalen out of it; they can't afford to lose anybody else. We right. don't know when they're getting that back yet.
5: Right. And a night last night where Grimes gets hurt
4: too. Right. So. Yep. Let's go to and he turned out to be fine. He ended up coming back in the game. Let's go to John and Wappinger's Falls. What's up, John?
6: Hey, Evan. How you doing? Good uh, man. Quick question. Yeah. Um, graduation day normally is in June, correct? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay. So with that being said, um, you still have some time to make up some finals. Now, you made a statement that Julius Randle has not proven it in the playoffs. Yes. We're, we're, okay. Yeah. Tell me what Dame Lillard has done. Dame Lillard, Lillard hit a game-winning shot in
4: a Western Conference semifinal game. Didn't he? Didn't he hit a buzzer what? beater in a Western Conference semifinal game? One, one shot. I mean, that's a big deal. He just hit he a buzzer beater in a Western Conference semifinal game. If Julius Randle did that, you build a statue for him. He took a team with Seth but, Curry and but, but, C.J. McCollum
5: to the West Finals.
6: Yeah, they got to the Western Conference not, Finals once. But if I had to study who he went up against in that whole series and that whole playoff series, I don't think it was as difficult as what the Knicks have gone on.
4: I think DeLon that is, Brunson, come,
6: on, come on, man. I, you're Brun-
4: trying to attack Damian Lillard, and I gave you an answer, and you're like, what? Oh, you got to look at who he's gone up against. Who's he gone up against? He went up against the Atlanta Hawks, okay? Got schooled in that series as their best player, I admit that. And well, we saw the last Derek Rose months.
0: was technically the best player in that series, but I know what you mean. <laughs> right, right, right. right. To be player. fair, D-, <laughs> D. Rose was the best player until he wore down because he's old by the end of the series, but Julius was the best player if, on the Knicks team. If
4: we're having a broader discussion on, like, winning a championship and a Hall of Fame resume of an NBA player that didn't win one, I totally understand you saying that about Dame, even though Dame was the best player on a team, I think Sean eloquently tried to say, a team that did not have loaded talent. But when you ask me flippantly what has he done in the playoffs, and my response is, well, he did it a game-winning shot in the second round of a playoff series, and he went to a conference finals. I think only one. I don't think he's been at two. One conference finals. Like, that's something. I answered your question. Was that not a fair? Answer yeah, we to can't tolerate
0: game slander here. That's also, that's not fair. Also, Damian
5: Lillard, up until this offseason, was the ultimate nice guy and probably stayed in Portland at a loyalty way too long. He could have pouted like other NBA superstars, and then maybe we would have killed him for it. But we would have looked at him a little more positively with more playoff
4: success on better teams. Steve is in White Plains. What's up, Steve?
6: Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Listen, normally I have to disagree with you because we're on the opposite sides of the coin in yeah. terms of all the teams we root for. But, that being said, I do not believe this Knicks team is a championship-contending team, and it's for one reason and one reason only. Mm-hmm. And they kind of alluded to it earlier, yeah. but that's Julius Randle and his playoff performance. If you go back, and I-, I will never get that Hawk series out of my head, granted, different team, not as many shooters as they may have now, yep. but when Julius Randle was double-teamed, He did not know what to do with the ball. And we know come playoff time, teams are going to play a lot more defense. Mm. And granted, you've got better players around you now, but if he can't get that hero ball mentality out of his head – in his three-playoff series, he's had more than 15 turnovers in each series. That's not a winning recipe, unfortunately. No. And Grant, you've got Jalen Robinson, should have the ball in his hands. But if teams can pick up on what he's done in the past, as he can't adjust, they're dead.
4: No question about it. I think that is one of the – if I was making a list of reasons why they're not a legitimate title contender – I know it sucks to hear the first part about Jalen because Jalen's done nothing wrong here. So to kind of hit on him for not being good enough, as good as he is, as a top 12 player in this sport and say, well, yeah, but top 12 players don't win. You got to be a top five player. That hurts. But his point's the one that I think most Nick fans know deep down in their soul, which is that you can't trust him. I mean, Julius Randle is not trustworthy in the postseason. And the other guy you can't trust in the postseason is Tom Thibodeau. The Bulls won sixty-two games in two thousand eleven. I was in the building when they blew Game Five. I actually was, stunningly enough, Game Five against Miami that night. Me, Beningo. We were at the United Center. I don't think it's fair to <laughs> I criticize.
0: I don't think it's fair to criticize Julius in that Hawk series. I mean, Atlanta was why? just a way better team. Wait, I just told you, you. Wait, no, no, no. You don't it do not fair in a way because yes. why? Because he was. Double teamed
4: as the best player on that team. Hold on, and he was stunned that there were people in the stands for the first time. I like, think that's if, not an I, excuse. Dude. Hold on,
0: if you want to criticize Julius, you could criticize him last year. I think it's unfair to criticize him in that Hawks series last year. Hundred percent. Number one, we have seen athletes. We've seen it in this town that have struggled in the postseason, struggled in the playoffs, and have turned it around. Julius Randle is a damn good basketball player. You can't just say, "Oh, oh he's always going to stink." Who are you talking about in this town? Now, A- who are you referring to? A-Rod, for A- Rod. starter. A-Rod. Randy Johnson, play- oh, no, not on. in this town. Hold on. It- A-Rod. A top three player in the Oh, sport. That's not fair because everybody crushed A Rod no, no, for not no. getting it done. No, no, and then when he does get it done, you can't say, Well, cause no. he's great. That's no, no, why he got no, it done.
4: Uh, hold on, I want you to hear me out on this. Okay. Alex Rodriguez was at that moment mm-hmm. of struggle in a postseason spot the best player in
5: baseball. Julius yeah. Randle,
0: in my opinion, is a top thirty NBA basketball player. <laughs>
5: that's not he's what he's not just a said. pimple on the ass on what A Rod was in baseball. Keep I'm A-Rod's saying, mouth out your mouth.
0: Julius Randle is an all-star Jeez. and a an all-star Julius Randle, all-star top 30 player and a damn good basketball now, player.
4: The look, way you look, passionately defend A-Rod in this moment was very, like, was over
5: the top. It? Yeah, what, I'm do you want to go on a date
0: with the guy? because I mean, the guy is, like it or not,
5: a legendary champion in this town, and you just compare Julius wow. Randall. and then, by the way, We're throwing Randall, the word legendary around a lot, I no, guess. Is, oh, but, kind of, but then you, you give Randall credit, oh, look, he beat, you know, he lost to a far superior Hawks team, a Hawks team that's done nothing since, yeah, by the way, yeah. and a Hawks team <laughs> that you and every other Knicks fan around here couldn't wait to tell everybody how you were going to beat oh. in five
4: games ahead of that series. By the way, randomly, because I mentioned being at the United Center with Beningo, I got to tell you a story. Okay. So I spoke to Joe this morning. As he do? Talk doing? every once in a while. do doing a little sports, you know, talking yeah. about life. This was after he got off the phone with Zach Rosenblatt <laughs> and, and Diana Racine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh-huh. I told him about that article. Oh. But I had to explain it. So we had a very awkward moment that I felt so horrible about. Joe says, well, let me, let me preface this. Okay. Over the weekend... I got hacked. My uh, email got hacked where it was sending out emails to everybody I think I've ever contacted. So I got a lot of text messages this weekend saying, hey, just so you know, uh, I think you got your spamming people. And so I realized it, changed my passwords, tried to fix so it. So when you emailed me and said, hey, fat, so you need a bra, that wasn't really. Good. <laughs> no, that was
5: and not. And that picture
0: me. you sent me it wasn't actually yours? Because nice if it is. <laughs>
9: it was not me. Huh.
4: But apparently the email that was going out. Was saying something about like a party or a celebration. And it was obviously a fraud. They want you to click on it. And I felt horrible about it, but I couldn't contact every single person I've ever met about like a hacked email. So all of a sudden, you know, we're talking about the Mets. He's complaining about David Stearns. He said, by the way, bro, are you having a party? <laughs> I said, A party? No. He's like, Terry told me he got an email. She got an email from you about some kind of party. <laughs> And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) So I said, no. It it was like my email got hacked. Oh, Terry kept trying to click on it. It wouldn't open. Oh, no. I'm like, no. Damn it. So they got
5: a virus in those computers. I don't know. I said, I hope you didn't get a virus. I
4: hope he didn't. Obviously. Oh,
5: the last of the midday funds going to a Nigerian prince.
0: Do we know what kind of party it was? Are you saying that there's a party in your pants and that I'm invited?
4: That's it. Oh,
0: Nothing like that. Nothing nefarious, I hope.
4: I just, like, when I, when I found out that my email was hacked <laughs> and all these emails were going out, was I supposed to call every single person I knew? Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. kind of party was described in this email? You know, I I changed my address. I deleted it from my send folder. So I wish I had it to show yeah. you what the hell it said. I just I'm
5: picturing I'm picturing Joe in a white suit showing up to some warehouse in Brooklyn.
0: Are you sure you didn't plan a Jets Super Bowl party in August and forgot to not send it out?
4: Uh, trust me, that ain't me. So I felt terrible. So but, my
5: apologies to the, the great way, Joe Beningo. Don't you? Does do you have Frances on your email list? Though? Yeah, I'm sure
4: Mike got it too. So Mike got invited to the.
5: Party. What is this like
0: a with Elaine Bennis?
4: <laughs> What? Not only that, I was saying this to my wife. I've had that same email address since I was in eighth grade. Sorry. sorry
3: no, thank you. So,
4: <laughs> what the hell was that? I'll pass. <laughs> Mike
5: saying sorry, no, thank was you. Was
4: that Mike, actually? Sounded like an AI Mike. Uh, like never, a bad Mike. You never know around here. Or in this case, a good Mike. I, but I was thinking, man, I think that girls I knew in the ninth grade were getting this email. Oh, God. Like, think about I've had the same address since we all. Haven't you? Like, your old AIM account. Like haven't you um, had the same name? No, since changed. 1999, I have.
5: Uh, Shockey for Pres 80 and Kmart Special
4: 66 are gone. <laughs> That's funny. Mine's the same. So not only did Beningo get it, and probably Francesca, but any person I've ever oh, yeah. had contact with, Barbara Tulane from, uh, <laughs> yeah, from Hewlett got it. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking, how awkward is that? <laughs> I hope people realize, all right, this was probably. <laughs> This is probably a spam situation. That's oh, actually... Joe. Could you imagine Joe and Terry?
0: Do we have anything that day? <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the people Evans angrily emailed. Steve Phillips, <laughs> Billy King. Now all of a sudden they're getting a the virus from me.
4: Oh, man. Dan is in Danbury, Connecticut. Hey, Dan, what's up?
6: All right, so how can you say that the Knicks aren't ready for a championship run, but the Jets are one piece away? Oh, the Jets aren't even close, <sighs> and the Knicks are right there.
4: Oh. You want me to do this? You want you want to have this fight, Dan? No.
6: Oh, I, I had the fight. What's the fight? So
9: let me tell you. The <laughs> What's the like
6: yes. uh, the Jets are like the judge are like me as a golfer. I shoot one twenty, but I buy a new driver, and all of a sudden I'm going to break eighty next year.
4: The the I don't even know what that means because I don't like golf. But okay, I'm sure that's, <laughs> I'm sure that was really funny to like most of the audience. I admit that I most? went over my head. I have no idea. The sport is different. The team is different. Like, I know you want to throw the pie in my face. I get that. Well, how are the Jets closer? It's a different team. It's a different sport. Everything about it's different. Yeah, the Jets sucked this year. Yeah, the Jets have had one winning season in the last decade. Yeah, but I can at least sit here and give you examples of how the Jets could win. Like, I talked recently about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from a few years ago. The model of what Tampa used and what the Jets used, while not perfect symmetry— has some
5: similarities. Uh, well, I would just say this. In the last 10 years, Aaron Rodgers and Julius Randle are the same player in the playoffs. Say it one more time. Julius Randle and Aaron Rodgers. Let's play the last 10 years of Rodgers' career. That's
4: not fair. Same player in the playoffs. That's ridiculous. Same player in the playoffs. Julius Randle has hidden in the postseason. Yeah, so has hasn't, though. You think every loss Aaron's had in the playoffs has been about him?
5: Every? No. Well, that's
4: what you're saying. That's essentially well, what not you're saying. Every and oh, by the, the way, Aaron Rodgers, I know you want to ignore it because it was past the 10 years. He won a Super Bowl. He'd been to conference championship games. Okay, great. He's been to conference championship games.
5: He didn't get to a Super Bowl in now, what, 13 years? Yeah, but the
4: comparison sucks, is my I point. I said the
5: last 10 years. It doesn't.
4: Like, if you want to attack Aaron Rodgers in the post regular season yeah. players. Stop fault or when it matters. How many MVPs has Julius won? I'll wait, by the way. He's he just, hasn't. I'm sorry, how many? He hasn't. He hasn't won any? No.
5: How many has Aaron won? Uh, I forgot. I did not really count MVPs.
4: Two. No, you're playing this game with me. I'm going to give it back to you. Okay, you okay. can say you don't care about MVPs, but in this discussion, you're going to care. How many MVPs did Aaron win? Look it up. Three. I think it's four, actually. He okay. had a couple of COVID MVPs, as he would say. What did they count as half of him? Yeah. So I yeah. forgot what he counted. It just shows you how irrelevant the NFL MVP is. Three or four MVPs. Okay. How many times has Julius Randle gotten like MVP votes? Again, I said... And don't count Garden fans chanting it. I said, same player in the playoffs.
5: Not the regular season.
4: Yeah, but th- that's the point I was making about A-Rod. Like, Alex Rodriguez was the best player in baseball, so there was this thought of get him there enough, and eventually he'll show it. Mm. I think there's a difference. Let's go to Ryan and Tarrytown. Hey, Ryan.
6: Hey, Evan, thanks. Yeah, I wanted to talk to something you said about Tom Thibodeau's never proven anything in the playoffs, and I think it was his fault that they fell apart in Miami. Uh, he, looked, he made Atlanta look like the Indiana Pacers, and uh, even – We went to game seven at the Barkley Center that I was at against the Nets years ago. He's never proven it with Derrick Rose, Chicago, or anything. Hold on, hold on
4: a second. uh, You you slipped something in there that was wrong and unfair. You slipped in one of Tom Thibodeau's great accomplishments. And I don't know if you were trying to be a jerk or not, but him winning game seven with an injury-depleted team against those fraud Nets, a game I was in the building for, was actually like a compliment. So you probably should have deleted that one, should have left that one out, and you should have gone with everything else you said, which is fair about Tom Thibodeau. Oh, it's completely fair. Like that Chicago team, specifically in 2011, was a 62 win team with one of the best players in the world in Derrick Rose. Now, obviously, you're going up against the Heatles. We all understand it. But it was also year one of the Heatles, right. a team that ended up getting picked off by Dirk Nowitzki and the Dallas Mavericks right. a few weeks later. Not the Philip Heatles, by the way. Correct. <laughs> they blew that series, they lost that series. And so you're right. When you make the list, like I said, about why they're not, he's a part of it. There's no question. We'll take more of your calls at 877-337-6666. But a caller tried to bring the Jets into it, so let's bring the Jets into it. They're now dealing with something the Giants dealt with for the last couple of weeks. Leaks from the building that make them look bad. The Jets are dealing with that today. If you haven't read the Athletics story, don't worry. I got you. I pay the subscription. I'll tell you what I heard and what concerns me. Sean will tell you what concerns him. And then we'll probably fight about it because he's a jet hater. The night is darkest before the dawn. <laughs> and, of course, more of your calls. F O. It is my uh, graduation day for Nick fans. Your chance to move away from just being good and fun and declaring once and for all, you're a title contender or not. Evident Tiki on the fan. Tiki is in Nolens, and he'll be back tomorrow. Look forward to that. We'll get back to your Nick calls in a second. Today's a big day for Nick fans. It's graduation day. Guys are kicking ass, beating every team in the league, but are you ready to declare yourself a title contender? Or are you just plucky and fun and exciting and dangerous and going to do damage? So we've had that discussion throughout the day. Now, there was a story that came out this morning in The Athletic That, and I'll just read this first part for you, if you didn't see it, just to give you a quick summation of what this piece featured around the New York Jets. The Athletic spoke to 30 sources in and around the organization, some of whom were granted anonymity, 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 Anonymity. I love when he corrects me, to speak freely, (laughs) to speak freely about the inner workings of the team without reprisal. Those sources described a team riddled with excuse making, a paranoid head coach, an ill-equipped offensive coordinator, and an organizational tunnel vision on the quarterback that rubs some teammates the wrong way. Quote, it's just such a bleeping mess, one Jet coach said. Something has to change. Now, I'll give you my biggest takeaways real quick because I don't know how many people have read it. And you should. It's a a great read. I love The Athletic. I mean, they don't pay me anything. I pay them because I buy the stupid product. They do a very good job. And it should be known, it's collaboration
5: between Diana Rossini and Zach Rose. Yeah,
4: yeah, they both do a good job. I like them both. Number one, Robert Sala is very, 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 very... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, the word they used. Paranoid. He's paranoid. And one of the stories revealed in this article was revealed to us by Joe Beningo. (laughs) Which is how you know it's true. Which is how you know it's true. Which is that... Robert Sala would tell anyone who would listen, including Beningo, that, hey, look at the other great head coaches. Uh, hey, well, how'd they do when their starting quarterback was out? Now, Joe told us that a few months ago. Robert Sala apparently tells everyone that. My bad, what do I know? Robert Sala conducted research. He had a research team. Instead of fixing this crap offense, he decided... How do I prove to everybody out there and Woody Johnson and everybody knowing that it's not my fault? That's a problem. I'm not surprised by it because Beningo told us this. But Robert Sala being scared about his job and being more concerned with making excuses is not new information. But it's certainly kind of reinforced that that's a problem with this head coach.
7: It's not going to snowball.
4: Oh, the Nate Hackett stuff. And this one really bothers me. Is that... And I'll ask Tiki tomorrow when he's back. I know he's a big Nate Hackett guy, but they attacked something that would always bother me. Like, you can say you don't like me. You can say you suck, Evan. You can say anything you want about me. It's an opinion, right? I totally respect that. And Sean will say this the one thing you can't say is, I don't work hard. Damn right. I may fail. But I'm going to work my ass off. And I've been doing that my entire life here. I work very, very hard. It's my that, biggest sigh of relief since taking this job is that ever works hard. Thank you. I, pre- I, I do. I'm serious. I will bust my ass. I work very, very hard. I don't take any day for granted. I'm here early. I, I'm careful. I care. When I hear people don't work hard, it bothers me. Because that doesn't take talent. That doesn't take skill. It just takes effort. Right. And in this article, Nate Hackett is portrayed as lazy. He's portrayed as not working hard enough on his game plans, not watching enough film. Now, that's coming from people inside the building. And I want to be fair about the way we talked about the Giants story. You always have to ask who's leaking this and why. And we all should ask that question. But when I saw that about Nate Hackett, that kind of bothered me. Now, maybe it's not true. Maybe it's someone trying to put an agenda out, but you're not working hard. You're the offensive coordinator of an NFL team. This should be all you do. I should never hear that you're not working hard enough. Those were the two huge things I took away. The other one was Sala trying to catch the leaks. Like, he was very aggressive and trying to find out who was leaking stories. In fact, he stood in front of everybody and said, I promise you, you're not going to get in trouble. Just come forward. (laughs) And he threatened to take cell phones away because Robert Sala was obsessed with how the Zach Wilson story came out, which, of course, was true. So... You tell me you've read the article as well. Yeah. Those are my biggest takeaways for anyone who hasn't read it. Anything else that I may have missed? Well, I mean,
5: we can get into it too, saying that you don't like the way the Giants are covered in comparison I'll to I'll get the to that Jets. in a second. Get to that. But overall, I am in lockstep with you, and my main takeaway from that I think should be obvious, not just to Jet haters, but to Jet fans, and I think we could all come together in unison, and we should be after reading this article, and that is... Robert Sall is not equipped to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't already know that, you should know that now. And simply sitting back, just because Aaron Rodgers is given a stamp of approval and continuing down this road because we didn't get to see it this year, is an enormous mistake that we should all have blinders on. And frankly, Woody Johnson should wake up, take off the Sauce Gardner chain, read this article today, have an honest assessment, and realize on January 31st It's actually not too late. We only found out today who the Seahawks are hiring at head coach, right? There's one of the commanders still don't know who they're hiring at head coach. Mike Vrabel is still out there. I'm not even going to say Bill Belichick. Have an honest assessment, bro. The idea of the Jets being the cool, hip team because Aaron Rodgers on is all fine and dandy, if you care about having a vision and a direction, it should be blatantly obvious that the only way the Jets have success next year if Robert Sala is coaching is basically on accident because the team has won in spite of him. It is not too late Clearly, there's this many sources in the building. This is a guy worried about everybody leaking when we know he's texting our friend Joe Beningo. That's a leak in itself. Bad job by me. He's the wrong messenger, a great human, a great guy. He cannot be the head coach of the New York Jets. And this should be the final stamp. Woody, wake up. It's actually not too late. You have to fire Robert Sala.
9: I was
4: very passionate of you. Your face turned red. I feel like you said it from the heart. It
5: is. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay. I don't even know how Jet fans could argue
4: that. I'm going to argue it. All right. I'm going to argue with you in this way. This has become painfully obvious that 2024, this upcoming season, is just all in. This is it. This is it. Nate Hackett, this is it. Robert Salah, oh, this is it. Joe Douglas, this is it. And yes, Aaron Rodgers, this is it. And so I think by trying to tweak now, by changing head coaches, when I got to be honest with you, you made a point to me yesterday I didn't agree with. You said, I don't think free agents want to come to the Mets. And I said, well, you pay a guy enough money, they'll come. I don't think a head coach would take this job. And it's not just Aaron Rodgers being 40 off at Achilles. It's you're taking a job in an all-in year where if it doesn't work, you're going to blow it up. Like, this is an all-in, if it doesn't work, they're all gone kind of year, which is why I've accepted that while as flawed as Robert Sala is, and he is flawed, it's not a defense of Robert Sala, I may as well put it all on the table and say, go in Because if you don't, it's all over. All of it, not
5: a little bit of it, all of it. i got to stop you right there and disagree with that point. Now, if you're telling me the Jets were going to fire... Uh, Rob Sala, and they were going to turn around, and their main covet was going to be Ben Johnson, who just said no to the commanders and Seahawks. And you go, well, can you blame him? It's one year all in. I would say, ah, maybe I get that. I am telling you, you got to call an investor. Mike Vrabel is the guy. There's no way Mike Vrabel would take this job. And by the way. Because of what I just said. But here's where where you're wrong. Go ahead. It's an all-in year for Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. No doubt about it. When you restart that clock on a head coach, mm-hmm. the Jets aren't going to hire a new head coach late in January and go, it's one year, go all in with Rodgers. No, no. In fact, that should be looked at as a benefit. Now, maybe Rogers is difficult to work with and the, and the Jets know that. I don't know. But if you get one year of Rogers, and you do, by the way, get the great year you guys might be hoping for, or even if it fails... I don't think the head coach is out after one year. I think it's a good jump start No,
4: I think you need, if this doesn't work this year, and by the way, it's probably not, but you have to do it. Like, two things can be true at the same time. Right now, the Jets are throwing a Hail Mary in the end zone. Their other option is to what? Call a draw play? Like, you got to go for it. In a purple, let me finish. Everything breaks right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong. Aaron Rodgers proves Coming off an Achilles, he can do this. They go on a deep run. And we're all happy and we're all talking about real football today, right? If it doesn't, and it's a disaster, which I fear it will be, then you got the nuclear button right next to you. And you press it, and it's all over. Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, Nate Hackett, and even Aaron Jesus himself, Aaron Rodgers. It's all done. The problem with what you're saying, and by the way, I think most Jet fans are going to agree with you, but I think they're wrong, respectfully. Here's why. You guys are saying, let's just try something different. And then if it fails, then what? Like, if you somehow convince Mike Vrabel to take this job, and you're not, and this season's a disaster, you're really going to sit here a year from now saying, fire everybody but Mike Vrabel? That's not going to happen. So you may as well go down with this, give it one last shot. All right, Bob, Salah, you had your excuses. This is it. No more. This is it. And if it doesn't work, you blow the whole thing up. And by the way, when you blow the whole thing up, guess who's going to be available? Are you ready?
5: Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. But guess what? He won't have one year as a good head coach with Aaron Rodgers putting it together because we still don't even know if Salah can coach his way out of these games. Evan, I'm going to actually give Rodgers some credit here. And I know I've killed him plenty since we've launched this show. I refuse to believe that Aaron Rodgers entering 40 years old would only be willing to play quarterback for the New York Jets under the circumstances of Nate Hackett and Robert Sala. I'm
4: not saying he would only willing. I believe in Robert Sala.
5: But if that is not the case, then why are these guys here? Because we didn't get to see it. To me, that's not good enough.
4: Because I think you're minimizing the work that's been put in over the last year to prepare for this upcoming season. But guess what? Working on the quarterback-friendly offense with Nate Hackett, like I think starting over and blowing the thing up. As much as I don't believe in Robert Sala, and as much as I'm pissed off at Nate Hackett, if these reports are true that essentially he's lazy, which by the way he should fight back on. Because team. that would bother me if that was out there, that basically I don't work hard enough. So Nate Hackett better call his minions and say, fight back. I need an I article think- talking about how hard I work.
5: What? I, I, and by the way, maybe you could keep Nate Hackett in some kind of pseudo, force it on Vrabel, something like that. But they've already hired, by the way, what, two assistants that were on the Titan staff. This is no bleeping around time now if you're the Jets. And Woody Johnson's to get a grip on it. You now have told great stories of the past. You are a Mets season ticket holder. You're a Net season ticket holder. And you talked about growing up, right? That was something your father did, right? right. And now you get to kind of do that, take your father to games. That means a lot to you, right? Okay. The, where the hell is this going? I'm going to tell you where it's going. <laughs> There's a lot of people who treat football the same way. Yeah. I know that's me and my father's greatest bond is watching Giants football. You as a Jet fan knows this. You're running. Some people are running out of time on this earth. OK, and you don't have years to keep punting on bad No, 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 football. no, no,
4: no, no. See, you, you, I get what you're saying, but you screwed up. I think their best chance to make this work, as unlikely as it is, is running it back. How is how is that hiring I, a better head coach to work with
5: the quarterback not a better chance to make it work?
4: Because I explained it. Number one, <laughs> you can't just reset Aaron Rodgers in the offense, A, he wants to be in, and B, I don't think anybody wants He's this job. Aaron
5: Rogers, Ro- we're not Shawn, talking about Daniel Shawn, Jones at 26 Shawn, on three different Shawn, offensive coordinators. I want you to get
4: this out of the way. We all got to get this out of our system. I want to make this very, very clear. Bill Belichick is not taking this job, all right? I, I, I got rid of no, him. No, I'm saying it for everyone to know. That's not the alternative. Mike Vrabel is not taking this job. How do you know ben? that? Because it's an unappealing job. It's a one-year all-in job. No, t-
5: it's not. 'Cause the coach isn't gonna get one year. If he does a good it, job of Rodgers and Rogers founds out, he will have his opportunity if, to draft a quarterback.
4: If you want to replace Robert Sala, the only guy they're gonna hire is Nate Hackett. Is that oh. really what you think the better option but, is? But that's ridiculous. Best, that's best. not
5: the only guy they can hire. Show you on. can't say Rable wouldn't take the shot.
4: It is a long shot. I know sometimes when things are long shots, but you try it anyway. It kinda happened with the Nets a year ago where they said, All right, let's just get Kyrie KD back. We'll give it one more try. It didn't work. Kyrie demanded a trade, KD, and all blew apart. But I understood why they gave it one last shot. I supported it. I don't even regret it. And I say the same thing today. As unlikely as it is that we're going to be sitting here a year from now talking about the Jets in a Super Bowl, their best chance is running it back. As asinine as that may sound to you, because the other options are not better. They sound better when fire Robert Sala's not too late. For who? Evan. For who? If, no, if, why don't you answer that? Mike
5: Vrabel's not taking the job. I don't know how you can say I really, That's We can keep going cat chasing tail. I don't know how you can say that. But even if we wanted to play the game of hire hot hotshot coordinator, which, again, I would go Vrabel before that, they're not going to look at this as one-year-old. in. they're going to look at this as, I get a chance to learn how to be a head coach, have Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, should be an asset there. And then when he retires, I'm still here to be able to draft the quarterback because the clock has been reset. This was a gift From the gods, it should be for Jet fans and for Woody Johnson, this article today in The Athletic, that it's not too late and we are entering disaster zone. We are about to waste a year on this earth for Jet fans like Joe, who ain't getting any younger, where you know... Oh, it's a hail mary! No, no, no! BS on a hail mary. You should be as all in as possible, with it Rogers, is all in. and that's having the best head coach possible.
4: Unfortunately, not a guy
5: capable of doing the job.
4: Boy, you turned so red because
5: it's BS now. I'm tired of the crap football in this town. We no,
4: get tired of the. We crap got Aaron
5: Rodgers here. Yeah, he's tired Go of the get part. the best head coach in place. This guy sucks. The
4: Jets <laughs> killed Carl. <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't think Robert Saul's a good head coach. You give him the best chance to win right oh. now. Because they're not high. He o- gives you no shot to win. Uh, he walked around like no a loser telling
5: everybody in that office, what are guys doing at the quarterbacks. I don't know. Kevin Stefanski got off his ass with Joe Flacco and made the playoffs. He's wrong. He's full of excuses. He's a nice guy. He's not equipped to do this job. And you were at – what are you going to uh, – Rodgers will be 46 or we'll still play. Then we'll hire a new head coach. That's stupid. Uh, I, I didn't say that. for brains. But I, think said, that.
4: I said – Now what? I said one year. This is it for him. Oh, it this is you it for him. this year. It's not, it's not wasting a year. This is the last chance. This is the last chance for this head coach. This is the last chance for this GM. And it's the last chance for Aaron Rodgers. Like, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't put up or shut up this year, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm done. Then you will get me to move on territory. All right. But I want to run it back and see what this team could do. Let's go to Ryan and Brick. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How we doing? Good, man. What's on your mind?
5: Yo, Sean, it's your buddy from Twitter. What's going on, buddy? What? I, I got get- many, Ryan. What's up? Are you guys actually buddies? Uh, oh, you- this is the guy who offered to get beers. He says, I think he, Listen, I think you suck, but I'd like to have a beer with you.
4: Oh, that's nice. Okay. Listen,
6: and, and I got to tell you, Sean, you're absolutely right, but it'll never happen because you got to get rid of Douglas, too. You can't fire solid Keith Douglas. But I, I'll say this. This is my question for you, Evan. Yeah. I think the worst-case scenario is let's say they make the playoffs wild card round, division round, whatever it is. You know, you win a few games in the playoffs to Rodgers, and you go down in horrible fashion, Rodgers leaves. What do they do with these guys? They extend them? I don't think. But okay, That's a nightmare. That's but the but hold on. Quarterback hold on. Start.
4: I want to answer. It's a good, good question. It's a very good question. I believe that if they are a playoff team, and they're good but they're not good enough, which I don't okay. know if you think that's going to be the scenario that happens. I Maybe. Pretty much. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers is back. I think then it's another year and the put-up or shut-up is basically like, okay, it was good, we need more, and you run it back again. I mean, if they're sitting there in the divisional round and they lose a game, and I don't know how they lose the game, maybe it's a Dan Campbell-esque kind of choke job at the end, and that's a further discussion on what we think of the head coach, I think the likelihood of Aaron Rodgers retiring or not wanting to be here, very low. I think they're very high. So He's then, back. So then run it back with Sala one more year where now you know he can't coach. No, 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 no. I think things can change if that happens. If Aaron Rodgers is walking out of an AFC divisional playoff game thinking our coach blew it and we all think the same thing, then maybe that scenario looks different. And with Aaron Rodgers coming off a healthy season... Maybe that job looks different. I think it's a it's a very what? different scenario than so what we're looking job, at right now. The job would look different knowing you're getting even less of Aaron
5: Rodgers no, going excuse me. forward.
4: You're talking about Aaron Rodgers coming off an Achilles right now. That guy laid out a scenario in which they're in the playoffs. Yeah, but now we're talking about another year old. Well, but you're talking of... about him actually being effective. But how wouldn't that be even less of a one year deal for because the Because they coaches? just went out and performed. And now you think, oh, wow, this geez. team could win a Super Bowl. It's very different than this year. This year was a disaster. This year is a, if things go badly, everyone gets fired kind of season. There is no. But I don't believe this. The way I look at Rodgers is this. There are two ways we never see him again after this year. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, I'm going to say this without laughing, they win the Super Bowl. If they somehow shock the world and win the Super Bowl, which I can't even say with a straight face, because as I've said a lot this week, losers lose. We're never going to win one. No, You know
5: how you know you'll win? Yeah. When Oz the mentalist predicts you won't (laughs) He's still fighting, Gio, about this? He just, both of those guys are so lost.
4: I thought you were going to say uh, you know the Jets are going to win a Super Bowl when Benigno's dead, which would have been a very morbid thing no, to say. No, it's
5: morbid. By the way, I care about Joe. I don't want him being dead when the Jets I win. don't either, but he has said that to me many times. Now, I don't know what he'll take at the party you
4: invited him to. You, <laughs> you know when they win when I'm dead. Anyhow, they win the Super Bowl, he's gone. Goes off in the sunset. If this is a disaster, no playoffs, injury, he's gone. If they're good and they're a playoff team, I think we we'll see them again a year later. Paul's in Rockland. How are you, Paul?
6: Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. I I think, I mean, a lot of people mention uh, Mike McDaniel or Andy Reid. If you put them on the Jets mm-hmm. with Zach Wilson, how many games do they win this year?
4: I, just, I think if they win more. I think Andy Reid's one more. of the greatest offensive play callers of all time. And if you took him, I think he would have made – Something more out of Zach Wilson than what he was. I'm not going to say great. I'm not going to say amazing. But I think okay. it would have been better. I but, disagree but with that. By the
5: way, to Paul's point. With those nuggies. While Sala is yeah. better, this When I say Sala, this should go hand in hand with Joe Douglas, too, by the way. I think he should be out. But that's neither here nor there. Yes. And now I want nuggies. No, I was just, I, I
4: don't know if Paul wanted to respond to that. I, I disagree with that. I said that earlier this year, that if you put Zach with Brian Dayball, as much as we've given Brian crap, uh-huh. I think we would have seen more. I think he would have gotten more out of him. Look what he got out of DeVito. Look, and that's a knock on the execution of what
5: we saw this year from Nate Hackett. It would have been better. And the Nate Hackett stuff would alarm me because what that does tell me is that he just knows he's safe because he's Aaron Rodgers' hired henchman.
4: Well, he was referred to in this story as basically his drinking buddy. That's the way he was referred to. That's why it's funny when you read a story, and I recommend everybody read it. It was great reporting by those two. Some of us take different things out of it that, kind of hit them more than it hits others. And that one hit me. Like, Nate Hackett's not working hard. Well, Like, that would piss me off if I'm Nate yes, Hackett.
5: And a week after the Aaron Rodgers injury, he gets approached by the O-line coach about giving Dwayne Brown more help against Micah Parsons, and he blatantly just ignores it. Mm. I mean, that's
4: a major... We, no, by, you're right.
5: That just tells me by week two without Rodgers, he couldn't give a damn anymore.
4: Kendrick is in suffering. How are you, Kendrick? <laughs>
6: hey, guys. Yo. Uh, I wanted to touch touch on this Salah story because of uh, basically all my last few calls have been supporting this guy, and this is a damning article, Yep. but the one thing I've always said is that he learns from mistakes, and going into the season and watching Hard Knocks, the one thing, and, and Sean, you are a big critic of this, is this is Roger's team. Yep. Uh, it seems like Hackett is uh, taking some power back from, from him on the offensive side, and they've already started hiring coaches, so Sean, the idea that they're going to fire Salah They just got a new wide receiver coach. I don't think they're going to fire
5: a shot. By the way, that was my point, though. They just hired also what their running backs coach was Vrabel's running backs coach.
4: Well, they're changing some of the coaching staff. Is the point, like, and that's what they're doing this year. They are making changes to their coaching staff, even if they're not as deep as maybe some of us want. My only point is, while it's not ideal to fire a coach this late, it's also not too late. It Kind of is though. It's he's already building.
5: Too late for the Commanders?
4: They're building. Super Bowl's even been played. No, no, you're missing the point. He's building a new staff. Well, unfortunately. They're making changes. Like, I don't love Robert Sala what I hate about an argument like this. It's a good one, is that it feels like I'm on his side. And I'm really not. I don't even believe in Robert Sala, but I also think it's crazy to think that today you're just got fire the coach, just change the coach. Who's taking the job? That's a legitimate concern. Again, what's the offense but, look like? Is Nate Hackett here? That's a legitimate concern. This defense, which has become electric over the last few years, what does that look like? Who's the defensive coordinator? Is Olbrich back? Like you're creating so many new questions that I think makes it more difficult to
5: win next year. I'm being honest. I mean, we see teams that fire all their scouts after a draft is over just because they've already done the work it's not too late to get rid of a head coach while not ideal i'm sorry it's but, not and but i just think there's a mental block with you and other fans, and i don't blame you that it's because it's a little extreme you can't put yourself there because you just cannot envision getting past rogers approving getting rid of Robert no no, no. Which is I, I want itself. to
4: explain the issue well part of the issue and i know you reject the thesis but it matters i reject I am sick and tired, and I will say this the day Robert Sala's gone, which will happen at some point. I'm sick and tired of hiring the next Todd coordinator and hoping and praying their next a great head coach. I'm done with it. Like, I'm done. I want an established guy. Okay? Do you you understand that right now? Yeah, I do I want an established guy. Okay, you're with me. But you're I telling me an established me guy will come here. Hold on a second. Right now, no. Right now, No. So then coaching
5: Aaron Rodgers is not appealing
4: then. No, no. In this situation, coming off a year in which he missed the entire season, in which did you fire the GM, by the way? Like, let's answer well, that question. That's another problem. I no. would have fired the GM. But, but and I would. What? Are you not seeing the issue with this? It's not as simple as fire him, this guy's better. You're probably gonna have to hire someone who's never coached before. And I don't I'm done crossing my fingers. Like, if they blow it up next year, and I hate to say it, it's the likeliest scenario. Yeah, it ends in disaster. You ask me right now what probably happens next year. 7-10, and 10, they miss the playoffs, everybody's gone. It's probably what's going to happen. I would be on this radio screaming and yelling, I want a guy that's done it before. I'll be screaming for Vrabel. I'll be screaming for Tomlin. I don't want the first-time coordinator anymore. Do and you, I don't think you're getting anything more than that if you made the rash decision on January 31st to fire your coach because you didn't like an article in The Athletic. Now, don't you think this is kind of
5: like the cohen Otani stuff where – We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Doesn't Woody, after this article, knowing everything that's going on, doesn't he at least have to place the phone call to Vrabel? So, okay, so
4: I want to react to that with Jerry Jones' information. So Jerry Jones was interviewed in Yahoo, a story that's not getting as much attention, in which he was asked pointedly about Bill Belichick. And Jerry said, Mike McCarthy's our guy. Mike McCarthy's our guy. Hey, did you ever reach out to Bill Belichick? Well, I'm not going to talk about that. No, I've only talked to one head coach, it's Mike McCarthy. But then goes on to say, just to put it out there, I could work with Bill Belichick. Okay, it was very interesting to me that he said that. Okay. So, he denies he ever talked to him, which may be a lie, I have no idea. But then goes on to say, I know I could work with him. And we even
6: Turn talked about to get him. choked up about.
4: We even talked about it right after Dallas's debacle. Doesn't Jerry have to make that call? And I've made it clear that, yeah, I I would love to know, hey, Mike Tomlin, if things don't work with you in Pittsburgh, would you ever want to come here? Like, I get that. Back-channel conversation should happen. I would hope that you do your research as an owner to know every scenario. But this scenario the Jets are in right now, I'd be stunned if it was appealing to anybody. Like, you're being too nice to the Jets right now, actually. You're being too nice to Aaron Rodgers. You think that them firing their coach and GM right now Is appealing with a 40-year-old quarterback off a torn Achilles where if things go badly, that guy gets fired again? No, no, no. What planet are you on? think about how
5: many times and scenarios in which coaches get fired. Actually, what happens far too often in the NFL is a GM and coach pick a quarterback. He's there for a year or two because that coach and GM were there like the year or two prior to that picking of a quarterback. He may or may not be a bust then you fire said coach, new coach has to accept the job where I have no idea if this guy is the guy, and now he's got two years left on his deal. Like, that to me is an unappealing hire. Knowing that you don't, you have a clean slate as far as the most important position, the next quarterback of the team is not even here, but I get a year under my feet with Aaron Rodgers, that is appealing to me.
4: Mm-hmm. Let's go to Matt and Waldick, or Waldwick. What's up, Matt? Walt-
3: <laughs> yeah, ah! Waldwick.
6: Well, Wick. Yeah.
4: On, yeah. Sorry about that.
6: So, all right. You know, I'm not a Jets fan. I am a Niners fan. Uh, Sala was my field coordinator who yeah. gave up the 17 point lead. Yes. He's just not that good of a coach. You didn't need an article to explain that. The guy defended his defense in the beginning of the year how they shut down quarterbacks, right? Talked about how, he, how he's taking receipts. He uh, talked to a radio host, right? Um, an owner that doesn't see the writing on the wall by now is just proving the fact that the organization doesn't know what yeah, to do. Hold doing. on,
4: Matt, Matt, seriously and about this. I agree.
6: time. And, and wait, let me just ask okay. a question. Go, quick, ahead. Go, go go ahead. They, they, they make the playoffs this year, right? Hmm? Now, excuse me, coming up, 24-25. They make the playoffs. They lose. Rogers says he's done. You're now going to have a middle-of-the-round pick for a, a – we don't even know who's on the board for quarterbacks this year. And you're either going to give Salah and the coordinator, I don't even want to name his name because he's, he doesn't even, like, deserve the title, <laughs> a chance to, a chance to but Matt, do what they did to Zach Matt, Wilson. Matt,
4: Matt, 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 here's the problem, okay? We continue, And you're the second guy to do this, and Sean's kind of done it too. You're trying to play the game of what about next year? I'm not worried about next year. When we find out what happens this season, trust me, we'll all formulate opinions on what they should do, whether it's replacing Aaron Rodgers because he left, whether it's running it back with Aaron Rodgers, whether it's firing Robert Sala, whether it's blowing it up. We keep creating these fictitious discussions about next year. I'm talking about right now. And I think what Matt is doing, and what you're doing, Sean, is I think you're being irrational fanboys in a way. No. And I know you're not a fan of the Jets, but here's why. I think you're screaming and yelling something that seems easy, and it's not. You're screaming and yelling. I agree that it's not easy. Fire coach, he's bad. As if replacing him and making this a functional organization when you've committed to Aaron Rodgers could actually work. And I'm skeptical that it can. So I'm not telling you Robert Sala's a great coach. What I'm trying to calmly say to you and others is that the idea of Fire him now. It's not too late. And turning red and just get me someone else. I don't think it's a rational plan. And I'm a fan who wants to see my team win. And unfortunately, as unlikely as it seems, their best scenario is this one. It doesn't make it a high scenario. No. But it's their best scenario.
5: Now, I agree with you that it's not easy to fire a coach at this time and and do the – but sometimes the best decisions are the most uncomfortable and uneasy decisions, and that scenario that he laid out is a scenario where next year, again, the jet job would be even less appealing than you claiming it's not appealing now, which is also very realistic. But,
4: again, you're going to next year. How do you know because what next year looks me, like? How do you
5: know that? To me, I think the job is never going to be more appealing than it is right now, knowing you can get your feet wet with Aaron Rodgers and not a rookie quarterback.
4: Here's why you're wrong. I'll paint the scenario. You got me into the game. I'll play the stupid game with you. All right? I'll All right. paint the scenario. All right. That's the right question. They, they suck. They're a disaster. All right. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Like right. It's a bro. It's a disaster. What kind of chicken wing am I eating when he gets hurt? Yeah, well, who knows? Whatever th- thing is shoving down your throat, okay. I don't know. They go four and thirteen. Aaron gets hurt. The backup stinks. The offensive line isn't fixed. And again, we're frustrated by the fact that my God, they have an all-world defense. My God, Brees Hall's amazing. My God, Garrett Wilson's amazing. And now they're picking third in the draft. And Woody says, "Okay, we got to blow this up." Didn't work. All of a sudden, I just painted a scenario where the Jets have a top pick. Mm-hmm. they've got a pretty good nucleus of young players and they've just blown the whole thing up and they're hiring a new head coach and GM. That's not an appealing job? That is. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. However. See, I can play your stupid no, no, game. No, you no. want to play the stupid game? i play is, the stupid game. To me, game.
5: that is the only scenario where next year the job is more appealing than it is right now. And in that scenario, you know what oh, you've, you've done off the injury? You tanked. Well, I didn't say it, you tanked. I just say you well, sucked. To get I mean, the there's a difference. But the point is. They were bad. That's the o- Do you think that scenario is happening? I think it's on the table, yeah. Really?
4: Well, Why that, wouldn't it
5: be on the table? To, to be have the third pick in the draft next year? With Aaron Rodgers entering this they, year? And then what talent you where should Where are they have? picking
4: this year in the draft, Sean? What, are they picking 10th? 8th, I mean, 9th? you act like they're that far off from that. And by the way, until well, they I'm finish with assuming co- you're
5: upgrading from Zach Wilson as a backup when Rodgers does go down. I hope so. Look, I, I'm not... By the not, way, Ryan Tannehill with
4: Rabel would make a lot of sense. I stuff. got you. I got to see what this roster looks like and what this draft looks like. But if you're asking me on January 30th, 31st, is that a possibility? Like, yeah. How could you rule that out? But if that's a
5: possibility, you do the uncomfortable now and fire Sala. I'm sorry. Do the uncomfortable, Woody. Listen to me. Don't
4: listen to him. By the way, I need to cleanse myself with a Nick phone call. We've talked a lot of Knicks today, and for some reason, all this anger and like, eh, about the Jets. So let's get back to Nick's for a second. We'll take more of your Jet calls. Including- the Knicks are back. Yeah, including Robert Sala doing what Rex Ryan did, invoking the Giants. We'll get to that coming up. But Dino is in South Plainfield. What's up, Dino?
6: Hey, what's going on, guys?
4: What's up, man? What's on your mind? So,
6: um, I know you guys mentioned this before, but I, I'm, I'm a Bulls fan. So, I went through the Thibodeau era with Chicago. Yeah. And even with the playoffs with the Knicks, I don't think he's learned how to really manage in the playoffs throughout the season. You see, a lot of teams, they don't take the season as seriously. This guy, last night, Bronson was playing with two minutes left in the game, up by, what, almost 20 points, and he's mm. getting smashed in the face. I mean, the guy, he, he doesn't know how to relax. Here's and the question. Now, here's the
4: the, I understand, but here's the question related to that. Because Jalen didn't get hurt last night, it was scary, but he didn't get hurt last night. Do you think that come playoff time, Jalen Brunson is going to slow down because of the amount of minutes he's played this season? That's the real question. If you think he's going to be compromised in the second round against Milwaukee or the second round against Philadelphia because he was playing 39 minutes in a game against Utah. Then I get your concern about Tom Thibodeau kind of drilling those minutes in. But in this modern NBA, where I understand maintenance days and sometimes I support it for the right guys, some guys can just play. Yeah. Some guys don't need to be babied. Some guys don't need to get maintenance days. You know who needs maintenance days? Joel Embiid needs maintenance That's days. Big men. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard needed maintenance days. It worked out perfectly in Toronto. My old friend who's coming back tonight, more on that later.
0: He needs maintenance days. But we've seen it with maintenance days come playoff time. The team doesn't have continuity. And all of a sudden they try to flip a light switch on and they can't. No, but what I'm saying is every situation
4: is different. Sure. I don't look at Jalen Brunson as someone that's going to be— I'm actually defending you guys. I don't look at him as a guy that's going to be compromised or affected by playing big minutes in the middle of January when April and May roll around. The
0: argument is he shouldn't be on the floor with two minutes left in a blowout because they're shorthanded right now. I can't afford another injury, certainly to him, of course. Thibs
4: Thibs will tell
5: you the three-point shot is how— can't pull all the starters. No,
4: no, and I get that, by the way. Like, in this league, leads can disappear very, very quickly. There's a fine line between deciding, okay— Not not a 20-point lead versus the Jazz with two minutes left. I agree. That's why that occasion last night, to me, was a different scenario. in Charlotte,
0: they came out of a timeout with Jalen still on the floor with, like, two minutes left, and then they fouled to get the scrubs in the game, and it's like, what are you doing? Come on, he shouldn't have been out there.
4: Look, the one thing you don't want to do as a coach is pull your guys and have to go back to them. Like, you don't want to have that scenario. And I think that's the thing he kind of— is afraid of or shies away from. Romeo is in Nanuet, New York. What's up, Romeo?
6: Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, Thank you. Been calling for a long time. I usually call in the morning because of my job, but I finally got through you guys. Ed, I used to call you with Joe all the time. Appreciate it. You guys do a great job. Sean, you're doing great, too, bud. Appreciate it. Well, listen, I go back to the Jets a long time, unfortunately, and I've had it. I'm done. I'm going to sound irrational, but I'm going to come back to be kind of rational. Go ahead. So, Robert Sala should be the one held at fault after Rodgers went down and the entire coaching staff. Did you remember, remember the way he called that game versus New England? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't let him throw. They wouldn't let him do anything. I mean, Zach isn't good. I get it. We all understand he's not good. But you got to give this kid, at the time, a chance to win the game. That was horrible coaching. He did it all year long. Then he benched him for two worse guys when they could have won the games and maybe been competitive, whatever. Now we're all to this mess today. Back to you know how it was with Rex years ago and the circus and the clown show. That's what it feels like today. It feels just like that. And if the Jets are going to be all in, they weren't all in last year. They were halfway. If you're going to be all in, then you got to sign every single person or trade for anyone you can get to make your roster better. And what did you do? You brought in so, Alan Lazard. So Ro- Ro- Romeo, Romeo, you hit. Our, you,
4: you didn't get there, but I'll tell you something. I'm pissed off about. That's not Robert Sala's fault. that I need more reporting on. I want an investigation done. Diana does a great job. Who's the other guy? Zach Rose. Zach Wright, they do a great job. I got a new investigation. Why did they not add a real quarterback? Why? What's the reason? Because there's a theory that's been floated around for a while that's not Robert Sala's fault and not Joe Douglas's fault. And we've talked about it briefly on the air before. And I want to know because the customer deserves to know. Did they not add a quarterback because Woody Johnson felt he had already spent enough money on quarterbacks?
5: Money, money, money. Like,
4: did that happen? Because that's unacceptable. Then you're not all in. That's a problem. If money was the reason, and, and that's one of the main reasons why last year failed. Like, what this article is, and it's interesting, it's similar to what we saw about the Giants and similar to what we saw about the Mets. Three teams that in the past year had bad, bad seasons. And at the end of their seasons, we got an autopsy. Right, And it was great reporting by The Athletic. I think that they did it for the Mets. Uh, the, the Giant one was done by every publication. Everybody run an autopsy on the Giants. The Wink side, the Game yeah, oh, yeah. side. And now we have it on the Jets. And so this autopsy is great. Like It's interesting to see, hey, Nate Hackett's lazy, never made adjustments. Hey, Robert Salah's always looking for excuses. Hey, Aaron Rodgers was disconnected from Zach Wilson after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Okay. Why? Why? I want the why. Why didn't they add a real quarterback? Was it because Joe Douglas was in love with Zach Wilson? Was it? It wasn't because Robert Sala was in love with Zach Wilson. Robert Sala was the one telling everybody in America, you can't win with Zach Wilson, essentially. So why didn't they add one? Because I'm convinced it was the owner. I am. I'm convinced the owner said, well, I've spent a lot of money on Zach Wilson. I've spent a lot of money on Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to spend more. And I have an offense to that. Because here's the thing, Woody. Here's the thing. You charge Jet fans a lot of money to go to games, and you have the balls to raise their prices and tell them to pay sooner than ever. See, I don't like that. And I don't just scream and yell when it's my season tickets. I'll do it for any team in this town and any owner in this town because that takes a lot of balls. Blue collar. So what I want to know from this owner, besides reading Twitter and seeing people's critiques of the Jets and then going to Robert Sala with it, which is lame as hell— I want to know why you didn't add a quarterback. I want to know. Was it money-related? It better not be. Like, I think to myself, what would piss me off more? Joe Douglas not understanding that Zach Wilson sucks. Would that bother me more? (laughs) Would Robert Sala saying, we're good with these guys. Would that bother me more? Would Aaron Rodgers being involved saying, we don't need anyone, which I don't think is true. Would that bother me more? I got this, bro. I got this, bro. Or would this owner, this billionaire owner, who has the balls to tell season ticket holders, pay me earlier. Look at our practice facility. It's so beautiful. Did that guy not hit a quarterback because he didn't want to spend more money? That, I think, you know what? I've made my decision. That would piss me off the most. The only thing I would give Woodrow Wilson a pass for. Well, first of all, don't you – Woodrow Wilson. He was a president. I'm sorry. Woodrow Johnson. And a very
0: overrated one. Yeah, yeah, he was He was a compiler. I was Woodrow.
5: trying to do the Evan thing where he gives the you know, the elongated name. So you've and then I actually Wilson. gave the president instead of Johnson? <laughs> yes. I mean... I've made a lot of mistakes in life. He's still spending money. How about find Jacoby Brissett and not Dalvin Cook for that money? You know what I mean? Like, he still spent money on ulterior pieces. Like, did you need to spend that money on Alan Lazard when Garrett Wilson still exists as a number one receiver on the? I thought team? Alan
4: Lazard was going to be a lot better than the way he played this year, I by agree. the way. I'll defend but, that move. But the
5: point is, he had no problem spending the money at other positions, not quarterback... So, he still spent money on this roster just in the complete wrong places. So, I, maybe it is okay. a money thing. I'm going to save I'm
4: going to save what you just said for uh-huh. the next time you rip Steve Cohen. Because Steve Cohen and the Mets are going to have the highest payroll in baseball yet. I yeah. still rip and say, I need more. Yeah, I, I say that. I said it the other day. Give me a bat. I want more. I never heard you say, well, Evan, I mean, Steve Cohen gave you the highest payroll in baseball. He just spent uh, in the yeah. wrong places. Well, I didn't hear you say fun. it then. Now no. you're saying it. Now you're bringing it up. It's not as fun. Oh, now it's convenient for you. Yeah. By the way,
5: Woody Johnson better fix this now because there's a chance he's back in the U.K. in about six months.
4: <laughs> I don't know if anyone just gets repositioned back. Now, we haven't had months. it. I got to go back to the Grover Cleveland administration <laughs> and see if that happened. Because that's the only time that's happened. Do you know what I'm referring to? No, I don't. I thought Grover was just in Sesame Street. Oh, my God. You know why I
5: brought up the Grover Cleveland administration? And
0: Cleveland's in Ohio. yeah Do you Bro, know why so
5: Grover I... Cleveland was a president, not a senator.
4: Do you know why I brought up Grover Cleveland? N-
0: no. I don't. You really have no idea? No.
4: Grover Cleveland is the only president to this day who was president, Uh lost an election, and then came back. He served two non-consecutive terms. Wow. So what I was saying to you is I should do research. When Grover won again, did he just reappoint everybody? (laughs) (laughs) I bet you something. Nesta Cortez. I have no idea. It was a long time ago. Yeah.
5: Yeah, very interesting. Maybe Adam Gase comes back when all this happens. I too. think Grover Cleveland's going to get a lot of attention over the
4: last ne- uh, next 10 months. You, I don't, have, you no. don't say. <laughs> I think he's got – well, we need to learn our history.
5: That's well, clearly me and Paluke do. I can't believe you didn't know that. I'm very disappointed. Evan. we have other interests,
4: you know.
0: What does that mean? I'm going to go on with my day quite fine not yeah. knowing that. You know Let what
4: annoys tidbit. me about you two? I've heard this a lot. Uh-huh. So I'll make a comment, and then you guys will kind of sheepishly say, Evan only knows sports. But when I know other things, and I know a lot of other things, yeah, you decide to minimize that as just geeky, and we have more important things to no. watch, like college football on a Saturday. I true, like to go not. to uh, former president's boyhood homes.
5: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's a knock on you, Evan, because be interested in what you're interested in. There's nothing wrong with uh, enriching yourself with our president. I happen
4: history. to know a lot about presidents, WrestleMania main events, and state capitals. What's that wrong be- with that? That being said, me and Lugie are cut a little from the same cloth. I
5: would choose to spend my Saturdays looking at Florida State cheerleaders and wondering who's gonna be the next
4: great quarterback in football. See what you did. You're just you're just no, sports. No. That's all you are. No. You're nothing but sports. We, we'll
0: throw porn in as well.
5: No. <laughs> I'm just. sports, forts, and Asiago Ranch chicken sandwiches from
0: Wendy's, and I got no problem with models. Instagram only. models. We yeah. mix it up a little bit. I understand. Maybe Bed Bath and Beyond if we have enough time. You know we like to mix it up. <laughs> Path and beyond, yeah, I don't know if we'll have enough time, but if we do, we'll you go. don't get the movie reference. That's please. when your wife said, "No, I do not get that movie reference." Oh old school, God. Frank the Tank. I've seen
5: old
4: school. I just don't remember every movie line from it. I've seen it three times. He's describing his lame Saturday. No, I understand. I I get it. I've seen the movie. I just don't remember all the lines. I've but, seen the movie, but you remember Glo- Grover Cleveland's uh, head of state. Evan things. has a great memory. It's a basic fact that. that he's the only
0: president to serve non-two God. consecutive terms. I mean, like everybody should no, know that. No, 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 no. It's not a basic fact. That's not a basic. Saturday fact. coming after Friday is a basic fact. Grover, whatever his name is, serving whatever the hell he served, is not a this basic fact. This is fact, a problem Evan. with our country. We don't. Know oh, nothing. here we go. In my day, no, it's not my day. It's just, you. Should, you should, we're the same age, so it's not a my day thing. Like, how do you not know that? Because people these days know Sidney Sweeney's dating history. They don't no. know about uh, Grover. Yeah. Uh, you whatever can his name know is. both. School's like, not important. It's possible to know both. I agree with that, Sean. It's we not We should
4: important. learn our history unless we're going to repeat. You learn it. nothing in school that, that matters. Uh, one serious question is going to sound like a joke. Go ahead. Grover Cleveland was a president when? 1884, and then he got reelected in, in ninety two. It's hard to Choose compare. Story.
5: No, no. So this is both of these things are entirely possible. Mm-hmm. City of Cleveland, named after Grover Cleveland? No. Grover from Sesame
4: Street. Did they get the name from Grover Cleveland? Probably.
5: What's okay. the thing in, France? The Louvey?
4: No. Garfield, New Jersey, named after James Garfield. Not the cat. No, the cat was named after the president. And the
5: city. True
0: story. <laughs> I mean... He fought cl- uh, crime. So James Garfield
5: him. had a lot of things named after him. A cat yeah, because and, he was and in,
4: the city. Because everybody knew who he was. 150 years later, nobody knows who he is, which is a shame. In fact, on his dying bed, James, should I say this? Yeah. When he was dying, James Garfield said, do you think they'll remember me? Did he really? True story. Yeah. And And he placed
5: an orange cat eating lasagna at his feet and said, of course they will, Jimbo.
4: (laughs) I think his handler or his friend said, of course they will. You did a lot. And meanwhile, they don't. Like, you don't know who the hell he is. I had no idea. You know the cat. You know the city. And you don't know the president. So, I I hate to say this to poor James Garfield, but unfortunately, no, they didn't remember you.
5: And let this be a lesson to any girl dad out there when somebody says, do you want to have a boy? Don't you want your last name to carry over? When you die, nobody cares.
4: Well, it depends who you are.
5: When you die, nobody
4: cares. All right, I got to move on from this. I got <laughs> true story. Will's in Milford, Connecticut. What's up, Will?
6: All right, Evan, I'm going to share with you. I'm going to ask you this question: How long is Robert Sala's contract? I
4: would because think I would think he signed a five-year deal when they hired him. So he's uh, almost towards the end. Would be my guess, if memory serves right, correct. So,
6: so let's say, and I know you kept saying that we're not talking about next year, but let's mm-hmm. say he next did sign year, a five-year deal. They, by
4: Okay, sounds right okay. about that.
6: Thank you. All right, so basically, when when is that over? Actually, because if you if you extend him, then you're stuck. Because what happens is, and then now you have Brees Hall, you have the the wide receiver. Well, 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 hold on, uh,
4: hold on, hold on. I want to go back to what you said. What does that mean? Like, are you t- again talking about that, next year? Like deciding to keep him for twenty twenty
6: five? Well, you talked about it because you yeah. said just say they, they they just happens to maybe they do it and they go to a. Uh, maybe a conference game, and then you said, then you got to run it back.
4: Yeah, so you're concerned about what kind of contract I give him? I probably tack on a year. I mean, honestly, I I don't think that's the concern. The concern I'm laying out about talking about next year is that I don't think this job is appealing right now because I think anyone who takes it knows. Wow, I may be fired in one year. And this when, is not a long-term job. So when I talk about next year, I'm not talking about it in terms of worried about Robert Sala's future. I'm saying it because I think it's a misnomer to believe Mike Vrabel would have any interest in this job. And by the way, any when, interest when you become a good head coach in this
5: league and you start going to the playoffs and stuff like that, you know what happens? Nobody has any idea how long your contract is, including Tomlin this year, stuff like that. So tacking on, these guys' goal could be on year to year. You never know. I don't think that matters very much. It doesn't.
4: More of your calls coming up. Plus, Robert Sala invoked the New York Giants. Was it a mistake? And what the hell did he mean with that? Your calls, 877-337-6666. Plus, if Aaron Boone is listening, I think you're weird. I think you're weird. And that's coming from me. And I'll explain why coming up next. I really like Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone's done a great job over the last few weeks. He's been everywhere. He was with us a couple weeks ago. Uh, I did an interview with some podcasts a few weeks ago. And then the other day did a great event with John Boy. Okay? So I I wanted to watch. I wanted to listen. Uh, See if I learned something new from Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone revealed something that, for me, is just very weird. Like, you'd have to pay me a fortune to do this. You find it weird? I find it weird. You tell me if it's not weird, you tell me if it's weird. My gut tells me if you find it weird, it's probably normal. Do you think it's normal? That's where my gut would lean. And you don't even know what it is. I, I'm flying blind. All right, so John Boy simply asks Aaron, hey, did you have a good off-season? What did you do? I went to Uruguay on a family vacation, <laughs> which was, you know, uh, we, we, my, the six of us, so my, my wife and kids and I went with another family. He went with another family to Uruguay? Who the hell would do that? That's a tough one. Uh, And it's like, it's a combo of the two. So first of all, going on a vacation with another family, I don't understand it. Like, I mean, another family... Like maybe if that other family is my sister and her family,
5: so it's got family, right? So family counts as other family. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because
4: I've done that. We've all done that. They're family. Like that's not like going away with. By the way, a lot of times that ain't easy. No, I'm not saying it is. Right. But that's different. Now you add to it by saying not only did I go away with these strangers, I went to Stringer. Uruguay. Yeah. I left the well, country. That would freak me out. Well, I, I think that's weird. I'm
5: going to give the Uruguay thing a pass because I get taken back to what Tiki had said to us a couple months ago when he uttered these words to me and you. Oh, you guys have never been to France? <laughs> oh, you've never been to Japan? No, Tiki, we didn't make a million Pro Bowls and, and do that. No, right, we, like it's the Jersey right. Shore. We go to Scotch Run, Pennsylvania to indoor water parks, okay? <laughs> so I give the year when you're the manager of the Yankees, you're guys fine. Now, when you go with close friends on a trip, <clears> yeah, to me, that's too big a trip. I yeah, can't do it. That's got to be a weekend in Hershey Park situation. I agree. Yeah. I would feel so
4: uncomfortable, like, everything about it. Like, you got to be on the same schedule. You got to yeah. care about when they eat. You got to care about what they do. Unless. Unless what? There's. I'll give you an example.
5: We don't do this, me and my wife. Mm-hmm. But years ago, we went on a cruise to Bermuda, and we met two couples. How did we meet two couples? Because we all were doing the same things on the cruises constantly. You guys swinging together? We did not swing. We did not <coughs> swing. And matter of fact, two of the people ended up being really good friends with Tiki and his wife. and oh, really? and I love to swing Frank. all over Walt Disney World Resort. <laughs> we were all either Ranger or Devil fans. We were hanging out, drinking, yeah. watching these films. Since then, we've seen each other over the years. We've talked about going on the trip. And I think we'd be okay because how did we meet? We know we share similarities in, in doing a trip together. But when you go on a trip with other people, then it's what time do you want to do dinner? What if I just want to be farting around in my underpants and bathing ah, suit, and I don't want to get back by six o'clock? I'm for dinner? with you.
4: I'm That's why I could never do it. Like when my I wife want to is sleep
5: in. You're not coming to breakfast. My wife asked
4: me in the past about, "Hey, should we go there with this?" I was like, "No, I don't go anywhere with anybody." Are you freaking yeah. kidding me? And by the way, other people don't want to go anywhere with you. Yeah, why would they want to go with me? I'm a weird guy. Exactly. <laughs> I acknowledge that. Now, real quick. Yeah. What continent is Uruguay on? I'm going to go Africa. You're going to go with Africa. <laughs> it's not Africa.
5: You want so a second it's, guess? So it's the, it's, it's the uh, other one. It's South America. It's
0: the the uh, other one? There's several
5: continents. <laughs> no, no, no. Can I, can I say something honestly? I think for the most part, if you polled the audience and asked them where a country was, you know the big hitters in Europe. You know the big hitters in Asia. You know the big hitters in North America. And you
4: don't know South America and Africa? I think South America and Africa
5: for a lot of people. Now, you'll know a couple of them, but I think you could get them. Like, you know Brazil's in South America.
4: Oh, do you? I don't know if you would know that. You know
5: Egypt's in Africa. (laughs) But there's countries that get lost in the shuffle there. And I I think Uruguay's
4: one of them. I don't see that. I guess that's another area where I know more than you. I mean, I could never get confused. They're
5: completely different continents. But you like, notice I, 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 noticed I didn't blurt out, you know, Europe. Like, I know the deal. I know those. That doesn't make
4: it better. I'd be more confused by Europe, by the way. There's a ton of countries in Europe where I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that is. But I'd you would know con- it's in Europe. I, I, if I had to guess, maybe. But I would be more confident in my knowledge of countries in South America and Africa than I would Europe. I gotta be honest
0: with you. No, me. I'm with Sean on this one. Europe, you know. England, right? Huh? That's uh, that, in Denmark, do do France, Italy. Well, right. oh, hold on a second. You can Iceland, take train everywhere.
5: Greenland. You're naming the big ones, and Greenland, Greenland. There's not a lot of small ones. Well, they're all kind of small in Europe. There's not a lot of small ones. We're like, wait, that exists. Po- Poland is, is
0: in, uh, in there as well. Hungary. Does Greenland not really? I've I'm, I'm to
4: lunch. Does Greenland count as part of Europe?
0: Greenland. It's its, its own island. It's
4: far away. Well, no, yeah, of it's course it does. Settled away. Yeah. Greenland's closer to Canada than it is England. Well, let me ask you. True something. story. What does New Zealand count as? New Zealand counts as Australia.
5: Okay, but yeah. it's its own
4: island. I understand. It's part of Australia.
5: So Greenland's part of so you. So know?
4: if someone's from New Zealand, like I always get confused with Sean Marks. I apologize. I call him like, is he Australian? But if he's technically from New Zealand, he is Australian as well. Yes. Even if he's New Zealandy, what's New Zealandy again? You're a New Zealander, probably New, New Zealander. Zealander. Yeah. yeah Bottom line yeah,
5: yeah. is this: you got kangaroosia from Australia.
4: Yeah, that's the way. I look. <laughs> is that the way I look at it? So True what's, story? The, what's the diagnosis? Aaron Boone's weird or not?
0: It depends on who he went with. But like, you're a swinger. I, you don't count. No, I'm not what, 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 just throwing out accusations. I'm not a swinger. You going out Do vacation? I look at other women? Of course. I got a pulse, but I'm there's not swinging. Does your wife look at other men? I hope of not. Course. I hope <laughs> she looks at other women too, quite frankly. I'm just I'm just I I agree with Sean's point that, you know, there's so many different things that you have to take into account. I'm just trying to rack my brain about who the other family was. You're speculating on Aaron Boone's privacy during his offseason? No, here's the thing: I'm just, i just, I, might have a guess. What do you mean you I guess. spoke to Robert Sala last night. <laughs> wow, no. right. they never met. Maybe they planned a Uruguay trip. It's is Craigie's a, birthday listen, today. The listen, big listen. double nickel. The one thing I know about Craig is he's to Uruguay. Nine <laughs> nine. No,
5: <don't> <laughs> it's a big no, no shot. Uruguay known for anything? Uh, and is that a warm climate?
4: Yeah, well, it's in the southern hemisphere, so I think it's got the opposite climate as us. So I think if you go there during the winter here, it's really the summer there. I so You find a resort with some pools. Yeah, yeah, no. If he went during the winter, like it's probably pretty close to Antarctica when you think about it it's close to the bottom of South America close it's not at the, the bottom but it's closer to the
0: bottom than
4: it is the top
0: maybe we could play the clip back did he say there was like six kids with them as well the six Uruguay? of the, oh my god he
4: said the six of us so him and his wife and three kids that's awful six of us and then the other family that is terrible, dude. Yeah,
0: Because what, what's the flight? That's got to be like twenty-seven thousand hours to get to Uruguay. You imagine being on a flight that long. <laughs> yeah, it's a long flight. There's only so many episodes of Ted you could watch.
4: Now that you mentioned, it is the birthday of the great Craig Carton. Happy yeah. birthday, Craig! He's uh, sixty-four years old. Sixty-four. So I agree. 64, yes, 64, sixty-four years old. Congrats. Seventy-three. To him. Congrats. While we're wishing happy birthdays on January thirty-first, want to wish a happy birthday to John Minko, who's actually younger than Craig oh, Carton. It's Mink's birthday. John Minko. I want to wish a very happy birthday to Nolan Ryan. Who's also clearly younger than Craig, and I want to wish Happy Birthday to my brother in law Joe. It's his birthday wow. too. And happy, guy,
5: Happy Birthday, Stu Feiner.
4: Happy Birthday, is it Stu? Oh, that's
5: right. Stu and Craig share birthdays. Stu Feiner's birthday as well. I f- you know what?
4: I remember that from like a year ago that they share birthdays but it didn't click in my head. So a happy birthday to Stu. Are we done? Do we do all the birthdays on yeah. January 31st? But, by the way, you I'm forgot
0: lo- the other 40 million people that celebrate a birthday today.
4: Well, I mentioned my brother-in-law. That's the most important. Bye. Joe, happy birthday, and the Knicks are winning nothing. Go ahead. On years that aren't this
5: year, do they celebrate their birthday on February 1st or January 30th?
0: No, no, no. So, what? No, no, no. Because it's leap year. No, no. no, <laughs> that's, no that's not today. No. You don't leap your birthday. Leap? Your birthday's always the day you were born. Well,
4: first of all, you're confused, too, so you got to calm down. What? You're conf- he said January thirtieth or January thirty first
0: no, as if sh- leap year is in January. No,
4: that's not, not what he always said. Always thirty one days in January. Okay, see, calm down over there. It's leap year. No, there's always thirty one days in January. It's the next month that has the leap day. Yeah, thirty, 30 days, Le- days no, no, no. have September.
5: I know that you get the twenty ninth. Aren't there? Don't we add the extra day on those first couple months? No. Not much to do in
4: Uruguay. There's 31 up. days yeah, it in seems January. Boring. Kind of every lame. single
5: day of every year, every year. A lot of museums. Not though. good for kids. <laughs> Socks. Uh, 31
4: days. Let's go to it's Ed. It's Let's go to Ed in Hopewell Junction. What's up, Ed?
6: Hey guys, great show. Uh, listen to you all the time. Appreciate. Been a Mets fan and a Jets fan since 1973. So I feel the pain and the misery throughout all the years. With this article coming out today or yesterday. Where is Woody Johnson in all of this? I mean, isn't he just thoroughly embarrassed of being the lock- the stock of the league? Um, I mean, it's, 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 it's a circus. It's, especially,
4: it's, especially, Ed, when a part of this article with him is that he hears what everybody says about them. Like, he reads Twitter, which is the dumbest thing you could do, and then goes to the coach and repeats the criticisms that he's hearing on social media. I mean, so... Woody definitely knows what's happening because he actually listens way too much, which is a problem. You know who I listen a lot to? My man Keith McPherson. I listen to him every night. I'll be listening to him tonight when I'm driving home from the Nets game. I'm taking my wife on a date night, Keith. Isn't that a good date night to take my wife to see the Nets against the Suns? Hello, Keith.
7: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Sorry, I was on. I had you guys on speaker. <laughs> right. I was, listening. <laughs> I was um, pumping
4: you up. I'm going to be listening to you after the Nets game because I'm taking my wife on a date night to see Ben Simmons not play basketball against Kevin Durant. And then when we're done, I'm going to tune into you after the game. And God bless buddy. her.
7: God, God bless her. I'm sure she's a great woman. She's <laughs> got to be a good person. <laughs> she's a great woman, yes. <laughs> I hope you guys have a good time. But yes, um, thank you. Good I don't time. care about Ben Simmons downgraded to questionable and Katie's return, and if they play a tribute video or not, it's whatever. I was listening to you guys talk about Boone, and I had to jump in. I, I never called to interrupt, but um, before we start to say it's weird and talk about swinging and other things, I was with Boone Saturday. I, I also had an event with him, and he's on tour right now, and uh, I actually asked him about his kids. His kids... They're older now. So, um, you know, one of his kids is at Arizona State. One of his adopted sons, he adopted two little boys out of Haiti. His wife, Laura, you know, they go to different places around the world. This is what they do. Um, Once upon a time, they went to Haiti and she met two little boys that she connected with on a, on a, a church mission. And they ended up adopting them. So it might seem weird to oh. us. It might seem But wasn't you know, funny this a vacation? Us, but, but wasn't um, this
4: a vacation? Like that's the way I took whether, it when I listened to them. Whether
7: it's a vacation or not, they have a worldview. They travel they travel the globe. And I think they do things to help people when they go to these different places. And one of the things they did some many years ago, I think back in like two thousand and twelve was go to Haiti and change two little boys' lives. Oh, that's one awesome. Is, uh, is in Arizona State right now, and I think the other one, I'm not sure, but their kids are older. I think they're high school age and now college age.
4: I hope my kids want to go on vacation with me when they're older. That's my dream, that when my kids are 17 and 14, they're going to want to hang out with me. Do you go on vacation with other families?
7: I, I haven't gotten there yet. My son's nine months. We're taking him to spring training. I'm worried about that.
4: Oh, man. Uh, you think he's going to get through nine innings of a spring training game?
7: I don't know. I I don't even want him anywhere. Like the way the foul balls and the the home runs, I don't even want him anywhere really around that. I'm I'm already worried about that.
4: Did you take him to a regular season game this year? Will this be his first game?
7: No, I didn't. Last year was cursed. Hell no. I was not bringing him to Yankee (laughs) Stadium during that
9: year. So
4: his first game, and the reason that's special to me is my oldest son's first game was a spring training game. Same thing. And I get to tell him that he said Jacob DeGrom pitch two innings of a spring training game. Wow. <laughs> so, your son's first game, and I could presume down the road he's going to be a diehard Yankee fan like his dad, will be in Tampa at George Steinbrenner Field.
7: Yes, sir. I'm not sure which game. Maybe I'll make it the game that John Sterling is calling. I think that's March 25th. Uh, but I'll be down there for like five days. So, it'll probably be a game sooner okay. than that. I don't know. I haven't, you know, squared away plans with. Uh, the wife and, and Jackson, yet. But yeah, his first game will be very at nice. uh, Georgia M. Steinbrenner Field. Very
4: nice. At least you don't have to worry about bad weather. That's always the concern when you take a kid in the middle of April when it's 38 degrees outside and it's rainy. And, and Keith says, yeah. somebody that did this with a year old on the way to Florida, I can't stress this enough on a flight
5: teeth and crackers. A lot of teeth and crackers. Okay. It'll okay. calm the crying. Thank you, Thank you very I'll much. I'll take for that.
7: the tip. I'm, I'm, I'm already <laughs> embarrassed. I'm already afraid of being the guy that everyone's like, oh, that kid won't stop crying. I'm like, no, here we go. No, no, no. You no, know what? I've learned this
4: because I know that before you have kids, we're all annoyed by that person. Let me tell you something. If someone gives you a dirty look on that plane, you get up. I wanted to do this too, and say, "Are you kidding me? It's a baby! It's a baby! What I'm do you want to have happen? You think the baby's
7: going to sit here calm for three no, and a half hours?" On my flight back from Seattle from the All Star game, there was a lady who was, she was breastfeeding on the plane. She was walking her kid through the aisle to get him to stop crying. Uh, I thought I was going to sleep coming back. I didn't. Everyone just let it be. We, we just let it be. Well, that's right. That's what I'm saying.
4: That's why if anybody gives you a dirty look or says anything, say something back. Like, you don't no, want to I'm like not, to have kids. I, I joined in. I'm not crap. looking for any
6: smoke 30,000 feet in the air or whatever. <laughs> I'm good. That's the one I'll thing that you guys get back to it. I just Bad didn't weekend. want to Aaron Boone slander for the it's wrong time. It's not Aaron answers. Boone well, slander. You called
5: him weird and accused him of swinging. Now we're
4: finding I, out I, his first, wife. No, first of all, first yeah, of all, yeah, I like, never accused him of swinging I merely oh. said that I don't like if to go on vacations with other if we're people. We're talking about
7: lineups and taking a guy out after eighty pitches or yeah, pet names. Thing. That's one thing. But he what thinks Boo has got the pineapple in the car. They've been doing that for years. I've
4: never. First of all, thank you, Keith. I appreciate it. <laughs> I never <laughs> said he was swinging. I he looks said, like such a kinky sex. I activity. didn't say that. I said I don't like to go on vacation with other people. That's it. A lot of people do, by the way. Yeah, I know.
5: But by the way... I don't do it. Boone, rather than go into the whole explanation that Keith had, maybe he just called it a vacation. That's really what it was. They I don't know do what the show. hell he was doing. By, yeah. by the way, another notch on the. I, I can't criticize Aaron Boone. I've been... I've been tarnished. What does that mean? He listens to the show. Oh, He's you're a nice afraid guy now? met him. I'm off the... Oh, I you've been for, compromised. Yeah, it's it's yeah. all cash. <laughs> Say something nice about That's Sean. It. I love you forever. That's it. <sighs> well, by the way, cool. I did... The first, like, I told him, the way back from floor, I did the teeth and crack. The way there, I joined in with the crowd. I got uncomfortable. And my go-to move was, hey, lady, you going to keep that baby quiet? <laughs> oh, stop. I turn, of
4: course. I turned way. on my wife 20 minutes in, <laughs> and I pretended like it was just them two on the trip. Oh, come on. that's the—I See, I get defensive. Like, how, no, could anybody, how could anybody be upset with a crying baby? Like, what do you think uh, you're doing? Because you it's annoying? Dude. Well, I,
5: get over it, dude. Post Jets Raiders, I told you this. I came back Crying baby on a red eye with
4: a bunch of upset Chet fans. Whoa.
0: That can't happen.
4: Whoa. I understand that. First of all, you don't have kids, so shut no, up. No, because I want to right? bring up a comparison no, no, here. No, it's no, not. Not. no. I, I give as a, good a one.
0: father now, No, oh, really? how difficult oh, okay. it is. And so I would never be mad at anybody. So if for you it. if you have neighbors and they're partying and being loud, would you call the police? Would you get it's mad at them? No, different. it's not. Of course, because other, it is. Just because you have kids and that's your world, really? the life you Adults live. Adults
4: can control themselves. Yeah, they exactly. can be respectful of their neighbors. A teething baby can't control themselves. Yeah. The Another parent can control the baby oh, really? and tell them to no, shut off. They can't. Yeah, that, of, so now you're can. saying that we should just tell babies to shut up. Yeah. What you're about? Yes, you're you just idiot. yell at them. Give
0: them a hand wave like Mike used to You're do. An and an him? shut them up. What needs to happen is you need to be strategic on the type of flight
5: you pick, timing wise, and everything else. There you go. Well, you're on you my side. To, I don't think you, you have you.
4: to be strategic. I think it's very difficult to travel with a baby. I tried yeah. not to. There were times where I did it because I had to, and it was like screw you if you're upset. Can we admit a it's red, red eyes, baby? A, like, red, a red eye is a bad decision. Well, not necessarily because sometimes the baby will just sleep. Like, but that's a big
5: gamble. If it doesn't, now you're costing everybody else who was banking on their sleep happening on that phone. Oh, because everybody else is sleeping. Yeah, yeah I get your
4: point. Look, that's it's, the only thing I would it's say. It's tough to fly with a kid. Like I did it. Yeah. It wasn't ideal. It's just it's very difficult to do. Let's go to Joe and Valley Stream. What's up, Joe?
6: Hey, what's up, Evan? Love the show. Appreciate Love it. Love your podcast the other day. That was hilarious what oh, you did. Thank you. Thank but you. uh I think you're gonna think uh a little uh, different about the Jets. Now what happens if uh the Jets next year? Hands down, they're the best team in football on offense and defense, and you know it. But the only reason you're not going to win a Super Bowl is because of your coach.
4: So they come up short because we realize this coach makes a boneheaded decision late or something of that nature.
6: Oh, we know he can't coach. No, what I, are you he saying? He's too worried. He's worried about everything else but coaching. I
4: understand, but what, the, the, what's, what are you asking me? That they got. Far and know, then ultimately they didn't seal the deal because of Robert Sala. Is that what you're asking specifically? You're,
6: no, I, I'm agreeing that he should be fired now. You're okay. saying no, he shouldn't.
4: If you fire him now, who's the head coach next year? What's your magical plan? The answer
6: is He's the worst coach. I'm sorry. I'm history. sorry. What was your
4: What was your answer? I, I couldn't hear you. Sean started talking. What was your answer?
6: Anybody bought him.
4: All right, they, you lost me now. I understand why you tried to talk. You tried to save him from his own, he didn't have an answer. Because there's an obvious answer. By the way, anybody... No, no, but he didn't have one. I asked him, okay, you on Salagon, I'm not even a Salaf fan. It's amazing I got to defend him. And I'm not even defending him. I'm merely reminding you guys that firing him is not easy. It's not simply like this is Madden football and someone else takes over. Mike think- Vrabel's not taking the job. So I'm glad you gave that answer. He's not. Why would he take it? He's gonna sit a year and wait and have the pick of the litter. Be- our, our last caller's job. answer was anybody but Sala. Really? Would you take Adam Gase? Anybody but Sala? would you take Adam Gase? All right. Forget Adam Gase because he doesn't really have a real job. But right he now. said anybody but Sala. But here's where you Would you that- take Nate Hackett? How about that
5: one? By the way, I might. Um That being said, Evan, if you go around football and there's 32 teams and you look at staffs, Do you think Robert Sala is one of the best 32 football minds in the league? What was that? Do you think that Robert Sala is one of the best 32 football minds equipped to be a head coach in the league?
4: I think he's a good football mind. I don't think he's a great head coach. Like, I think his defensive acumen is really good, and he's done a great job with his defense. So when you say football mind, like, I don't think he's a bad football mind. I just don't think he's a really good head coach. And he's way too concerned about criticism.
5: Even if you won't accept that Vrabel wouldn't take the job, which I disagree with, but we don't have to keep rehashing that. I would argue, without getting in the weeds, there's probably at least 10 coordinators in football who could be a better head coach than the New York Jets next
4: year. So you're going to just take a first-time head coach, you're going to cross your fingers, he's going to have no knowledge of being a head coach, and you're going to say, I'll just give that a try. Well, I don't know. Yeah, Uh, I say I would do that next year. This year, I'm going to try what's already there. I
5: don't know, man. The current head coach, who you think should roll the dice this year, did tell us, not even a year ago, the best teams coach themselves. So
4: what would that guy have to worry about? I mean, that's stupid. You know that. Which is why he should be the head coach. Yeah, and the answer on replacing him is what? You finally got off Rabel because you know he's not taking the no, job. No, The job's not going to be appealing I got, to him. I got off Rabel because nobody in the audience wants to hear us for three
5: hours argue how you're wrong, and we don't know that he wouldn't take the job, and why wouldn't he? So it's your new answer
4: is, well, Robert Sala said good teams coach themselves, so it doesn't matter. That's your new answer? Well, it's a
5: sarcastic answer to tell you that you can't say that nobody else out there could do the job. No, no, I didn't say no one else could do the, the job. i The saying in charge now So the best teams out there coach themselves.
4: I'm saying that... Hitting that reset button right now doesn't give you a better chance to win than running it back with what you have now. Both scenarios are bad, but this scenario probably gives you a better chance. You have next to no chance. Hold on a second. Jay and Rutherford is very offended by you, so let's address this. Jay, what did Sean do?
6: (laughs) No, nothing. I was just talking about, uh, I appreciate uh, Keith calling in. I'm from Uruguay. It made it sound like Uruguay is like Haiti. It's not. It's, uh, It's like a little Argentina, I would say. And it's, you know, not a bad place. Pugun probably went to, there's a there's a place called Punta del Este there, which is they described as, like, uh, the Hamptons of Latin America. All the rich people from Brazil and Argentina go there. So, you know, while I appreciate him, you know, defending him, you know, Uruguay is not really, like, a Haiti.
0: Well, first of That's all, enjoyable. this isn't about the
4: country. Uruguay? This was about me saying, I don't want to go on vacations with other families. That's it. Well, I gotta you got to defend Nothing else.
5: Uruguay? Okay? He That's also- it. Keith also wasn't saying Uruguay was like Haiti. He was just more or less saying Aaron Boone is a world traveler no, because of his. Aaron's wife's a work. world
4: traveler. He's done great charity work. I respect right. that. What I'm saying and I know half the audience does this. Okay, so forget Aaron Boone. Not even talking about him anymore. Uruguay. Bothered-, bothered by all of you. Who said Uruguay? What's Uruguay? That yeah. By the way. But oh, hold on, hold on. What is that from? Uruguay? Who is that? That's Aaron Boone from the clip saying he went to Uruguay. Is that really Aaron Boone?
5: Yeah. Play it one more time.
4: Uruguay. It doesn't even sound like Like it. It totally does. That's Skip. 100%. Interesting. Anyhow, my point is, I forget Aaron Boone, forget Uruguay, forget (laughs) traveling with other people. (laughs) Does anybody want to travel with another family? That's my only point. It has nothing to do with anything else. I don't want to talk about anything else anymore. I know a lot of people that do it, where they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going with my friend. We're traveling here, and they're bringing their kids. I find that to be crazy. especially if you That's wake, it? If you wake up or you want to sleep in,
5: maybe you want to get like a run or a walk on the beach in, and you got the other couple hitting you up, are you going to make the breakfast Thank buffet you. at That's this time? That's my
4: only point. I'm not breaking down countries. I'm not talking about you shouldn't go. Go wherever the hell you want. I'm afraid to leave the country. Now, that being said, Evan, if you had your preference when you book a big trip, would you prefer to go with or without your in-laws? I love my in-laws. No, I prefer to go with them. Mm. Really? Yeah, they're great because they help out tried to catch them. And him. they're awesome.
0: I tried you, did, to catch you, did, you did catch them, though.
4: Well, were you catching me and like, not wanting to go with them? I just wanted you to quickly go, of course I'd rather only go with my wife, and then have them listen, then you get home
5: and go, are you kidding me?
4: No. I got to tell you a funny story about my father-in-law. On the air or off the air? I got to say it now. Well, you can't leave the audience hanging. No, I'm going to tell the story right now on the air. All right. I'm going to tell the story because he told me. <laughs> okay. I didn't know this. My father-in-law, who's like a sports fan but is more casual... But, like, he's a big Nick fan, Yankee fan. I actually, roots for all the teams I don't root for. But we got along great. Mistakenly on Sunday, had the NFL Network on and was watching the Niner game from the previous week thinking <laughs> that was the championship game. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well. But it's not crazy because I know for you that's, like, lunacy and hilarious. Even my brain was, like, at first, like, oh, that's crazy. But, again, if you're casual, which a lot of people are, we're like, oh, you know the Niners are in it. You're not sure who they're playing. You kind of forgot. And you flip on NFL (sighs) Network at the time of, like, 4.30, and it's actually the time of the Chiefs game. And you see Niners Packers on NFL Network, your assumption would be, oh, okay, here's the game. Now, (sighs) oh.
5: I kind of want to blame NFL Network a little bit. I agree, by the
4: way. I would blame NFL Network.
5: I want to make this clear. I don't know what the right answer to this is, but if you are the network that represents the league and the other over-the-air TV networks have the rights to the games going on in current time, is that the time to run back games from the previous week
4: no it's not
5: because it can confuse people like to me at that point i'm running back like a classic 70s game for the old fan that hates the current nfl because i have like
4: confidence that. my father-in-law wouldn't have been confused by a game from so he 1975 sat, he watched the
5: full three hours
4: he watched a lot of it yeah i didn't get into the details on when now, he figured it out and when it changed like i this is where, i felt bad i didn't want to get into it but yeah yeah and now, I, i'm with you i blame nfl network i also blame you why you blame me so, your father lives in your house. Yeah.
5: Okay, you guys have the sprawling Roberts uh, mansion. I understand that as the lead host here, you have plenty of Sundays where you set up your million TVs. You don't want to be bothered. We all watch football in different ways. I have my little crew. Luigi has his. You watch by yourself. You know, on a standalone game like that, on a championship Sunday, your father in law, casual sports fan, mm-hmm. would it be so bad to say, hey, Abuelo, come on down? You know, let's, let's make a plate <laughs> of nachos. Let's watch the I, game.
4: I think that he knows. He always has an open invitation. Does he?
5: Yeah. I think he Maybe could come he up with whatever Spanish, he wants. I'm already living with the guy, let him watch football. on Yeah, I think he had to extend the invite. It was a, it's, a,
0: it's an understanded it invite. No, you got to invite him. Every time he knows, he this goes watch This guy cooks all the meals. He's a As great a American, a right. great chef. You got to invite him
5: over. And by the week. way, going forward. You have to now, knowing that the poor guy's put on
4: the <laughs> a watch his No, Super Bowl. Everybody's uh, I
0: mean, come on. Yeah, in a yeah, week yeah. he's gonna be watching the Super Bowl from 2020. The oh Niners achieves <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I him. You don't
5: have to in. watch the
4: halftime show. So ultimately, this is my fault, is your point.
5: It's your fault, it's NFL Network's fault. I, mean, I, I would also it. argue a grown man could, you know, look down and figure out I uh, do. don't but pick okay, on him. I'm getting putting him third.
4: But you're forgetting that there is a lot of people that are more casual with sports I agree then you and I and maybe a lot of our listeners I agree my father-in-law who really only cares about baseball and the nets he's famous
5: for asking me 15 times during a football game what's the spread on this game?" <laughs> and it gets to how many
4: times I gotta tell you three points let's go to Roberto in Staten Island what's up Roberto
6: hey it's funny you were saying casual thing I don't even watch much sport except soccer but I was just listen. I listened to you guys for the last six months or so just because I think it's entertaining and keeps me up to date. Oh, well, that's great. For, that's a, that, you know you.
4: what? We appreciate that more than any compliment.
6: I don't even like sports. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. I just started like six months ago and I was like, oh, it's kind of fun uh, and thanks. keeps me up. I, I I literally hate baseball. I like football a little bit, but I, I'm a soccer fan. But I'm not going to bash you about what you said over um, Uruguay, although it is closer, I think, to the equator than it is to Antarctica. All right. I like I'm going to look gonna that up to
4: find out, but okay, go ahead. <laughs>
6: But I was going I've been. I've been a lot of places. But I'll tell you this. I, I you say that uh, Australia is the same as uh, New Zealand. Mm. The Kiwis, as the New Zealanders would are called, would be furious at you. Oh right now no! I've they, offended
4: more people oh, now.
6: Oh, they don't count it's the same <laughs> continent.
4: I thought they. I thought you, New Zealand was a part of the continent, even though it's an island. You're telling me I'm wrong? No, it,
6: it, it's part of. I, I, listen, I'm a psychologist for the school district, so I don't. I'm not a, a geography whiz, but. Uh, um, I've been there. It's part of Oceana. So it's not part of the... Thing. Well, hold we have another continent? That, that's how, the what?
5: Oceana? Is that another continent we added?
6: <laughs> I, I I don't even know, to be honest. I just know like it's part of... You know why I Did know that? add because another continent? In, so in, in the World Cup, it's part of who they play. New Zealand plays... Uruguay? Football, and then South America... Yeah, no, no. The, they play Australia. and then Uruguay? The last person in... In, out of South America, who the fifth team to make it, in, like in the standings, plays the winner of Oceana to, to go to the World Cup. Who else is in Oceana? So it... Uruguay. I have no idea. Y- the... Uruguay is part of South America.
5: No, no. it's this is like, like when, Uruguay. This is like when suddenly there was an AFC South.
4: No, 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 no. Oceana, I think, describes the area that he's talking about. No, no, no. no. But wait a second. I was always under the impression that... New Zealand is considered a part of the continent of Australia. Australia is a country and a continent. Yes. I'm not saying the country of Australia, the continent of Australia. Ha- the Hawaii, New
5: Zealand- the Hawaii is part of North America, even yeah. though it's spread all the way. No, out it's a of part South. of the United
4: States of America.
5: Okay. The point remains, though, it's so far away. Even if it's part of the country, I it's understand. Still part of
4: the I, Well, that's what I want to know. Can we get a declaration on if New Zealand's a part of Australia?
0: And if it's not, you can't just make up an Oceana it's, and tell me that's something It's different. not made up. Oceana consists of Australia, New Zealand, okay. Fiji, Papua New... Can you say this word anymore? Papua New Guinea. Guinea? You can say that word? Okay. That's Guinea. the name of the place. Oh, the ah, ah, I, I didn't ah. know. You might offend half our audience. Okay, so... <laughs> Wait, but, 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 but you didn't answer my question. Is that a part of the continent no, because of Australia? No. Oh. Uh, yeah, I bet you it is. No, I, it's part of the continent of Oceania. No, so no there is no, a new okay. continent. No, New Zealand and Australia are part of the continent of Oceania. So, oh.
5: Australia is not a continent no, no, no,
0: anymore.
4: Time out, time out, time out. I'm feeling dumber right now.
0: Oceania is not
4: a continent. Yes, it okay? is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. A continent is. I'm staring Australia? right at it, Evan. Asia? Evan. Africa?
5: You're wrong. South. Of, what do you mean I'm wrong? There I'm looking a, at it. Evan, hold on. Hold on. When we went to school, all of us, you're 40, I'm 36, Lugie's 37? I'm 32. All right, whatever. We're all around the same realm. We were taught Pluto is the seventh or eighth or ninth planet. I forgot how many planets there were. <laughs> right.
0: Right. There are nine.
5: Okay, then at some point we got out of school. Remember that news broke that it's no longer a planet? Yes. I'm guessing we were taught our whole lives Australia was a continent. Since we have not been in school in a long time, I think they invented a continent. Australia is not the continent now. Oceania is probably
4: because the Kiwis started complaining that they weren't
5: Australia. <laughs> True so story. they called it Oceania.
4: It's not a continent. It's, a, it's, it's what we refer to as a group of countries like you just mentioned. That is a continent. It is not a, no, it's not. There are seven continents, okay? Australia is a continent. It's the only continent that's also a country.
0: Oceania is not—it's not a continent, according to the internet.
3: The, the internet's internet?
0: undefeated. Australia is a country or a region in Oceania. Yeah, I get it. Oceania is a geographical region. Okay,
4: yeah, it's a—that's re- not a continent. I didn't say so continent. Then it's, it's countries- a geographical region that spans the eastern and western hemisphere that has those pieces of land you refer to. Australia is a continent. Why are we debating something that so we then, all know? But the, So then the countries that are in
5: Oceania are actually a part of the continent that is known as Australia.
0: No, Europe, because why? Australia is in Oceania. It's a country in Oceania. I time out. The continent.
4: Time out. Time out. Got to figure this out.
0: Matt is in Fairlawn, New
4: Jersey. Matt, can you add clarity to this conversation? Because I'm, I'm losing my brain cells.
6: It's actually, it's funny because I uh, I remember going over this in school. I was probably in middle school at the time. They changed it. It was Australia. That was the continent. And then I guess for whatever reasons you guys are describing, they changed it to Oceana. So Bam. now the continent is called Oceana.
4: What? Bam. Suck it, Evan. It's just like Pluto. <laughs> or, or Uranus. <laughs> <Exactly. So> you're <laughs> telling me that Oceana is a continent? Yeah, now it, now it is. Called Oceania used to be Australia. It was always Australia my oh. entire life, and then it, when know, whatever. Did, okay, so you're saying this happened when ten years ago, 2012, 2011. When did it
6: happen? It might have even happened earlier than that. It might have been around the Pluto times of like 2007. I gotta tell you,
4: that, Matt. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded. Dude, no, we, I, I gotta admit, I am just complete. This is a world view change. You're telling yeah. me that the seven continents we grew up knowing is no longer the same seven. We've eliminated Australia and we've replaced it with Oceania? By the way,
5: I was not aware of it until 10 minutes ago. But I buy it because of the Pluto thing. Things changed since we left school. And maybe it's like that. Maybe New Zealand looked around and said, why is this country getting to claim the continent? And Fiji stepped up and said the same thing. And they all got together like a coalition, like the Nick Hater (laughs) Coalition.
4: And they came up with a fair deal. We're called Oceania from this point forward. Do people know this? Like, is this something where people are listening saying, come on, you idiots, I knew this 10 years ago. Or is this breaking news to everybody else, too? In fact, play the glass. I think you should. I think you should play the glass. We got breaking news, ladies and gentlemen.
5: Poor Connor didn't have that ready.
4: I know. Sorry, Connor. I didn't know we'd have breaking news on this Wednesday, January 31st at 4.57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Did I know? Did I know all of a sudden we were going to have to rock the world with news that none of us saw coming? Could Diana Rossini and Zach Rosenblatt have reported this? (laughs) that would have been something. Uh, By the way, uh, breaking news, Oceania is a continent. Like, what the hell is that? It's a continent. I grew up knowing North America, South America, Africa, Europe, Asia, Australia, and what was the seventh? Come on.
5: Wait, did you say Antarctica anyway? There you go, all Antarctica.
4: Right. Those are the seven. Now you tell me Australia's not even a continent anymore and it's Oceana? I think it, I told you that for the last ten minutes. But and you owe me an
5: apology. It does make sense. Does it? Because you have all those islands.
4: I'm confused. Will's in Massapequa. Well, Will, what's up?
6: Well, they, they cleared it up for you, man. That's what I was going to tell oh, you. Oh, thank man. you very the much. it's called Oceania yeah. because most of it is buried underwater. Uh-huh. It was when the sea levels were lower that's when the whole continent was above water and you're able to walk, basically. Who get, like, by the way, Do you
3: know no. who
4: made the decision? Like, who got to announce this as, hey, this is a thing now. This is Oceania. It's not Australia.
6: Man, these are the guys who write the textbook. Oh. They Go they get... so against the textbook, you'll get black balls.
5: <laughs> okay. By thank the you way, very much. isn't this a kind of a sad state of affairs or what we care about in this country? We've spent how many... You know, arguments over politics, elections. This probably was a big deal everywhere else in the world. And I'm, we were too focused on what Kardashian was
4: marrying whom. Dude, I missed it. Like, I need to find out, like, when the vote took place, what year it was, and what was I doing? Like, what were the Mets doing at the time? Were the Mets having a good year? They can't do this. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs>
0: it like this. Trend. Maybe you could do a watch along on the Rico.
4: <sighs> that Tom
5: Brady era was long. It spanned Australia <laughs> to Oceania. <laughs> David is in Michigan. What's up, David?
6: Hey guys, man! I'm going to blow your mind even a little more. Go ahead. It's right in from the internet. By most standards, there's a maximum of seven continents: Africa, Antarctica, Asia, Australia, yeah. Oceania, Europe, North America, and South America. But many geographers and scientists now refer to six continents. In which Europe and Asia are combined. Really? Because wow. they are one solid land. I mean, they
4: are Eurasia. It kind of makes sense. Like, it's one big piece of land. It's like when you see a Taco Bell pizza hut combo. Yeah. You know what? I want I could, I, thank you, uh, David. I could get that one. I get behind that one. Like, I kind of get it. Eh, it's connected. Eh, All right, fine. There leave. is no separation. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be able
5: to drive over a boat. Well, I guess North America, South America. We
4: Well, the thing, I, I've done research on this. I once tried to find out, can I drive from New York to South America? Like, can I do it? And the truth is there are lands in Central America where there's no road. So you would have to kind of get like an art. You'd have to go off road, basically. That's so and safe. that it's run by gangs. It's like really dangerous. And True you'll, story. You'll probably be dead. Like, if you yeah. try to do it, you'll probably be killed. So my advice at home is do not try that. Nobody was going to try it. Okay. okay. It's 5 o'clock, by the way. Oh. Cinco
0: de 50 five, with five, Evan five. and Tiki on the fan. Oh.
4: Cinco de
5: 50 is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere. And by Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today. All right, I'm going to give you the top five continents of all time. <laughs> now, here we go! Here we go. Now, off of Robert Sala using Aaron Rodgers' injuries as an excuse to everybody that would listen in the Athletic uh, article, I'm going to give you the top five all-time excuses that we've heard in our lives. All
4: right, all right here we here. go Here we go! Number five.
5: The dog ate my homework. Did you ever really try that, though? I'm glad you brought that up. We have heard that as an excuse forever, and that's why it's number five and not higher on the list. Did anyone actually ever use this, or is it something we always just heard and kind of scoffed and laughed at?
4: I think at? it's become a cliche. I don't think anyone's actually ever said it. But do
5: you think back in the day somebody used it?
4: I think it started off as real, but by the time I was growing up in the, like, 90s, no way. Okay. No way. Number four.
5: A family member that died a long time ago has now died again to get you out of work or an event.
4: Yeah, we've all done that. That's a thing. Wait, you did that? I mean, Excuse may- me? Maybe. I, mean, I think we've all done it. Oh, my well, point. I have
5: heard others do it. I've <laughs> never done that because I felt bad. But you have just basically admitted that you have done now, it. Now,
4: what I did is I made up a relative. I actually didn't re-kill the relative. It was just a fake relative.
5: Oh, you went with a fake relative. Yeah, I just made Because I, I felt- makes you feel better. That's
4: not y- bad harm. Yeah, I would have felt bad, like, recreating something that's sad. So I just made up a fake relative. What was it to get out of? I don't remember. I think it may have been baseball practice. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it was, I, think, I think You know I'm all, all the
5: things that you would want to get out of
4: baseball you know, practice. You know what I think it was? What? I I'm not 100% sure about this, but I remember I skipped baseball practice for this. Do you remember that the Yankees played a game at Shea Stadium in 1998 when the roof collapsed? Correct. And Daryl Strawberry actually had a home run in that game. Yep. The Apple the came up halfway up. A- Apple came halfway up, the whole thing. They played the California Angels that day. And the Mets played at night against the Cubs. I'll never forget it. And we had off from school that day, but we had baseball practice. And I was like, I got to be there. Like, <laughs> I got to be at Chase Stadium to see the Yankees <laughs> play a home game. This is crazy. And so I don't know if that's the day I used the excuse, but I definitely made an excuse up because I was at both games. And I get to say it now. I was at Yankees-Angels during the day, Mets-Cubs at night. True story. All right. Number three. All right, number three on the top five excuses of all time.
5: I have a thyroid problem. (laughs) While I want to make this clear as a heavier person, plenty of people struggle with thyroid problems. It's become an unfortunate blame for heavy people, weight struggles, and it has nothing to do really with the pound of Mike and Ike's people eat at 10 p.m. Interesting. My dad has a thyroid problem. He's not overweight. He had a
4: thyroid problem his whole
5: life. I want to make this clear. People really do have thyroid problems, but a lot of fat people... Point to the thyroid is why they can't lose Interesting. weight. I've never it's heard how that how I ended up being a fat piece of ass. Mm. Mm. Okay.
4: All right. Number two.
5: It's not you. It's me. Yeah, well. I mean. Uh, most classic breakup <laughs> excuse of all time. I mean, and by yeah. the way, newsflash, it is you. Yeah, if it's anybody, it's me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we've all done that at some exactly. point. And we've all heard that at some point. All right. And number one. The number one top five excuse of all time, the offensive line sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
9: That's around here for sure. <laughs> Which is
5: definitely the biggest New York sports excuse of all time. Robert Solid take a page out of the book. That's Cinco Day 5 today and every day, 5 o'clock, Evan and Tiki.
4: Well, it leads to a fair question. When this basketball season ends for the New York Knicks, probably in May because I think they will go on some kind of run, what's the excuse? Is it Julius wasn't fully healthy? Is it the refs weren't giving us the calls? Like, what's the excuse when this season ends? Because the Knicks have been great lately, and I don't want to – kind of throw shade on what they've accomplished in the month of January. They've had a great January. And what they've done recently without OG and and without Julius Randle, it's been damn impressive. And they've beaten good teams and they've beaten bad teams. And they've done it all over the last 16 games. They are a ruthless defensive team. In a league in which guys are scoring 60 at will, the New York Knicks will not let you score 25 at Madison Square Garden. I have all the respect for what they've accomplished recently. But I think now... As we move into the month of February, Nick fans, it's time to graduate from we're back. It's time to graduate from we're feisty. It's time to graduate from we're good. It's time to get to that place where either you believe this is a legitimate title contender or you call them out for what they are. So earlier this morning, I put a poll out, a very simple poll. What are the New York Knicks? A very simple question. What are you? And I gave you three choices. Because to me there are only three choices. Choice number one, you're a first round exit that's incoming. Now, I don't believe that, but that's an option. They make the playoffs. They got flattened in the first round. They come up small. They're the 21 Knicks, right? The series against Atlanta. First-round exit incoming. That's possibility number one. Possibility number two is that they're a plucky, dangerous team that nobody wants to play. That's option number two, certainly on the table. And option number three is you're a legitimate NBA title contender. The reason I don't believe you are, and there's a few reasons. Number one, in no particular order, I don't believe in Julius Randle. I think you guys should be skeptical of Julius Randle from what we've seen in the last two postseasons. But even more than that, I love Jalen Brunson. We all do, and we all flippantly say he's a superstar, but then we never define it. Like, what is that? Because in the history of this sport over the last decade and a half, you got to go all the way back to the Pistons to find the example. The teams that win NBA championships are led by not just really good players, but top five players. And if you don't believe me, play the game. Look at every NBA champion over the last decade and think about who their best player was. Think about it. Who was their best player? Nikola Jokic, okay. Best player in the world. Steph Curry, okay. One of the best players in the world, all right. Giannis Antetokounmpo, okay. One of the best players in the world, all right. LeBron James, pretty damn good, okay. Kawhi Leonard, one of the best players in the world when he plays, okay. Steph Curry. And it goes on and on and on and on. Jalen's good. He's not that good. And here's what's funny. When I put that poll out this morning, I didn't know what to expect. Are Nick fans on graduation day going to say, I've graduated from being good. We're elite. We're a championship contender. 38% said championship contender. 53% said plucky and dangerous. And 9% said first-round exit. This just means Nick fans agree with me. You guys are good, and you guys are feisty, and you guys are plucky, but you're not a legitimate NBA title contender. And that's not a knock. Uh, That's just
5: reality. I'd love to know how many of those people that voted... First round exit were Nick fans, but
4: I don't know. I think there's a lot of Nick fans that are negative. I mean, I, I, I can't, True. you never know like how many people make up a poll, and I admit that that's always a question that you don't know the answer to. Yep. But let's not act like every Nick fan. Look, we took a lot of calls early in this show, and of course, you can rewind to two o'clock when we talked about this at the top. There's a lot of Nick fans that wanted to fight me. Lugi fought me. There's a lot of Nick fans who say, You're right. We're good. We're plucky. We're not that. So, I think there's a mix, and I think more times than not, people know what they're rooting for. I think I know what I'm rooting for when I say, hey, the Jets are probably going to end in crashing and burning territory. Like, most people know what they're watching. So I appreciate and respect the excitement that you guys have over this last month. But we should no longer compare the Knicks to the last 20 years. We should compare them to other title contenders. Yeah. And they are not Boston. They are not Denver. They are not Milwaukee. They're good. They're plucky.
0: They're not a title contender. See, I disagree with you, Evan, because I think Jalen Brunson's a superstar, top 15 NBA player, and you Top 15 the- is not top five. Well, hold on a second. You flip flippantly- Top 15 is not top 5 he's- I just want to clarify that Right now As we speak top 15 He could become a top 5 player In the next couple months Just like he was probably A top 25 last year Now a top 15 Congratulate, Like you say So he's got to gotta be five. better
4: Than what he's already been and He's, he's got to level up
0: And by the way He's done that his entire Nick career He's gotten better And better and better Every step of the way Julius Randle Top 30 And I don't think You could just discredit And throw away Well the Detroit Pistons Did it Well if the Detroit Pistons Did it The Knicks can do it The Detroit Pistons No no hold on The Detroit Pistons did it in 2004. Okay, but you can't How just throw How old were you there. in 2004? God, I'm 38 now. So whatever. I don't know oh, what no, no, but is. that
4: matters. Like 24. The one example right? you're going to use to defend yourself is the one
0: random team from literally 20 years ago, then you know... Then you I'll give a... you a more recent one. The Miami Heat. They made two NBA Finals with Jimmy Butler, who's a top 15 player. They didn't player win they an made. NBA championship. They were a championship contender. They got to the NBA Finals twice, so they had a crack at it twice to they win a title. They did not win an NBA title. They did title. not win a title, but they and, had a chance. And
4: by the way, you knew on both occasions they weren't winning no, that's NBA fair. That's BS. You thought they were beating uh, Denver last year? They had a shot. By the way, they had when a the shot. Knicks played Miami last year after they upset Milwaukee, y'all thought you were going to smoke Miami.
0: Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? The Knicks have the roster. They have a superstar player that can win a championship. We've seen it in the NBA before. No, we haven't. though. No, That's the no, problem. No, but again, you have, haven't. The way you are phrasing it, can they contend for a title? I, yes, they can because of what Miami has done. Yes, because of what the Pistons did, and yes, because Jalen Brunson continues to get better and better each day. They I have two top clear, thirty players. His
4: argument against me is a team that won twenty years ago. And a team that won nothing, that lost in the NBA Finals. Okay. The argument is we didn't
5: know at the time, although we had an inkling on Steph Curry how great the 2015 Warriors were and what they were about to become until they accomplished.
4: So you believe Jalen Brunson is about to become Steph Curry, and someone else, maybe Dante Divincenzo, is about to be Clay Thompson. Okay.
0: What? What hey, I believe, what that I, answers a question. OG could be Donna. Draymond Green. Hopefully,
5: not every <laughs> aspect. <laughs> what, what I what I believe is. I can't dismiss that possibility.
4: That's all. Okay, I can. I mean, this is a good team. This is a damn good team. And I'm not raining on last night. I'm not raining on two nights earlier. I'm not raining on the OG trade. I'm not raining on any of that. We just need to have that adult conversation for a change. Instead of waxing poetic about how we're back and we're good and we're the Knicks fighting are back and we're relevant, like all oh, that's obvious. Of course, you're good and relevant and solid
0: and you're no, no, fine. No, no. They're not good, solid, plucky. Plucky. They're the best team in the NBA right now. This Based on record they're over bad. the last month, they are the best team in the they're NBA. They're a better team than the Denver Nuggets. They are the best. They're yeah. a better team. than yeah, the Yeah, because guess Rangers. what? When Denver came here, they whooped oh, their stop. ass. Oh, stop! You pick one. And when game? they went to Philly, they kicked the that Sixers' proves ass. proves they're better? When they beat when they beat the top seed in the West, the T Wolves so, kicked their ass. So,
4: Tyre- so keep moving the no, goalposts. No, no, post. no. So no, that's with, what you're doing. Now. So when Tyrese Halliburton comes back healthy as he is, and Pascal Siakam fits in in Indiana, and they beat you, let's say they do, they're playing you twice at the Garden. You will then declare on the radio the Pacers prove they're better than the Knicks. No, I will not do that. But you I'm trying to tell that. you, no, no, What Philly. I'm trying to
0: tell you is that pre OG Ananobi, the Knicks always used to get waxed by the best teams in the league. The new look Knicks, post Ananobi trade, have whooped the ass of the top seeds. So I'm looking at this team the way they are constructed right now, and until further, I will say they are the best team in the NBA because they prove it night in, night out. No,
4: winning games individually against really good teams is awesome. Oh, no, that they're night. not just
0: winning games; they're blowing. No, I teams get it. Out. They blew them out. That proves they're better than Denver. Was yeah. this, like a, they took
4: the title belt from them? Like that <laughs> old big gimmick? Like they took the belt from hey, them, they're the champions. to be the man, you got to yeah, you
0: know, be, beat the man. And they beat the man. Now you're going to just throw out the regular season game. No. Guys,
4: first of all,
5: put a little respect. The Lakers are the current champions in the
0: NBA. How are the Lakers the current the champions?
4: In-season in the in-season tournament. Oh, right? stop with that. There actually used to be a gimmick that, I don't know who started it. I would think Bill Simmons started it, that there was a championship belt. Okay? So whoever the reigning NBA champion was went into the season as the champion. And every time they lost a game, that team won the belt from them. And the belt would go around. And I always <laughs> thought it was fascinating because, like, everybody would get the belt. I mean, basically, you'd win the belt. Like, I beat that team. I got the belt. So I am curious if they still do that to see who has the belt right now because it could be the Knicks. Like, they're so hot right now. The odds are they they have the belt. They ran into whoever was holding whoever the belt. Whoever was holding the belt. They probably beat them and they have the belt. You got to Google that and see if that's still a thing. Because that was a thing like five years ago, and that's for funny. I did find it fascinating for a short period of time. Let's go to Adam in Atlantic City. What's up,
6: Adam? Hey, Evan. How you doing? We're good. What's up? Okay. Uh, I was going to talk about a trade, but if I don't just get this out, this I don't know if I can live with myself. But um That's fine. Okay. I've got a serious question for you. Have you discussed the Vince McMahon case that's been going on?
4: I'm not, but not like in detail. But obviously, I know about it, and we've referred to it. I mean, there are heinous allegations against Vince McMahon and others, and there's a reason why he ain't there anymore. And trust me, we'll never see him again. That's for damn sure.
6: Exactly, exactly. But um, look, I'm just gonna tell you something, and I apologize if I'm I sound a little pissed off, or it's because I've had female family members. And friends, do
4: who, not apologize for being pissed off by that lawsuit. What is accused of Vince is heinous, disgusting, and reprehensible. So you have every right to be pissed off about what you read in that lawsuit.
6: Okay, because because it, it triggered me. Um I, I value your opinion, and I listen to you guys every day. But you know, for the first time ever, I was Evan. You kind of disappointed me. I mean, you finally discussed pro wrestling on this station, and you didn't even acknowledge the most important story. Which involves WWE Vince McMahon. See, this is the problem, and it's not just you, Evan. Go it's on. Pat McAfee. It's Pat McAfee with Nick Khan. Yeah. It's Stephen A. Smith with The Rock and Paul Heyman acting like everything's all good. No, no, everything's also, not all good.
4: Th- I'll, I'll address it right now. I, think- I mean, it's tough. Like when we did that 35 minute show. I don't know. Like, should mm-hmm. we have talked about it? You, you may be right. Like, I'm not going to defend and say we were only gonna, we sh- we were right to only talk about the gimmicks of the Royal Rumble. So I'll give it to you that mm-hmm. maybe we're wrong. I got to reflect further on that. You may be right. But here's what's great. I could talk about it right now. And I got nothing stopping me from talking about it right now. So for anyone else who has an affiliation with the WWE or an affiliation, an old affiliation with Vince McMahon, yeah, I get it. They may have their problem. I got no problem talking about it. So you may be right. Okay. I will acknowledge mm-hmm. that. Because I don't know if there was a right answer to that. Because you're right. Okay. Like We're doing a Royal Rumble show. And Lugie mm-hmm. and I talked about it. And we're talking about... How it was booked and who
0: won and all that. Was that the place to then talk about this? I don't know. You may be right. I don't know. Tough call. I mean, we did discuss it the week before, but uh, Vince resigned over the weekend. We probably should have led with it. Well, we probably should have spent a few I, minutes on it. We didn't, but we could certainly talk about I'll it Here's what i say now.
4: right now, and I would advise anyone to read the lawsuit. I'm certainly not going to repeat it on the air. The accusations against Vince McMahon and not just him and John Laronidas and the other people associated with him and anyone who knew about this or covered it up. Should A, be gone from the... I mean, that's without question. It should not be a part of TKO. They should be gone. And this new company should do everything they can to A, rid the people that were involved, that knew was going on, and make sure, and I know it's easier said than done, that that kind of crap never happens again. Because it's disgusting. And honestly, it has nothing to do with wrestling. Wrestling is the product that they put out, but the way you treat humans and the way you treat people is a hell of a lot more important. That goes with any company, whether it's our company or it's TKO or it's any other big company. So the days of Vince McMahon getting away with heinous crap, you can mark my words, those days are gone. He's gone. He ain't getting away with that stuff ever again. And hopefully he's held accountable for what he's accused of doing because he's accused of terrible stuff. Did it all happen? I have no idea. But I read the lawsuit, and any human, you don't have to have daughters to know what he is accused of doing is disturbing and disgusting. So I'm glad he's gone. And hopefully we never see him again. I don't think we will see him again. But I appreciate the call. And I, I do appreciate that criticism because you may be right. I give you that. I don't I don't know the answer to that. We did Royal Rumble for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever we did. You may be right. And I respect that. Let's go to Sal and Belmore. What's up, Sal?
9: Hey, Evan. That's that's a tough call to follow, but I gotta say. I love that you guys spent some time talking about the Royal Rumble because wrestling and sports radio, I think, go more hand-in-hand than people think. Like, you (laughs) guys are are big personalities. You guys cut promos on the air. You are Evan Roberts, Craig (laughs) Carton. When you guys were together, it was amazing. We got the up-and-comer from NXT, Loogie. So kudos (laughs) to you guys for talking about it on the air. Um, Appreciate it. Pro wrestling, of course, of course. Pro wrestling brings me and my almost 90-year-old grandfather who is an Italian immigrant together, me and my cousins, we sit down, we watch the matches with him. He tells me about Roman Reigns, John Dina, you know. So I, I got to say, wrestling has its place in, in the sports world, and, and you guys did really, I mean, obviously the Vince allegations are terrible, but it's you guys talked about the, the talent in the ring, the positive side of wrestling. If you want to hear good things about wrestling, look at Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn, main event, on Monday Night Raw last Monday. That that is what wrestling is. Don't don't listen to the Vince nonsense to anybody listening to this right now. But I got to get on you, Evan, for something that's not wrestling. Go ahead. And, yeah, the wrestling criticism is whatever. You deserve criticism, my friend for this Knicks banter because your poll you created, yeah. like like Lugie said, how many of those people are Knicks fans? Those are probably Knicks fans, Knicks haters like you.
4: Because <laughs> for the record, Knicks- Sean said that, not Lugie. <laughs> well, you sound the same.
9: Well, all right. I just got in the car. I'm still getting my bearings.
4: All right, so the Knicks are a title contender. Is that what you're trying to the tell Knicks
9: me? or a title contender. I'm sitting the other night. I'm sitting watching the game with my dad. I said, I think this team can go to the NBA Finals. Because of defense, Evan. Defense wins championships. Star players win score, championships. Yeah, but what if they can't score, Evan? I, I, what if I, poor, poor joke at all? I, oh, my little little back behind that's not working because OG is stealing it. Watch out for this next team, Evan. I'm watching I, out
4: for them. They're good and they're feisty. But when you say defense wins championships, and yeah, you got to defend. I'll give you that. Top five superstars win NBA championships. Do you have a top five superstar?
9: Well. Jalen Brunson, I know we're not talking about him as top five, but Jalen Brunson is as good of a point guard as you can have in the NBA. So the drop-off between a Dame Lillard and a Jalen Brunson, who cares? I, we have
4: by the way, I'm not even bringing up Damian Lillard because Damian Lillard's the second-best player right. on the Milwaukee Bucks. He's not their best player. He's their second-best player. But when you say things as simple as defense wins, I say top five superstars win, and I'm right. Like, I know that's uncomfortable, but I am. Like, think about the last 10 NBA champions. Play the game. We did it on the air earlier. It's a fun little game to play. Denver won the title, Nikola Jokic, top two player. Steph Curry won the title year before that, top three NBA player. Giannis won the title before that, top five NBA player. LeBron James the year before that, top five NBA player. Kawhi Leonard in 2019, where's he? And then before that, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant on the same freaking team. Before that, LeBron James. I mean, this is the. You talk about what wins? That's what wins. And Jalen is really good. Don't take this as Jalen's slander. It's not because saying he's the 13th best player in the league, and if that's a superstar, great, then he's a superstar. But he's not, no one's going to argue with me he's top five. No one's doing that. No one's calling up this show saying that because you guys know better. And you know better. And you know better. We all know better. You're not arguing that with me because you know he's not.
5: But outside of LeBron, Durant, and even Jokic last year, a lot of these guys that you mentioned, including Curry, and I'll even go as far as Giannis too, really cemented themselves once and for all as top five guys once they finally accomplished winning. And Brunson has a chance to do that. That's all I'm saying. So you think
4: he can ascend to a top five guy? I'm very skeptical of that. He's done an amazing job. I give him a lot. He's do. a lot better than I thought he was when you guys signed him. I think everyone has said that. Feels like he has the it factor, which is important. Yeah. He does that cool, like, three thing with it over his face. Mm. Which right now represents their seed. They're the three seed. I don't know if you
0: guys have been paying attention. Jumped ahead of Philadelphia. Oh, I have. I believe a radio host, an NXT, an up-and-comer, said that about a couple weeks ago. That what, they would the be they a top their... three seed in the NBA, and now they are. Are they? Yes.
4: Are they going to remain one?
0: Yes. They are going to remain one. Another thing, too, Evan. i if sure beat is hurt. Maybe you will. Defense wins <laughs> championships. The Knicks get after it every night defensively. They
4: play great defensively. I'm not disputing that. Let's go to Bobby in uh, Scotia, New York. What's up, Bobby?
6: Hey, Bobby. Can you hear me?
4: We can hear you now. I apologize. What's going on?
6: Uh, no, no problem. Um... Uh, First of all, not trying to be rude, but there's a little bit of a there's something about Mary going on with your hair there, Evan.
4: I know what that means, and I am.
6: okay. well, I I mean, you should have seen him him with a zipper before. before. There was a whole beans and and franks thing. And I am I'm a little worried about how you think
4: about your hairstyle i am i'm not like i'm trying to figure okay. it out every morning because i'm obviously <laughs> letting my hair and beard grow in support of pete alonzo it's something i started a few months ago so i have not caught my hair in months and every day okay. i'm trying to figure out what to do with it and so this yeah. morning i was thinking of going slicked back it was literally going to happen i was going to walk in here gelled slicked back hair and then at the last second i made a reversal And kind of went forward flip. So.
6: Okay. Well, the the reversal was a complete fail because it's like wrapping right around the bald spot. (laughs) Nope. Again. (laughs) Thank you, Bobby. You. Why I, so ding- I mean, can I, can, I, can I go back to my first point of yes. the first reason why I called? Yeah, I just want to give SNY
4: <laughs> credit. They have done a zoom-in now, so anyone yeah. watching on TV can fully analyze what you just described. But thank you for that. Okay. I appreciate it.
6: Well, you're welcome, Evan. I appreciate that that can, you know, influence your day as well as I have. Okay. Okay, but first of all, <laughs> I, <laughs> I called about the Knicks because I don't think I've Ever been as pumped up in my life about these te- about this team? How old are you, by the way? I am thirty-seven.
4: Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, you you're basic. You're a few years younger than me, so you probably barely remember the '90s Knicks. You know, a little bit. No, but not yeah, a I
6: mean, I. I used to watch the 94 and the 95, and I was like, come on. I got you. I get
4: why you're more pumped than ever, but that doesn't make you a title contender, by the way. Just because you're more excited because the team sucked for 20 years doesn't make you a title contender. You know that.
6: I know, but I I watch how Brunson plays, and it's like he controls it like a chessboard, like Mm -hmm. the whole floor. like Everyone around him, they're just like, oh, okay, we'll do this, we'll do that, and then they make everything.
4: No, he's, 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 he's great. I mean, he's great. He's just not great enough. I mean, that's the problem. And see, what Bobby did, and I appreciate the call, Bobby, is right now, and this has to stop. Maybe it won't stop. Maybe I'm just going to have to live with it. Nick fans always try to compare this team to the crap of the last 20 years. It's irrelevant. Like, we all know how bad the Knicks were for a long period of time. And if you want to throw bouquets at Leon Rose and even the prior administration for some of the moves they made, you should. Like, I'm not even disputing that. I totally, totally get that. That's fair game. But just because it's been so bad for a while, does it make you a contender? Just because the history of the last two decades has been so bad, doesn't automatically make you a team that can win an NBA championship. Just because this is the best team you've seen, I get it. I think this team's better than the 13 team. I think this team has a better shot to get to an NBA Finals, as unlikely as that is, than the 13 team. I admit that. I totally will give you that. But that doesn't make you a contender. That's the problem. We'll take more of your calls coming up. Plus, I will address it. I'll finally address it. Your hair? <laughs> if you want, I'll address my hair. But I will address a certain gentleman that's coming back tonight and has made a request that he gets cheered, but also made a request that he doesn't want a video. I'm coming Well, home. I'll be in the building, and I got something to say about it. And we'll get to it coming up live from the Town Fair Tire Studios powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I think I'm lying when I say what I'm about to say. You think I'm making it up or I'm just trying to be funny or I'm making a joke up, but... After the show is over, I'm driving to Brooklyn, doing a date night with my wife. I can't wait. And then we're going to watch a basketball game. Kevin Durant is making his return as a member of the Phoenix Suns. I have contemplated how I will react to that. But I just found out that Ben Simmons... He's out with a knee contusion. How is this possible? Is this guy serious? This guy comes back on Monday, plays 18 minutes, plays really well. I give him all the love for that. And he's already hurt. And it went from probable yesterday. Like Sean tells me, oh, Ben's on the injury report, but he's probable. I was like, "I'm on the injury report. And we shared a laugh. I laughed about it. I said, oh, well, he's probable. Then today he's questionable. And now we find out that this guy just don't want to play basketball. You know what? Just go leave. Leave me alone. You know what? How about that? Leave me alone. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear you. <laughs> I don't want the teases. Because you know what? He played well Monday. I handed it to him. He helped the Nets win a game. They look like a completely different team. But all I, the players. I know. And then we got knee contusion. So I don't want to delve into his mind to you know if this is mental, if he's really hurt. he doesn't. Want, I, I don't know anymore. I just don't care. Get away from me. I don't want to see you anymore. I I, I don't want to see you anymore. By the way, I just real briefly,
5: I will for a second. I believe, at my core, because I I don't know how this is any other way, it's too coincidental that this is the night that Kevin Durant is returning.
4: You think it's related to that?
5: I actually do. I actually do. Why would he care? And and at my gut, because you know what? Athletes have also, even football players, who do we have next week? Who do we have? I believe that Ben Simmons was unaware of the schedule when he returned. And I believe he came back, played well, looked up, and he said, wait a minute, national TV with KD come back? And I think maybe there is a mental aspect to it. (sighs) He wants no part of this moment tonight. And I think by the way, in Sham's tweet he says the team saw no further issue other than the initial swelling. Today. <laughs> so if you're out, you know why? There's no further issue. I think he doesn't want to play tonight. He doesn't want to play. He's afraid of H. National AGC. TV versus KD.
4: Well, I guess Mike Breen's calling the game. He's afraid of a bang or I mean, like, what are we doing here? Aye, aye, aye. I'll address Kevin Durant in a few minutes. I got something to say about him. Because I gotta be honest with you. We'll take your nick calls because they matter more. <laughs> I haven't decided what I'm gonna do tonight. I haven't decided. I may cheer him. I haven't decided yet. I may boom. I don't know yet. I'm very mixed about it. I have to admit, I'm very, very torn. I may let the moment decide, wow. but I'll get into that in a few minutes because I am a, a very torn individual. But back to the team that matters. You know, the team that can't win an NBA title, the New York Knicks? They're playing great. They got a bunch of dogs. They're playing great defense. They're 14-2 since the OG trade. little concern they haven't given us an update on Julius Randle. But they're not a legitimate title contender. And I think most Nick fans understand that. They just don't want to fully admit that, especially to me. I get that. Anthony's in Tom's River. Anthony knows what's up. Anthony.
6: Hey, no, I I totally disagree with you for a couple of reasons. Go ahead. If That's Randall's good. hurt and he's gone, then obviously you're correct. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, of course. And I'm not saying that you based know, on that injury. So I want to make that. But clear. let's
6: just say Randall's healthy. Yep. Brunson's an all star, right? Yep. I don't know where you want to rank him, you know, in your rankings, but he's 27 years old. Let's say the ceiling's not done on him. He's he grew every year so mm-hmm. far, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's got a chance. Steph Curry won his first championship at 27, not the MVP of the finals. Anyway, it was no, a dog. I get you. So who? Why? Who's putting a cap on what? How they can grow?
4: I just can't see him growing into the greatest shooter of our generation, and that's who you're using as a comparison. That's the problem. You're using that as a comparison. And that's a tough one to grow to. By the way, are you ready? Am I ready? We're playing pickleball tomorrow morning. And I'm staying up late. I just realized that. I picked the wrong night to stay out till midnight at Barclays Center when I'm waking up at the crack of dawn to play your fat ass in pickleball.
5: First of all, again, that's three straight days with a fat ass as issued in front. Some form of fat, you've
0: called me. If the shoe fits.
5: Um... Yeah, not only am I ready, I'm hyper-focused. I've had an extremely healthy week for my standards. I haven't really touched carbs, which is very good for me. <laughs> no way. I've been on a turkey chili for dinner every night diet. Uh, I'm flying around. I lifted weights this morning at LA Fitness. My uh, hand, my wrist motion, I've been working on some things to help me there. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thankfully, we're no longer on TV. Yeah, well, I'm aware. Uh, I feel great about this game, Evan, and the idea that now you're
4: already putting excuses that no, you're no, staying no, up no, late tonight. No, no it was By not the way, you stay
5: up late randomly watching West Coast basketball it, games anyway. It
4: was not an excuse, it was an observation. I reminded myself. So here's the what's gonna happen.
5: And you're and you're going out to eat tonight, you fat ass. And I'm
4: going out to eat. Tomorrow morning oh, at an geez. undisclosed location, because I do not want that out there publicly for for good reasons. I'm sure you'd agree. Yeah. Me and Sean are playing pickleball. Uh-huh. If I win, this hideous beard is gone. If I lose, Sean gets to make a, quote, big show decision. Okay, I don't know what that is. I don't even know if he knows what it is, but he gets to make a big show decision.
5: I'll tease you with this. I think, I've, I, think I have my show
4: Oh, you, you've decided? Me you and my wife had a serious discussion. Really? Yes. Okay, well, guess what? We'll never find out. Will you reveal it after I kick your ass anyway? Like the show decision that you don't get to make? I think I think that's only fair. Okay. That's good to know. I like that. But by the way, I also gotta say this. A lot more pressure on
5: me, too, because I heard the morning guys, too. A BT a little bit today. I this assumption that I have no integrity, I'm gonna go out there and throw a game so you could show here. That's ridiculous. I, Gio claimed that, you know, Evan's name is number one on the show, Sean's number three, so he's gonna like basically bow
4: down to his daddy. Bitch, I ain't bowing down to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you this. I don't know what's going to happen, though. I'm pretty confident I'm going to kick his ass. This is not being done as an excuse to get the beard off, all right? Like, yes, I get that if I win, but this is not like a setup, okay? I'm going to play you. I'm going to kick your ass. And here's what I know. Tomorrow morning we play. I have been told that Digital is so confident because they're going to film it. They will be able to put out the video by like 9 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, good. So it will be out there. We will know. So by the time we come into this show at 2 o'clock, it will be out there publicly. Tiki is back tomorrow, which I look forward to. And we will have whoa, a whoa, winner. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What does that mean? I, Tiki's my partner. I look forward to him coming back.
5: I felt a little passive aggressive. It was not passive aggressive. You know what passive
4: day? aggressive is? Yeah. Sitting here on this computer, going to Reddit and searching for people that like you more than Tiki. That'd be yeah. passive aggressive. Yeah, Who well. does that? By the way, sometimes, anybody do that? Sometimes
0: me. You definitely wouldn't want to do that throughout the entire show. When you get a big opportunity to sit in a chair like that, you don't really want to go to the depths of Reddit. No, I have all the. things Is that what up. you
4: did? Did uh, you go to the depths of Reddit to see if people like you?
5: I uh, no, that's not why. <laughs> or think you're better. Or think you're <laughs> better than Tiki. Well, yeah, I'll explain
4: and defend myself. Did you go to it or not? Yes, it was. All. So, during our show, in which we're trying to give you, you know, high-quality sports talk radio, you're analyzing what people are saying. What's wrong with On you? Reddit? On Reddit. Nothing wrong with Reddit, but Reddit. Oh when God. you two
5: shut your mouths, can you let me explain? It's not just Reddit. I, I read the papers. I read everything. And you <laughs> know what papers. I do? I like to consider myself a man of the people. Yeah. And I know a lot of feedback is negative, just yeah. like a bad Yelp review <laughs> on restaurants. But a I clown. care... What listeners want to hear. (laughs) And I'm curious, hey, do listeners like the topics we're going with today, or do they not? (laughs) That's all. You're so full of
0: crap. No, I'm not. not. Oh, you are. Because guess what? Because you could do it on the train, not during the show. Because you, guess what? What? I used to be one of those listeners. You just are... sit there
4: on the internet, like, oh. viewing everything you heard? Wow, you thin skin You're insecure. I was a cesspool
5: guy. I was the leader of the internet. I
4: both. think you're thin-skinned yeah. then.
0: I, I agree with Luke. I, mean, I, 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 gonna... I actually agree with both of you. I think he's thin-skinned, and I think Sean is the kind of guy that likes to, you know, go into those type of yeah, areas, sure. and we just let him in the building. That's no, on but us. but,
5: like, if we come together and we have a really good open, and it feels, like, overwhelming, like, I'm curious. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, they didn't like that. Yeah. Okay, well can That's I fine, change? but but why was I'm one a of the subjects... i research guy.
0: Is Sean better than Tiki is that, that, that one of the things we're looking at? I did see that in on it. so that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. What did that have to do with the topics that we were discussing? That's just has to my name. I clicked it. Which actually leads me to... And by the way, not everybody agreed. <laughs> that leads me to my frustrations over the last week because Evan, or really Tiki, has empowered Sean here because if Sean beats Evan in pickleball, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling he will, yeah. he has a major show decision. Do we really know where Tiki is? How do we know Sean didn't take Tiki out? And the big decision is that Sean's going to be sitting in that chair permanently. Do we really know where? All of a sudden, Tiki, Tiki, as far as I knew, was going to be here the last two days. All of a sudden, Tiki Barber's gone. Where is he? Does anybody know? Has anybody heard from him?
4: I can promise you this. Do we have proof of life? There's going to be a governor on his big show decision. He's not changing something. Like, he'll do something. I don't know what the hell it is. What if he kidnapped Tiki? He's not kidnapping Tiki. I'm going to tell you this. You think he could kidnap Tiki, by By the way, way? No, but the, the people th- on Reddit, maybe he's got them working Since
9: for him. Since
5: you guys seem to be tracking every move I make between phones and computers, just know. I've been told. That's all I know. Well, I that, get told information. Same, by the way. Uh, somebody routed you out. That's fine. I don't care who ratted me. I admit it. I have no No problem. Uh, me and Tiki talked after I talked to my wife. He's already in agreement on my decision. Really? So? So you've already gotten Tiki's approval on the big show decision if you beat me in pickleball? And we both agreed, much like the decision on pickleball. Lou Garrett's vote really doesn't matter. Of course it doesn't. I'm getting big time by
0: Barbara. Yeah, know why are
4: you worried then? If Tiki's already good with whatever his big show decision is, then you should be probably good with it too. Because I don't know if I'll be good
0: with it, but it doesn't matter to me. I love Tiki, but I think sometimes Tiki's a little naive, and I think Sean has the power to manipulate and confuse him. Really? And I would say that well, to Tiki's face. And I'm worried, worried about Now it. I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm in manip- Stop. Here's
4: what we'll find out. We're going to find out. Tomorrow morning, we are playing pickleball. Enough of this. If I win, I will get to cut my beard off. You better have a salad at dinner tonight. If Sean wins, he gets to make a, quote, big show decision that has already been approved by Tiki Barber. That's what I know. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. That's what I know.
5: Have you heard a clicking of the mouse in the last half an hour from me? Constantly. doesn't stop, actually.
4: Are you serious? Yeah, it just doesn't stop. Look at my screen.
5: Do you see Reddit up on my screen?
4: No, but I see porn. Like, what are you doing?
5: Okay.
0: well that's What are you doing? Like, we're doing a radio show. Not a professional.
4: Let's go to Doug in North Babylon. What's up, Doug? Hey, how you doing? (laughs) We're good. How are you? Hello. 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 Hello.
6: All right. Evan? Yes. Let me premise by saying first that... I used to listen to you and Joe. Okay, and I love the show. Now you I hate mean, the I show, you specifically guys Sean. Time. Okay, <laughs> I'm retired. Yep, I'm 76 years old. Happy birthday! So I listen to you all the time.
4: All right, what's the point? And I appreciate that, by the way. I do appreciate that you were listening. I don't want to like shortchange that. But what what is the overall point? Go ahead.
6: Well, here's the point, and I know you might cut me off like Francesca used to do to people. I would never get close. <laughs> What I need to say is just say it. Since you've been away from Joe, okay, just say and it with what, Tiki, yeah, and Craig, and Morash. I get it, Loogie,
4: Loogie. Yes, you changed
6: your attitude about what you have
4: about life about
6: everything. Like you, and please believe me, I'm I'm not being rude or no, no, it's fine. I just want but, you to get to the point. But That's you, all. You you started to get like. Everything you say Mm -hmm. is perfect. It's right. Wow. And Sean (laughs) I'm making love every thirty seconds. Listen to me, listen to me. What do you got, Doug? Sean was not my biggest fan, okay? In the beginning I don't even know you, bro. (laughs) But I've I've grown a lot of respect for Sean. All right. And sometimes you seem to really, really disrespect him I agree and I, I don't know if that's just you know to build up people and say oh wow that's really cool you know cool. what that's I'm gonna really be reflective
4: cool. of that Doug That almost made me drop my I'm pants. gonna be reflective of that Sean do you think I disrespect you when you give dumb sports opinions I actually don't think you do <laughs> thank you you know what I walk through life and everybody disrespects me
5: I think I come here, and this is the least disrespected I get in life. There you go. All right. Yeah,
4: pipe down, fatso. All right. Yeah. Well, Doug, I appreciate the criticism. I do. Oink, oink,
5: oink, wee, wee, <laughs> oink, <Yeah>. oink, oink, oink. <laughs> <Tiki> he disrespects me. <sighs> I like that.
4: Well, I mean,
5: listen. I, you know. hey, by the way, why would nobody be a big fan of me?
4: Well, I think he, 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 said, he said you weren't a big fan of his, apparently. So I guess you didn't like him. Maybe he was on Reddit and you didn't like what he was saying. I <laughs> saw him in the aisles at Uncle Giuseppe. Let's go to Bucky and Shelton. How are you, Bucky?
6: I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, man. What's up? So, I'm a big fan of all of you, and I actually browse the WFAN right at page. <laughs> <of the WFAN. laughs>
5: okay.
6: Did you start and the title, t- t- oh, Sean sorry.
5: is better than T. No,
6: no, no, okay. no. Nope. I literally just read. And uh, you guys get some good fair criticism. Boomer and Geo get jacked all the time and so do uh, BG and South. Okay. You guys, I think, get some fair love. Oh, sir! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so my only point By the way, is...
4: I've never seen FAN Reddit. Maybe I should check it out for fun. Maybe, oh, maybe no, I should it's start a posting. Gold mine. No, you don't want no, to go ahead. there. It's
1: a gold
6: mine. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. All right. So I have a bone to pick with you, Evan. Go ahead. Just this. So you're, you're saying that a top five player in the NBA, that, that's what gets you a championship, right? Yes, yes, yes. Didn't you have, like, three of the top
4: ten players? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The Nets had three top – you want to know why they didn't win, Bucky? I think we lost them, but I'm glad he asked that question. I'm glad we lost them. No, I want to answer it. I want to answer that directly because the Nets had the formula, right? They had it. They had Kevin Durant. They had James Harden. They had Kyrie Irving. They didn't win because they're losers. (laughs) They didn't win because they're losers. Loser! And the franchise is losers. So when I talk about certain franchises being losers, don't take it always as an attack. Like earlier this week, I talked about the Lions. They're losers and losers lose. Remember that discussion? That wasn't an attack on the Detroit Lions. That was I know. Nick fans, don't take it as an attack. I know who you are, and you know who I am. Loser. The Brooklyn Nets are such a loser franchise. Loser! Think about how big of a loser franchise they are. They had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden, and they blew it.
5: And Jason, the Brooklyn Nets suck.
4: Dikembe Mutombo. They're losers. So you think you have like the checkmate on me? You don't, because you know who knows better than anybody else in this town who the losers are. Dog in North Babylon. King loser. Me. The Mets are losers. The Jets are losers. I'm a loser. The Nets are losers. And yeah, there happens to be one other team in this town that's also losers the New York Knicks. Like we're brothers, like we're cousins, like we're relatives. Losers! And let's throw another team in there. I haven't forgotten
5: what you did in the finals in Game 7, Sabrina Ionescu. And if you want to <laughs> face Steph Curry next weekend, <laughs> you better wake your ass up This season. We need a title. We better not be losing to the Vegas Aces.
4: By the way, he's not wrong. The Liberty may be losers, too. I'm not sure. I mean, they haven't won a WNBA oh. title yet. Loser!
5: Where it's Becky Hammond, Teresa Witherspoon, or uh, Courtney Vandersloot. Gotta, all, gotta
0: throw Stewie in there, too. They've Brianna all Stewart. let us down. Yep.
4: No, well, you're right. I get it. They, they maybe. I'm not ready to say they fully, fully are, but you're right. I still think we jinxed them by going to the game. Maybe though. we did. Maybe yeah. I jinxed them as king loser. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm glad you asked that question. How could they not have won? You're sitting on the radio today, Evan, preaching how you need a top five player to win in the NBA. You had three, really two, and you didn't win. Because they're losers. I am such a loser. I'm a loser. And by the way, they're losers. Like, I'll tell you one thing I feel pretty damn confident about. You know who else is not going to win an NBA championship? I give you three names. Three guys who will not win NBA championships, along with Jalen Brunson. You know mm-hmm. who won't win an NBA championship? No particular order. Kyrie Irving ain't winning an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. You know who else ain't winning an NBA championship? James Harden ain't winning an NBA championship, mm-hmm. speaking of being on a loser franchise. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Nick Claxton. <laughs> he won't either. Mm-hmm. I'm very mixed to say this because I don't know what I'm going to do tonight when your name is announced. But Kevin Durant ain't winning one either. He got his I'm on the bus championship. He ain't getting another one. Got a big day tomorrow. Tiki's back, which I'm excited about. Don't be offended by that, Sean. He's my partner. I'm glad he'll be doing the radio show with us tomorrow. Uh, Bad Tiki will join the show. So not only is Tiki back, but Bad Tiki is back. And we'll find out who's going to win the big pickleball game between me and Sean. If I win, I get to shave the beard. If Sean wins, he gets to make a big show decision couple of quick notes. Number one, Joel Embiid is flying back to Philly to have his knee further evaluated, according to Woj. So that's a concern to keep an eye on if you're a Sixer fan. I just realized, because I'm going to Disney World this weekend with my wife, and so I wanted to see, is there any games I need to DVR while I'm away? (laughs) And I realized, that's right, the Nets are in Philadelphia on Saturday night. And that was an aha moment. Now I know why Ben Simmons is out. (laughs) He don't want to go back to Philly, so instead of making it too obvious, I can't play Wednesday against Phoenix. And then Saturday night in Philly, oh, my knee still hurts. So that all makes sense. Now, I got to be honest. I want to speak deep from the heart. I'm an emotional guy when it comes to it. And tonight, I knew I wanted to be in the building. I knew my wife wanted to come as well. We're having a date night at Barclays Center. Please don't bother us. And Kevin Durant... (laughs) is making his return. And I have been very hurt by Kevin Durant over the last nine months because he quit. He quit on the team. He didn't have to. When Kyrie Irving left, he didn't have to ask for a trade. He did. And even though, yes, they ended up with a ton of picks, and yes, Mikkel Bridges and Cam Johnson are nice young players to build around, it pained me that Kevin Durant quit on us. It still does. And so when the Nets beat the Suns a few weeks ago, or now a few months ago on the road, I took great pride in that, sticking it to KD. And rooting against KD. But at the end of the day, Kevin Durant wanted to come to my basketball team. He did. And when he played, he was brilliant. Yep. When he was out there, he was one of the great players I've ever seen. And so I don't know in two hours and 11 minutes exactly what I'm going to do. But as I sit here today in this moment at 6.09 p.m. Eastern time, I think I'm going to cheer him. And I know that may sound like such a loser thing to do considering how hurt I was by him and the things I've said about him, but you can't deny what I just said. He wanted to be in that. He came here when no one thought any star would come here. He did. And then when he played, he left it all out on the floor. Yes, he got hurt. Yes, in over time, he airballed the three. Yes, his foot was a little bit too big. But that game five at Barkley Center against the – that was magical. He was I, a great player, and so I don't know you, if I can really stomach booing him when they announce him tonight. I'm not telling other people what to do. I'm telling you what emotionally I think I'm going to do in about two hours and 20 minutes at Barkley Center in Brooklyn. And
5: this is exactly why it will be mixed, because if you cheer Kevin Durant, you're cheering Kevin Durant, the player that he was for the Brooklyn Nets. If you rain down booze on Kevin Durant, you're booing Kevin Durant, the horrible general manager he was of the Brooklyn Nets. The decisions on forcing the hand. No, obviously he was in on this. The Harden deal, pairing up with Kyrie. Kevin Durant put the Nets in a bit of a hell
4: by his own I run the team decisions. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about that, though, by the way. like I get what you're saying, but I don't think. But my I think thought... that's where the booze would come from. Look, people could boo for whatever reason they want. I am not telling you you shouldn't. I thought if you asked me a week ago, I would have said I would have booed him. And maybe I will. Maybe in two hours I'm going to change my mind. I'll let you guys know tomorrow for 30 seconds.
5: If the reaction's that positive, I think it's another brick in the, we're a few years away from his number being
4: retired. Well, I don't want to get to that. And as far as his uh, video tribute, I appreciated what Kevin Durant actually said the other day. He said something. He said, I didn't do enough. And at the end of the day, he's sort of right. He didn't do enough. He didn't finish the job. He didn't try to finish the job. So I don't know if there'll be a video tribute. Honestly, I don't even have an opinion on that. I don't know. I don't know about that. I just know what I'm going to do when they say Kevin Durant. Like, I think I'm going to cheer him. I think. I don't know about the video tribute, but I appreciated that he said something that we all know, which is I didn't do enough. Because he didn't do enough. He didn't seal the deal, and he didn't stick around to try to do enough after the Kyrie trade.
5: There is a question about the video tribute, though. What about it? If there is a video tribute, yeah. does the shot where his toe's on the line make the video? Okay, yes, absolutely. It was a game tying
4: shot in overtime. Yeah. Uh, to force overtime, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's painful, but you know what? A lot of things are painful. There's a lot of sports moments that are awesome and painful. You know, when Robin Ventura hit a Grand Slam single, it's painful. You know why? Because I win. know what happened a few days later. Yep. When Andy Chavez makes that catch, I certainly know it's painful because, look, if Andy Chavez came back, for an old-timers day. And they were going to play a highlight of Andy Chavez. Of course it's going to be the catch. Right. That's his highlight. It's the only reason he's back for old-timers. With that said, like it's a painful moment because they lost the game. So, yes, Kevin Durant's game-tying shot, not game-winning shot, is painful. But if you're going to make a highlight video, it was a great moment. And I'll never forget, Lugie knows what happened that night. What occurred after he hit that shot. And I started freaking out and shaking.
0: Yes. Some guy, a listener, screamed from across the uh, stands at Evan and said, Hey, Evan, we got this.
4: I knew we were dead the moment he said that. I knew it. As soon as he said that, we got this, I knew we were screwed. Oh. <laughs> that's, ah, sorry. that's so funny. No, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, it, was it is funny, ah, Yeah,
4: you know what? <laughs> when Garden, <laughs> you. You hey, what? what? When we're sitting together at Madison Square Garden. He thought you had it. Hey, guess what? Uh, when uh-huh. we're sitting together at Madison Square Garden in my season tickets. I'm looking forward to it. For a Big Nick playoff game. Uh-huh. And something happens that's magical but scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you got it. And then when you don't got it, and your franchise goes down the toilet, I'll
0: chuckle about it on the radio a few years well, later. Well, luckily, I don't think the Knicks franchise is going down the toilet because they are not run well, unlike the Nets. But just okay. you wait, okay? <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> we, you wait. we got this. Let's go to Brad in Connecticut. What's up, Brad? Hey, what's up,
4: guys? Yo, how's it how's going, going, man? You? What's up? Hey,
6: hey, hey Sean. Yeah. I
4: keep tweeting at you about your eyebrows, man. You know, I, I always feel like, guy. what's going on with your I, I
6: am the eyebrow kind of.
4: Yeah, what's up with and his I eyebrows? Can,
6: yeah, I'm looking at him I, now.
4: Brad I, I, claims I have I, no I,
6: eyebrows. I, they are a lack of visibility. I mean, the guy's got a good personality, but I can't look at him when I see these, like, uh, social media things come
9: out. So for that reason, Evan Roberts for president you are going to kick the hell to Sean Mirage tomorrow
5: because he's right? got no eyebrows. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> that you have no idea that is the most hurtful call we've ever taken. Why? Because it's just
4: your eyebrows. Who cares?
5: He does tweet at me in the in the cesspool of that is me reading stuff constantly about my eyebrows, and it's the one that is given my wife the most trouble because she agrees with him.
9: Oh, really?
5: She has wondered if I should go to one of these, like, threading things to fluff up my eyebrows, knowing that we're on TV every day. I was coming from a place not on TV. Yeah. And I don't know what to tell you. I have very light eyebrows.
0: I never noticed that.
4: Honestly, until Brad brought it
0: up. Yeah, I'm, guy, looking, I notice this. I'm looking right now. The guy's right. You could. It looks like you have half an eyebrow. So I'm sitting right next
4: to him. We're about five feet away from each other. He's got eyebrows. They're just very light eyebrows. That's it. The eyebrows are there. Yeah. It's just
5: the camera does me no favors.
4: Yeah, they exist. I eye- By the way, I'm bald, so would it
5: shock anybody that I have light eyebrows?
4: Why would one thing have to do with the other? It's hair. Okay. If you don't I'm bald with your eyebrows. Like, that's not a thing. But it's all part of the same follicle. <laughs> the
5: follicular. Uh, no,
4: no,
0: not really, no. follicular
4: makeup of your head. So you think that bald people have lighter eyebrows? I bet you they do. Is that what you think? Yeah, it's science. <laughs> Is it science? Though? Just because yes. you say it's science doesn't make it science.
5: science. Everything <laughs> above the eyes. If you're balding on your head, you're going to have less of an eyebrow fortitude.
4: You know what just hit me? What? I miss Tiki. Eh, miss him. Because <laughs> you're tired
5: of my antics? No, I'm just saying I Oink, oink, I
4: miss- oink, wee, wee,
5: <laughs> oink, oink, oink. I love Tiki. I'm just saying I miss
4: him. I, oh, I can't say that I miss somebody? Like, yeah. that's wrong? You have to take offense to that? I mean, you know what? Let's see what Tiki's got in the eyebrow department. He's bald. I've never analyzed this eyebrow.
0: Well, He's got beautiful eyebrows.
6: Maybe I will tomorrow. This is
4: Tiki Barber. Let's go to Leon, Long Island. How are you, Lee?
6: This is amazing. The guy who who never heard of Grover Cleveland and thought there were seven planets is suddenly Mister Science uh, Teacher. Over I here. know. Well, it's how amazing. many planets are there? There's <laughs> nine. If you count Pluto, there's nine.
4: Okay. Oh God. Can goodness. you name that? How many planets can you name? No,
5: Sean? Just- uh, the first one, Earth. The- no Earth's Earth the third. No the Earth Earth's the third one, dummy. Uh, it's I think Venus, Mercury, True story.
6: Earth. have yeah, it backwards. Mercury, Venus.
5: Oh well, you thought Earth was number one. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Uranus. No. Uranus. No.
4: It's Uranus. They're Not in order anymore.
5: All right, that's five. Saturn. Mm. That's six. That's gas. Uruguay. Ah, <laughs> uh, Neptune.
4: Hey. That's seven. Okay. Can you name the biggest one? Because you the let that one out. The moon. The moon is not a planet.
5: Uh, uh, no, I said Mars is four. Okay,
4: what's the biggest planet in our solar system? Saturn. Uruguay. Saturn is not the biggest planet in our solar and system. And
5: obviously I'm getting a clue, so I'm missing one that's yeah, the biggest. Yeah, you're missing
4: the biggest one. I'm It begins surprised. with
5: a J. Jupiter. Jupiter! Jupiter. Hey, I, clearly, I forgot. That's what Florida All
4: right, Lee, what's on your mind, man?
6: Okay. Uh, um, <clears throat> first off, really quick, you guys did that uh, thing with the five and you left off the, the most obvious excuse ever, which is my email was spammed. By the way, <laughs> that's true. Which I used this week too. As you well. could probably do a single to five with Evan. Excuse, that's but, true.
3: <laughs> You're right. You know, tomorrow,
6: few. after he loses, he'll have another one. Wow! So, uh, but on. here's the point. I actually want to talk to you, Sean. You're the yep. one I want to. Talk, I called to talk to you. Okay. Uh, so you were saying before about uh, um, they should fire Salah and bring in a new coach, and that this isn't that bad of a job to get. And I'm going to prove you wrong. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. All right. So next year, it, it, they, they, let's say they, they fire. Uh, so they hire whoever you want, Grable or Belichick, whoever you want. Now, they go 9-8. and eight. It's a winning season, but they don't make the playoffs. Do you think they would fire Joe Douglas for not making the playoffs five years in a row?
5: Wait, off of this year, and we're counting Rodgers on the team with the nine wins?
6: N- Rodgers next year, they don't make the playoffs. Do Probably you not. Joe Douglas? Probably. You don't fire Joe Douglas after that?
5: I would, but I'm guessing Woody wouldn't because he would look at the nine wins as progress.
6: But let's say let's say they do fire Joe Douglas. The new GM is going to want to hire his own so, head so coach. So I agree. By the way, so that head coach that you brought in, no, believe I said this earlier. Exactly. Going in, it's a one year gig. Exactly. Lee, and Lee, if I didn't make he's this point clear, second year,
5: I would clean Sala and Douglas outright.
4: What about Aaron Rodgers? Cleaning him out too?
5: No, but that's my point. I think Aaron Rodgers. I trust that he's a good enough pro that he would stay with whatever coach they hired. He, he would clearly. That's not succeed. about
4: that. We're talking about the year after. Like, you're not getting someone on one year of Rodgers, and then if you fail, you're going to want to fire that coach. If the you're going new- through another head coach. But if tomorrow Woody Johnson woke up and said, this athletic
5: article is enough, and he fired Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, and he hired whoever, no that. If them, that's the case, trust
4: me, they're a bigger circus than we even realize. If that's the case. No, but we, you'd be
5: more set up for success with Rodgers next with, year. With, with who's the coach, dude? Who's coaching coaching this team?
4: Did Mike Mike Vrabels not taking that job? Why not? (laughs) Because it would be very unappealing. Because of what Lee just said, so you're not hearing that part. No, no. no. The hardest
5: part for a head coach in the NFL to do is get through that first year and feel like you're building something. If you're handing somebody ready-made at least one year of Aaron Rodgers to take a breath. I think it makes it that much more of Mike
4: Vrabel is not taking this job. It's part of the problem. It's probably why it's easy to say Robert Sala stinks, and I don't think he's a good coach either. Get rid of him. What's your game plan then? Your answer can't be Mike Vrabel because it won't be. Odyssey Lottery Recap presented by Jack Pocket. Powerball is now $188 million. Mega Millions is now $330 million. Order Powerball and Mega Millions on your phone using the Jack Pocket app. 18 or older gambling problem in New York. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See jackpocket.com slash TOS for terms. We have been live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So, tomorrow at 9 a.m., somewhere on the WFN Twitter account, we'll have the results of this big pickleball game. We're playing tomorrow morning. Digital's going to record it. They're going to pop it out within like an hour. And by the time we sign on the air, either I'm getting to shave my beard where Sean's getting to make a big show decision that's already been pre-approved by Tiki Barber.
5: I'm going to pickleball that ass.
4: I'm going to destroy you. Much like the Suns are going to destroy the Nets tonight, a game you can hear right here on the fan after an extended Lug Hour for hours. Great job, Connor. Great job, Lugie. Thank you, Sean. We're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Enjoy your night. Goodbye.